with his house burnt and halfling assassins stalking him from the shadows, Georg decides to return to Thornwood. He visits the giant's drink in the seedier part of town and finds three shady-looking characters. As luck would have it, they give up the name of the halfling assassin and the fact that he has a sidekick, but in return they want Georg to help them rob Lady Dysack. They explain that Lady Dysack had bought a dilapidated village and started excavating it. The diggers may have found something that the thugs want and ask Georg to cause a distraction so they can see what the diggers found as it must be valuable. Georg agrees and with the new information manages to track down the assassin's assistant but the sneaky little git manages to escape his grasp. Frustrated and angry, Gale decides to confront Lady Redshield. Surprisingly, Lady Redshield comes clean and admits not only that she is the mystery wizard, but also that she is planning to become Countess and even offers Georg a chance to work for her in return for Lord Song's life. Georg refuses and decides to leave despite Lady Redshield's death threats. He turns to his room and secures it for the night. The next day he visits Ark Ramdall and tells him about the plot. The Ark is disbelieving at first and when he opens a letter he recently received from the Lady Redshield it explodes nearly killing him. Georg decides that perhaps now would be a good time to flee into the dark and stormy night and return to the safety of Misty Rapids, but not before he steals Ark Ramdall's spellbook and selling his horse. The journey is fraught with danger, but Georg manages to avoid most of it. He finds a safe and warm place to stay the night before reaching home the next day. Tired, wet and cold, Georg finds his roof leaking and bed wet, so instead of having a nap, he goes to report everything to Baron Song. The Baron decides to send a letter to both the Queen and Lady Castilian to inform them of Lady Redshield's plot. After the conversation, Kel Grella approaches Georg and questions him about curses and how to identify or remove them, but offers little explanation of why. The day after, Georg learns that the body of a halfling was washed up down river and goes to investigate. Along the way, he encounters two riders chasing down a woman. Georg intervenes and learns that the woman is accused of stealing from Lady Redshield. Georg decides to save the woman and send the thugs on their way instead of stealing their souls and offers to escort the woman back to Misty Rapids after investigating the halfling. During the journey, the rescued woman introduces herself as Marjorie and tells the tale of how she and her sisters were hired by a hooded older man to steal Lady Redshield's accounting ledger, 
which they managed to do, but sadly they were spotted on the way out, and her sister got shot by a crossbow, and she barely managed to escape. When they reach the village, they find that the halfling was pulled from the river, dead, but Georg, starting to feel a little paranoia with all the schemes and plotting afoot, decides to make sure. He is taken to the halfling body and recognised it as the halfling who was working as Lady Redshield's gardener. With the assassin confirmed dead, he collects a coded note that was on the body, and Georg and Marjorie return to the Misty Rapids. How will Lady Redshield retaliate? What secret is Calgrella hiding? How many more horses will Georg go through? Find out next time on Dicing with Death. Hey everybody and welcome to our surprise edition of Dicing with Death. We were going to have a surprise edition tomorrow, but then we surprised our surprise edition with a surprise edition today, and we were only surprised about 45 minutes ago that the surprise was going to happen. So surprise! Happy Easter! Happy Easter for those of you in Southeast Asia? I don't know. That's in tomorrow. South Pacific? Something like that. Yeah. And maybe those of you in Europe, maybe. Happy Easter night? Happy Easter Eve? Happy Easter. Anyway, um, so what's been up since I saw you two days ago? Three days ago. Not a, not a whole lot. I don't know. Working. Working away. Before the show, Ryan was telling me about electron microscopes and tunneling into people's hands and the horrible things that would happen to you if <laughs> you, you tried to put the your tunneling into people's hands. And yet we still discussed it. Uh. Um, but that's not what we're here to do. We're not here to discuss microscopes and changing levels of chemical properties and all that fun stuff. We're here to talk about Georg. Georg the Gruesome, Georg the Lich Guard, Georg Carl. Oh, yes, Georg Corsbane. <laughs> um, but who's been known as Carl for a very long time now. We may end up having to change your character name to actually just, just Carl. It seems like Georg is a name that you're leaving behind. Who knows? Who knows? Do you... I'm growing more and more powerful with the session. The experience points just keep adding up. Yes. I may not need to hide my identity for mm. too long. Well, but for now, Ark Carl. Ark Carl. Ark Wizard of Misty Rapids. Yes, yes, indeed. And I guess we'll hop right back in. Yeah, you to wake a, up yeah, one morning. I, I guess the morning after, am I no, mm -hmm. damp? house with a hole in the roof i uh, know you got you know the house is damp but you got a new bed like mattress yeah, so and sheets got, like a and... bed like in the middle of the room mm -hmm. just a mattress on the floor in the middle of the room right um actually you wake up to a knocking Surrounded at your door books and papers and who's disturbing me yeah i'll stumble out of bed okay the door. A, um, there is a oh, yeah. servant at the door and he has a folded piece of paper in his hand. It has a seal around it. Um, and he holds it out eagerly to you. Um, you haven't memorized any spells yet today, by the way. Yeah. 
I thank him and tip him and take it and don't dare open. I don't even read the seal. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a and fair. I toss it. I toss it in like I don't know, on the floor somewhere and then go about. I'm raising the spells. She's like, ah, oh, yes, mail. Uh, screw that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Actually, I'm in morbid fear of it being an exploding letter. Okay. And I wish to cast the detect magic on it first. But okay. I um, play it off cool to the delivery boy. As, as you shut the door, toss it down, and go over to like pick up your books and start learning your spells, there comes another knock at your door. What is it? I, I, I forgot I had a message for you. Shouts What's the, the message? Baron Song wishes to see you. This is the same delivery? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. It's the same guy who came by the other day telling you I'm that. Wrong. I'm like, I saw that bastard like, I guess, two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. He's a, he's a true blooded noble. He summons you at his every whim. Tell him... I'll be there in a few... I'll Hell, I'll beat you there. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my lord! What time is it? I don't have a clock, do I? No. One of these days I'll have enough money to afford like a grandfather clock, but there are probably hundreds of GP, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Wizarding life is expensive. So let's memorize spells. I think I cast all of my read magic yesterday. You did. I don't know if I fully deciphered it. It doesn't matter because I've got enough to at least start learning. Mm. But over the course of downtime, I'll be throwing in read magics on days that we don't play. Cool. When we skip all these read magics. And I think... I think we've mentioned this on stream. If not, we at least talked... Brian and I talked about it off stream. Uh, We have found... Someone has found in the tomes of of <laughs> second edition uh, more specific rules for how long it takes to learn spells. Now, of course, second edition being the beautiful system at, that it is does not actually spell it out for you, but it gives you a hint at how long it might take to learn a spell. And that hint implies uh, D2 days per spell level. That's the... That's what we're trying to describe from the ancient texts we learn from. Uh, and so for <laughs> now, we're going to... Grimoires. Yes, yes. We're going to switch up the, the learning time for spells to be D2 days. And if you guys are fans of hardcore heroes, you'll see that reflected over there as well. By the books. By the books. Um, so I'll be... I, already, I had a reduce a cutler spray... Rope trick, a knock, and two blinks memorized. So I'll have to memorize two detect magics, a spider climb, and a past life. Mm. Oh, all right, because you've got your little halfling hair. Yeah, 30, it's 50 minutes of studying. Okay. And I I am attempting to learn clairvoyance. It will take three D2 days uh, and I have to account for how many hours a day do I need? Is it four or eight a day? Um, let's take a look at this again. Because before I said it was eight hours a day, but this makes it sound really difficult and exacting. It might be well, dedicated I mean, I th- days. I think eight hours is a dedicated day. Yeah. Eight hours is probably a dedicated day. Let's take a look again. Uh, In fact, 
in some cultures, eight hours is too much to work in a day. <laughs> the books themselves were kind of workmanship must be exact and flawless. Even the slightest mistake in copying a spell ruins it. This does not work for a common scribe. Hmm. <laughs> that is the most condescending thing. <laughs> Spellbook this is wizard's work. work. Spellbook work must be done slowly and laboriously by hand. All right, I would. Yeah, eight hours a day sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Maybe a better way to do it would to be convert it into hours. Ooh. Times. Yeah. Yeah. D two. Three D two times eight hours would be the simplest way. Yeah. That way you could power learn it if you want. What's that? You yeah. could power learn it if you needed to. Yeah, cram sesh. Nice. I think I'll have the opposite problem where most days I'll only be able to get like four hours in, and I'll have to like skip sleep or decide between studying and having and being rested enough to memorize spells. Hmm. Maybe, but I'm also would like to make sure that it gets clumped together, so it's not like an hour of studying a day. Like you need to really be sinking your teeth into this material. Yeah. So maybe like a minimum minimum of eight hours a day, but you can study more if you want. I don't know. We'll we'll work it out. Um. So yeah. So fifty minutes later, and then mm -hmm. I'm going to cast a detect magic and a past life. So let detect magic first. Uh, you detect no magic on the letter. Okay. And no other surprises. I mean, I'm Carl is magical, and Carl is uh, magical, and the amulet is obviously magical. Yep. Nothing else in the. I can't think of anything that you have on yourself that's magical. I, I don't expect anything to be. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. And cool. So that's cleared, unless they're a very powerful wizard indeed. Um. So I'll open the letter before I cast past life. Okay. I'm just going to copy and paste the text to you, and you can read it for yourself. Here it is in the Skypes, if you still have that open. Shall I read it out loud to the, to the class? I think so. Professor. Dear Ark Carl, you may be surprised to hear that I have survived this attempt on my life. I was right to worry about the secret wizard in Thornwood. Thank you for your help in uncovering this dastardly creature. Undoubtedly, you will have heard, or will shortly hear, that Annabelle Redshield has escaped custody and is on the loose. I fear she will come after the two of us again. Please come by Thornwood sometime after the next fortnight, and I will be happy to teach you those two spells you requested. In related news, my spellbook is nowhere to be found. How are you going to teach me spells, then? Did you see what happened to it during the explosion? Yours truly, Ark Ramdell of... The transmuter of Thornwood. So, I I don't have any magical means that may help me in this endeavor, and I don't think I have any relevant proficiencies. But I would like to do my best to like gauge if this is legit. Like, do I does the signature look at all like his? Have I seen? I've seen You've... his writing before. I mean, I've seen his spellbook. Uh, yeah, you compare it to his, his spellbook. Give me an intelligence check as you compare it to his spellbook. And also, then the sigil is is another obvious thing to look at. I don't I don't have heraldry or anything, but I don't roll a one on my intelligence check. You're pretty damn sure that this is the same writing. I mean, a thirty six is one of the higher rolls you can make. Yeah. 
he must have been healed by a cleric if this is actually him. And it's good to know that... Huh, that's... If this is true, that's quite... Quite interesting. I'll take... I'll shove this in my pocket as I head off to... See Lord Song. Uh, just before I head out the door, I'll remember to pluck out my halfling hair. Um, mm-hmm. I'll save some of it until I'm a level seven and can cast a better version of Past Life. Okay. And now I will cast it upon the hair. And I, I've never actually seen the spell work successfully. So. By touching the remains of a dead creature, the spell allows the caster to gain a mental image of the deceased's former appearance. The remains can be of any age, and only a fr- tiny fragment is required, such as a bone splinter or strand of hair. So, um, but what I, what visage I see of him is the is the question. Can I like probe it? I can't. I imagine the spell is not powerful enough for me to look through time, like see a child version, see a middle aged version. Yeah. No, you see his most recent version before he died, um, okay. and you see the that lovely little halfling that you were talking about in the garden or talking with in the garden. He looked so mm-hmm. peaceful and happy and mm-hmm. was awed by your magic and terrified. And, you know, he was friendly and nice. And he's got soft eyes. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm pretty, I mean, it's a, it would be a stretch to, I mean, men wear many disguises, but it would be a stretch. It seems to, for this to be my attempted assassin. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't really remember what the assassin looks like, but mm-hmm. the the image is not of a you know masked man with a, a knife. It's like a hobbit in uh, what do you call it? Suspenders with a trowel. And by hobbit, I mean halfling. If I had a piece of hair from a oh, from a deceased person from when they were younger. So if I take, if I, yeah, yeah. So if I were to say, like, take, I don't know who the example here would be, but Baron Song hair now and cast the spell after he died, would I get an image of this, of him when I took the hair? That is a very interesting question. One that you should try. As he hops aboard his horse. Yes. Okay. The inn next door where, do I bump into, what's her name? Marjorie. Marjorie. I was going to remember that. It was on the tip of my tongue. I, I was, Melisandre was what was going to come out first. Mm. Marjorie. Let's, let's take a look at our town map here. Uh, mm-hmm. For the record, I leave um, I leave all the books but my own at the. In fact, I leave yeah, I leave all the books but my own at the at the house. Okay. Um, at the wizard locked house, which does have a holy roof, so I'll have to get that patched up. Uh, as you step out of your house, you see Marjorie waving to you from the back deck of the First Falls Inn. If you're looking at the map, she's like on this back corner. There's a little porch out there um, overlooking the waterfalls. And she's out there like reclined in a chair, her head waved around the corner. Uh, is it like a shortcut for me to come out my back door? Or is there nothing between my house? So like, is there a shortcut for me to approach the First Falls Inn like that? Yeah, uh, there's now some I'm other seeing... buildings here, but you could walk there. Like, so that's what. So that's why I see here. I mean, because I assumed I would. I've got a front door and a back door. I assumed I was coming out the front door. I assumed you were coming out the front door, but you could see from the front door to here. Okay. You know. Okay. And there's it's sparse enough. Yeah, there's a few buildings okay. around, but it, there's still a line of sight there. 
I, I probably have like that oh shit moment. Like I was all here, like ready to rush out to grab my horse. I'd probably like for, almost forgotten. I mean, I didn't actually forget, but you know, like it wasn't mm-hmm. it was on the back burner. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I way back um, and go to pick up my horse, horsey, horsey number three. Do you uh, want to roll some hit dice for this horse? Three d eight. Yeah. Oh, that last. Oh, three. It's only three d eight. I was gonna say that last one was really juicy. It had sixteen. Thirteen. Mm. Not quite as. Actually, the last one was wounded down to twelve. So, I paid like a hundred gold. No, twenty-five gold. Twenty-five gold. Two. Thirty HP. Thirty-five gold. <laughs> Cheaper than healing the horse, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'll stop by and check in with her. She had seven silver. She can make it another day. I don't know. There's, yeah, I collect collect my horse from the first balls in, and I'll speak with her if she's around. Or um, just, or yeah, just, or she comes out on. as you go to the inn. She comes out to meet you. Actually, maybe I should just take her to. Are there horses for rent? Is that like a thing, or is? Um, let's see. Inns and tab inns will often have a spare horse on hand mm-hmm. that you can kind of like. If you're a messenger for a state official or if you're in some sort of powerful position, you can, like, trade out your horse on the fly. Like, if what you are I mean? trying to gallop from town to town and you, like, stop here, I need a fresh horse so I can keep going, you mm-hmm. can switch out your horses. And, you know, if you're trading in a, a good horse for a crappy horse, you can get some money out of it. Or if you're trading in a crappy horse for a good horse, you might have to pay a little extra. Um, for our purposes, since horses are almost entirely interchangeable here, uh, you can kind of just trade horses out if you need to. If you don't have a particular attachment to that horse. Yeah. But I can't. If I take her with me, we're going to be super slow. Um, anyway, she comes out to greet you and has a little bit of excitement in her voice saying, "I, the the innkeeper here has offered me a job as a, a maid to turn turn the sheets down and do some sweeping and mopping. Congratulations. My, are we in like the common room? Is there a common room? There? No, you're out by the stables, and she's come out to meet you. Okay, so we're like outdoors. Is the stables around the backside by the river or along the road? They're along the road, um, just off to the side of the road, between the like right over here. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. When do you start? Right now. Well, I've already done my work for this morning. But there will be more to come soon. Um, right, I, she kind of looks at you expectantly. Yeah, I think I like go about getting ready to leave. So like, if I, I, I don't know, so like I step into the stables and like get the horse saddled up, and or I guess the stable boy does that while I watch. Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that there. Uh, yeah. So I guess that means you're busy then. I'm off to Lord Song's keep. Who? Should be back by the end of the day. She nods uh, and says, I do have some things I'd like to talk to you with about later, though. Maybe tonight? Sure. Uh, the bait and tackle on the waterfront is not... Not a bad place. She gives a slow nod and right, agrees that, to meet... That's the tavern, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
I like point to it across the field. Can you see it from here? Is like down yeah. the hill or something? Yeah, yeah. She gives you a slow nod and agrees to meet you there, uh, and then okay. flutters off. Okay, we didn't even settle on a time, but whatever. It's, it's medieval fantasy land. Not even a, not even the wizard has a clock. So yeah, there's... I'll see her when I see her tonight. Yeah, late afternoon. Whatever, something like that. All right. So with, with a fresh and only mildly encumbered riding horse, I head off to Lord Song. All right. It is a short journey, the two miles to the Mott and Bailey that forms Lord Song's estate, Baron Song's estate, outside of town. Barons uh, are lords, right? Barons are lords, but that's a higher title to, to call yeah, baron. Yeah, counts are lords also. And... Mm-hmm. and kings are lords. It's, you know... They're all noble nobility. Um, so you make your way to the Mott and Bailey. You are greeted by Kel Crystal, as usual. Am I greeted, or does she just stare me down and open the gate wordlessly like last time? She gives you a, a bit of a wave. Okay. I smile and wave back. Okay, I should really call her Kel Keystone. That's her last name. Keystone. Keystone. Crystal Keystone? Yeah, well, I guess we call... Greller, Greller. His last name last is Sunderland. He's he has a last name. Yeah, they're both yeah. nobles. Huh. Um, anyway, so okay. Kel Crystal Keystone lets you in with a bit of a wave and a, a polite nod, and makes sure the doors are open well before you arrive at them, <laughs> so you don't blow them off their hinges again. Yes, I'll I'll keep my knock spells. In my brain tank for later. Yeah. Um, all right. So I drop off my horse and dismount and go to see Lord Song. Mm. Rummaging in my pack and producing that letter that I wrote this morning. Okay. And we'll see what Song actually wanted to talk to me about. Um, as you walk in, you see a, a, a letter kind mm-hmm. of sitting in the middle of this hall. Well away from everyone else. I already cast my detect magic. <laughs> Didn't you say you memorized two? No, I did. Did I? I don't think so. I said that, but I only. But I still. Oh. I think I. What you said and what you did were different things. Yeah. What? Uh. No, I. I'm pretty sure I. Well, let's see what chat says. Right now, I, I do have an asterisk next to it indicating I have it memorized, but sometimes I make mistakes and don't delete them. Um, I might have a detect magic. Anyways, I step into the not-so-great Great Hall mm-hmm. at Song's Keep. Right. The dim light in here. Really, the only light coming in is through the front door as you walk in, but that's also just, you know, there's a hallway between that and the actual front door, and there's some light, uh, windows way up at the top of the hall, so everything is poorly lit. Um, little specks, motes of dust float through the sunbeams. Um, the Baron is sitting on his chair, and Kel Greller, the knight, is standing just below him on the dais, chatting with him. Uh, as as you come in, they turn to face you and stop Other their conversation. Other than these two noblemen, the room is empty? Uh, there is a servant shuffling out some food. Okay. I step across the great halls the great hall and look to 
Lord Song expectantly. He, he points to the letter on the ground and says, This came from Thornwood. After your interesting revelations, I, I was worried about opening it. I take a look at the at the letter. Does the sigil match what was on my own? It does not. Hmm. What color wax is it? Green. Hmm. Um, before even reading this, actually, I guess I did kind of read the sigil hunt to match it to mine. Mm -hmm. Darn, I almost blew myself up. I, I cast the detect magic, which has no material component. So I guess I... I probably before even saying anything, I, mean, I probably nodded and said like mumbled my lord as I entered mm -hmm. the room. The first words are in the tongue of magic, and I chant and wave my hands and cast another detect magic. All right, the letter is not magical. However, both of Kelgreller's weapons, his sword and his dagger, are, and Baron Song's ring is. I think are things you already knew. I already knew that it's two magic. Kelgreller's got two magic weapons, and I, and I was the one that figured out the command word for Song's Ring of Levitation, something like that. Yes, um, telekinesis. Um, telekinesis. Yeah. Okay. Um, I say in common. Uh, uh, I trust that this this is safe. Would you open it then? Gladly. I take the... Oh, I should also mention Kel Greller's armor is magic. Ooh, His uh, steel chain mail. I should have noticed that, but I don't. But it wasn't. I don't remember it. So. Yeah, you might have noticed it before and then just forgotten it or something. What a badass! Um. So I unsheath my magically radiating dagger Carl and use it as a letter opener to break the seal and open the letter. I imagine magic items are kind of pretty when they're when you when you're detecting magic ores, right? Yeah. There's nice or kind of or purples or blues or grays surrounding them. Yeah. And I think I speed read it as I walk across the room to hand it to him. Um so I don't yeah. So I'll should I read it aloud? To... Sure. Yeah. Dear Baron Song. Oh, I should hold on. <clears throat> I just looked at who this is from. Dear Baron Song, <laughs> Lady Annabelle Redshield has attempted to murder Ark Randall. Not once, but twice. <clears throat> she was captured, but escaped with the help of corrupt guards. Her house has been stripped of lands and titles. And all members of her house are under. Whoa, shit. Oh, just. I spilled my drink. <clears throat> Excuse me. See to it that none of her house pass through your lands freely. There is a 10,000 GP bounty on Annabelle Redshield herself, Countess Nina Castilian. Wow. Sorry, I have a timer going off in the kitchen. I'll go get it. 10 seconds. <laughs> Dun dun dun. Boop boop boop. Boop boop boop. Got All a right. pot roast going in Back. there? 
by short ribs. Mmm. Sounds in the oven. Turn it off. Okay. And I have beer all over my pants. <laughs> yeah. Pants. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> legs. What legs? Uh, so the Lord takes it and reads it aloud before you and Kel Greller. Um, is, how, is his, how is his reading? Is he a literate man? Uh, yeah, he's quite literate. It, he reads it smoothly and thoroughly. Um, and muses to himself, hmm, most interesting. The real question is, did he read it with a an offensive lady voice? Like he I just did? did not read it in any sort of lady voice. Damn. Well, I got your back, chat. You get, you get the proper... Proper production value. Yeah. That a letter like that deserves. He puts the letter down on the small end table next to him. has a glass of wine on it. And says to you, I think it has served us well to write to the queen ahead of time. Undoubtedly she will hear of Annabelle Redshield's betrayals and our earlier assessment of her character will reflect well on us. Well done, Carl. Yeah, You are proving to be quite useful. It's almost worked out too well. I mean, I guess I've made quite the enemy of Annabelle Redshield, who is a level question mark, question mark, question mark wizard of unknown specialty. Yes. Secret wizards! Dun dun dun! 10,000 GP? Holy shit. Let's, let's catch that witch. Well, I'm kind of afraid of her. Um, let's see. Anything? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I'll mention. Uh, I, too, received a letter this morning uh, from Ramdal. Hmm? Do you tell? Um, I, I I pull it out and hand it to him. I don't think there's any significant information. That, actually, hold on a sec. I guess I'm probably... I mean, I've already told him I've got it. I'm already presenting it when I skim through it again to make sure if there's nothing I didn't want him to hear. <laughs> yes. Nothing, nothing significant. All right. He reads it over aloud again um, and looks to you quizzically and says, I thought you said you had already acquired the spells we needed. <clears throat> I I point to the um, to like the last like sentence of the of the letter. Like, did you see what happened to my spellbook in the explosion? And just ah, I wink or yeah, <laughs> he says and, and nods approvingly. And shove it into my pocket. Yeah, he gives you like a slow, approving nod with a little bit of a smile underneath, and says nothing more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a few moments pass, and he says, "Annabelle Redshield is worth ten thousand gold. Nice. That I is quite the prize. I task both of you, my two most loyal servants, with finding her." And bringing her here to me, so we can turn her in. The barony could use ten thousand gold. I look somewhat surprisedly to Kel Greller. What did you say his last name was? Sunderland. 
Kel Sun do I we have to retcon that his name is Kel Sunderland now? No, his name is Kel Greller Sunderland. What is be like Sir first name? Sir Dave. Sir Dave. Oh well, Sir Lancelot. Well, Lancelot was his first name. Really? Did he have a family name? Duloc of the Lake. Baptized as Galahad. Right? Wait, Lancelot and, uh, and Galahad are the same dude? I don't know. Okay, this is a question for another time. Different no, fantasy universe. Galahad is a different knight, but he was. Lancelot was baptized as Galahad. So they probably had like the same first name. They told each other apart by going. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Knights of the Round Table. Why doesn't the right Knights of the Round Table just have a list of the Knights of the Round Table? Wikipedia, you fail me. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, you can call them serfs by their first name as well. Kel first name is legit. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, hmm. uh, Baron Song, do you... Perhaps I'm being overly cautious, but do you recognize uh, the seal? On I like gesture to the broken green seal on Nina Castilian's letter. He looks at it and nods. It is a Castilian seal. Yeah. I nod. Do slowly. you suspect foul play? I have no reason to, but one can never be too careful. What, I what would it take to what would it? What would it take for one to forge such a such a letter as this? Is that something we need to be concerned of? I like the way you think. I shall write to Lady Castilian and include this letter in the package. I'll have my servant see to it that she reads it and confirms it was her message. One could never be too careful. In any way, in any case, we shall keep a vigilant eye out for any nobles traveling down the road. If you see anyone suspicious, anyone that looks like a member of House Redshield. Actually, now that you mention it, I came across two of her knights or, or henchmen mm. or whatever you'd call a mounted thug in armor. This uh, day? On the road. Yesterday. Uh, just a few miles east of Misty Rapids, some of the outlying villages. I they were they were chasing a woman. They claimed to be some petty thief. Uh, I shooed them off. Told them they had no power in this land. If I had known, if I had received this letter by a day earlier, I would have taken more extreme matters. But the woman is in Misty Rapids at the. At one of the ends. Hmm. He looks to Kel Greller. I continue says, unless... Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, the woman, Marjorie, claims she was hired to steal a ledger from um, the former lady, uh, Redshield. And was chased out of town by Redshield's guards. Hmm. She she didn't seem to know much about her employer, but 
I shrug. Do you believe her? I think I do. But it's worth keeping an eye on. This is a task I am up to. I doubt we will see any more of Lady Red Shield's men unless they come in force, however. Or as blades in the dark. Yes. Keep your friends close, Carl. And your enemies closer. See what you can find out about this woman. If her story rings true, it would be wonderful to find other enemies of the Red Shields. He gives you a wave, dismissing you. I stand up, uh, nod your baronship. Uh, I look to Kel Greller and I say, Kel, would you like to speak briefly on on our plan of attack, or shall we speak once we've made some headway? Uh, he stands for a moment. Not sure. A two-pronged approach. I like it. And I turned out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a chuckle from Baron Song and an angry stomping of Kel Greller as he walks away in a different direction. (laughs) All right. I don't know what to make of that, but I leave and grab my horse and head back to Misty Rapids. Okay. Uh, Right. You head back to Misty Rapids. What? Both the last two times I've been here, I've really been itching to know what's going on with that unicorn in the dungeon. <laughs> but I, I'm almost like I without, yeah, I'm I'm almost too afraid to ask or to look, unless it's because the dungeon is accessed from within the keep. Yes, so like Baron Song is like sitting next to the door to the dungeon. I mean, it's not like under his chair, um, <laughs> but it's yeah, he's like a hallway off from the main hall, right. Oh yeah. Okay. I will yeah retrieve my horse. Okay. Head back up to the gate. Um, as you are riding towards Misty Rapids, you see a horseman galloping past you, or galloping in your direction towards uh, the keep. Armed, armored. Uh, unarmored horseman, unarmed or armored. Um, and as I, he gallops towards you, I he yells. He yells, make way, make way, as he... Do I see any colors or sigils? Again, I'm not a herald, but I... No, he... he, he He's like peasant looking. Hmm. He's got dirty clothes, not very fancy, look like workman's clothes of sorts. Uh, Uh, Whatever. If he's he's riding for help, I'll be in Misty Rapids faster if I just leave now. Uh, I'm kind of sick of people telling me what to do. (laughs) <laughs> we have a day started, so I, I just ignore this message. Right, right. Rapids. Okay. Uh, you arrive at Mr. Rapids a very short while later. Is there anything in particular you were looking to do? I think I get my study time in now, or as much of it as I can. Okay. So what time of day is it when I return? Um, Before noon. Late. It's late morning. Okay. Yeah, so I study for a few hours, and then oh. I think I'll take like a break. And try and so hold on, we, we don't get that far. 
Okay. There, you are interrupted. So I, I go back to my house and I said, is it still raining? No, the sun has come out. It's bright and shiny and beautiful. Okay. Um, you are interrupted during your studies, just as you've like really gotten into it. You've gotten past that initial like cracking open your books and getting into the mood to study. Now you're like <laughs> enveloping yourself in these texts when uh, there is a pounding on your door and Kel Greller's deep voice echoes from outside. Carl! The Knolls, they're back! Oh, fucking hell. I get up, grab my staff, like, tighten, I don't know, like, attach my belt. Maybe I undid it or something to mm-hmm. study. Uh, did I gain HP last night? Was there any action yesterday? There was... I did declare that I went to the surgeon, or went to the doctor. Yeah, you, you could HP last night. But if I had a... I, I don't think I got into any fights yesterday, You right? didn't get into any fights, no. Yeah, um, so I should be at, I'm at eight out of fifteen, up from five. Uh, you didn't get complete bed rest though. Oh, okay. So I it's, it's okay, two, so just one HP or just two HP? Yeah, two because you got a doctor watching over you. Okay, so I'm at seven out of fifteen. Yeah. Okay. All right. I open the door. Is Greller there? Or is he already? He's already there? mounted on his horse, waiting for you impatiently. Uh, you can see his face twitching. The knolls. Where were they spotted? I'm like running past him. West to the yard to go to the stables. West, uh, a mile and a half from here. Smoke was seen. Riders from nearby villages left. Or a rider uh, from a nearby village left. West, how many miles? Five leagues. How the fuck many miles is five leagues? It's like on two miles. Yeah, on horseback. All right. Um, oh, nice. Whoa, no, not five leagues. Uh, one league. Okay. So Three quarters cool. of a league. Leagues are longer than miles, apparently. All right. I'm, like, running across the yard to the stables to grab my horse. Um, okay. Or I guess down the street. I'm like, I, like, turn around over my shoulder as I'm running. I'm like, you can get a head start. I'll catch you once I'm mounted. Okay. He heads westward on horseback quite quickly all right i mount up and i don't have feather fall i could reduce myself to ride faster but i think a, a riding horse at two-thirds movement is moving at movement rate 16 right yes and a riding horse has 24 base yes yeah. 16 he probably moves at 18 on a heavy war horse or is it 15 um i think a heavy war horse is 12 no. Yeah. But anyway, I think even slightly encumbered, I can probably just gallop to catch him or something like that and get him on the road before we... Horse. Heavy war horse is... Oh, you're right. 15. Okay. So I am one movement faster even even if I don't do any tricks. Right. Okay. So I should be able to catch him on the road before we get to the scene of said crime. Okay, so you you do catch up with them on the road. Yeah, I ride them down. Are there peasants like fleeing in the opposite direction, or is it not that extreme of a? Um, you don't see it at first, but as you pass a few villages, you see large groups of peasants um, are banded together with whatever tools or weapons they can find. Um, they give shouts and cries as you ride past, and you see in the distance smoke rising from presumably a village. The way is quite clear. 
where you must be going. That is not the word. Um, the two of you come riding into this village, or riding in towards this village. You get to the point where you can start making out houses off in the at the edge of your view. Um, quite a bit of smoke is pouring from multiple buildings that are inflamed. You see um, uh, fences have been in? broken. I'm, I'm looking to for tactical advice. Are we like riding at full gallop or are we slowing down? And... This is where you've kind of slowed down to get the lay of the land. You've come to a, a slight rise in the road and you get a, a view. The village is a little bit downhill from here and about a mile away at this point. Um, not even a mile, like three quarters of a mile. You've got a fairly clear view to it. You see the collection of houses and buildings numbering maybe two dozen, uh, of which no, uh, they're numbering two dozen, of which three or four are on fire. You can't quite get a good view. You don't see any people about, but you do see some damaged fences and scattered livestock, as well as dead livestock um, lying about. They just killed the livestock and left them here? Some of them. There's a couple of cows that are just pitched over. Unless they're just having a nap on their sides in the middle of the day. Souls. Souls. I think. Feeling the sudden warmth from my, mm -hmm. my fully charged amulet. Well, almost fully charged amulet. All right. Greller looks Catching to you. Reins in one hand, quarterstaff in the other. I, yeah, I, he looks Greller. to you and says, are you prepared, wizard? This is not I, some matter of academics I am you could always, die i am always prepared <clears throat> i cough and like clutch my bruised up ribs <laughs> but i i'm a little wary so let's let's not get surrounded okay prepare your fireballs <laughs> i laugh uh and he fireballs. takes point and rides into the village I ride in close on his heels. Okay. Uh, the village is burning. Lots of buildings are on fire. The fire is clearly spreading from one to another. Uh, as you come from, as you move to get into a spot where you can actually come into the village, the view of the center of camp or center of the village comes into view. And you see the people have all been gathered up and are surrounded by a bunch of gnolls. They number in the low 20s, maybe mid-20s. The gnolls are the people. The gnolls. The people are much more numerous, uh, but slowly falling apart. It looks like all the people have been stacked in a horizontal line, and there is a knoll at the end of the line picking up his axe and swinging and decapitates a person. You've been listening to way too much hardcore history. <laughs> like... Mongolian execution style. Uh, well, Mongolians would they would each get a set number of people and be okay. responsible for killing them. This is more like a line, and and they're practicing swinging. You know, you watch another person, another knoll come up and take a swing, and it gets stuck in the guy's neck partway, and the guy, you can't hear anything from the distance, but you can see the person's clearly twitching as his body spasms out, and the knoll wrenches his axe out. Uh, another person steps so, up to the little box. Magic Missile is sight range, right? No, I thought it was. It's not actually. It is Magic Missile. It is 60 yards plus 10 yards per level. 
So that is a hundred. Oh, but it's plus five levels if I use the amulet. Right. So five plus five is ten. One hundred and sixty yards. That's that's pretty nice. It's pretty good. All right. So let me know when we get in one hundred and sixty yards. Um, All right. Well, as you guys get a little bit closer and a little um, bit closer, the the decapitations and executions stop as you are pointed out to the head knoll. Are we coming in from atop a hill, or are we now... No, it's pretty flat terrain here. You're basically coming in along this path. There's fences and um, pasture land on either side of you, and maybe half a mile in front of you, a quarter of a mile at this point in front of you, is the the first set of buildings that make the, the village square. It looks like all the people together have built their houses all adjacent to each other, and then the farmland sprawls in a circle around that. Um, pretty common village structure here. And it looks like everyone's been gathered in the center of town. As I said before, you see roughly 20-ish knolls, of which there is clearly a larger, bigger, meaner-looking knoll. In fact, there's a whole bunch of knolls that are a little bit bigger. It looks like you've got you know, a bunch of standard everyday knolls and then kind of like a, a steroid group, um, of which one of them is a half a head taller than the others. About how many larger knolls did you say? It looks like eight. Eight big knolls, 12 regular knolls. Mm-hmm. Ish. This could get dicey. Um, all right. Um, I think we approach... I might even pull ahead of Kelgreller for a second. I mean, I am faster than him. Like, I'm feeling a sense of urgency. Does he... Is he just casually approaching at his... He's... Crotch? He's not... Yeah, he's trotting in. He doesn't seem to be too urgent about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think I'll probably pull ahead of him. So I won't slow my horse down to like matches. I'll like let it go at its natural movement mm -hmm. and pull slightly ahead. I don't know how we could calculate how many rounds out I am, but it'll probably add like a couple of a couple tens of yards. Right. Yeah. But I'll probably stop as soon as I hit 160 yards and rain down my missiles. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Um, why don't we take our break right here and we'll come into the village on the other side of our break. See you guys in a moment. Bye-bye. Cliffhanger. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. You approach. You got a mouthful of meat. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> for initiative or surprise? I assume everyone sees everyone right like yeah everyone sees everyone uh, 160 yards is about a tenth of a mile I'm sorry yeah yeah just shy of a tenth of a mile it's 0.09 miles mm-hmm. um, and it is you can run your movement rate or you can move your movement rate in tens of yards per round yeah so there's still a couple of minutes like if they were to run straight to me they it would take them more than a it minute. would take them around to get most of the way and then they could do a half move and attack yeah yeah um so as you approach the head knoll walks forward <clears throat> when you're almost within range Pun intended, is this the one with the axe that was chopping heads off or? uh no actually other knolls were chopping heads off it looked like these smaller knolls were doing the head chopping uh, the, the, the normal need, sized knolls. need to work out Yes. If they chop a few more heads off, they'll mm-hmm. be able to build some more muscles. And 
I, I would also like to reinforce here, when we say the smaller gnolls, the smaller gnolls are seven and a half feet tall. The smaller gnolls are like shack-sized creatures. They're not, they're not small creatures. They are big, heavy, furry monsters with large, pointed dog-like ears coming up and big two-handed axes on poles. Like, the smaller gnolls are terrifyingly large and dangerous. The big gnolls are like eight and a half feet tall, or the big gnoll is like eight and a half feet tall. The other others, the other big ones are like eight feet tall. They're, these are huge, monstrous beasts. The eight and a half foot knoll stands before you in the village down the road, just over a tenth of a mile. Raises his axe and gives a yell. And I tr- think I timed that yell with a clutch of the amulet and a five fingered pew, 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 magic missile. Uh, I send three at the leader and two to. Two gnolls within ten feet of him. Okay. Hopefully those are gnolls actively beheading, but if those are two No, the, the beheadings seem to have stopped, and as he gives his yell, as your missiles streak towards him, a bunch of the smaller gnolls break towards you and Kel Greller. Uh, but you so get I'd your... Like, you I imagine I've, I've stopped and I like turn my horse like majestically 90 degrees. Um, <laughs> and I... I, I, I yeah. Yeah. Give me I your... My, my fingers out. Yeah, so here's the three at the leader. 3d4 <laughs> plus three. Not that impressive. No, it is not. Um, and then you said one at two separate gnolls? Five to one, four to another. Oh my god. Oh my god, weakest gnolls in the world, they both die. Were those some that were beheading? The yes. gnolls that were beheading, perhaps? Yes. All right. And I stand my ground looking majestic. I've got a horse riding proficiency, so I have the horse probably <laughs> rears up on its hind legs as hopefully Kel Geller, Greller breaks into a charge past me. Yes, but we got to roll initiative. Um, okay. Should I'll I roll have... as well, or was that my round? No, no. That was a pre-round. So you roll initiative, I'll roll Greller's initiative, and the gnolls get their own initiative. Actually, you and Greller go on the same time. Should I, um, roll, gr- should I roll group initiative? Yes, us? just roll group initiative. Too many nine. Not very good. The gnolls break towards you guys. Uh, about six of them, or six of them, come running down the road at you, pole axes in hand. Kelgreller breaks his horse into a gallop, charging past you, sword in one hand, dagger in the other, and makes some attacks as he tries to charge it, down the road. Did I hear gnolls, running? Galloping. No, 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 no. Alright. Kel Greller's broadsword, known as Bellum's Whisker, whistles above the head of one of the gnolls, while his dagger... Ah. While his dagger sinks deeply into the neck of one of the gnolls coming at him. Um, For two points of damage. Not a super wonderful dagger. I wish I had like a sling or something. That would be a much more useful ranged weapon. Alright. Um, I um, think I ride in turn. after him, actually. Into sure. Ish. I want to like stay behind him. 
but still swipe at gnolls with my quarterstaff from horseback. All right, well, so he's charged in, and kind of the gnolls in front of him had to leap out of the way to avoid yeah. being overrun so by I his was horse. behind him, and then, like, he, like, just dove right in there, so I would, like, slow down and maybe, like, do a circle with my one extra movement mm-hmm. before, like, following in his wake and maybe, like, smacking at the gnolls that have, like, turned to mm-hmm. face his horse's butt, or maybe they're facing me. But anyways, I'll make an attack roll. Attack make roll. it. I'm not charging. Can I still close? Yes. Yes, seconds, yeah. Uh, D20 plus one, plus two, because I'm on a horse. Yes. Uh, I think that's it. Eight. Oof, swing and a miss. And and we roll initiative yeah. for next round. If I, on horseback, it's your horse that provokes opportunity attacks, right? Yes. Does rider provoke opportunity attacks from doing drive-bys? No. Yes? No. Yes, you can make an opportunity attack at either the rider or the horse. Okay. Uh, oh, I know what I... Okay, I'm definitely doing a color spray this round into the fray. Give me an initiative. Yeah. Six. Oh, you just barely beat them. Kelgreller takes Bellum's whisker, his broadsword, and How slashes. What's the battle like? Is it just like a, a mess of gnolls, or is it? It is a mess of gnolls. Six of them came at you. Three on one side of the road. Three on the other side. Kelgreller's kind of in the middle of them. Two in front of him, two on his sides, and then the two that are behind him are also in front of you, if that makes sense. Um, and the remaining gnolls are back in the village watching how, how it descends. Um, anyway, Bellum's whisker whistles into one of the gnolls. How much does broadsword damage do? 2d4 against medium. Uh, do you know against large? Gnolls are size large. They are? Yes. I don't know versus large. I think it's like d6 plus 1. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Right. PHP's on the other side of the room, and I still got this. Um, He does 8 damage with Bellum's Whisker and finishes off the Null he hit last round. Yeah, I'd like to position myself for a crowd of gnolls. Are they interspersed with the people at all, or are the people on the other side of the gnolls? The, pe- the gnolls came out to meet you, so you've got like this buffer of six gnolls before you can get eaten to the village. Sweet. Well, he I turn... stabbed. Hold on. He also stabs with his dagger and damages another gnoll. Right. I turn perpendicularly to Kelgreller, mm-hmm. uh, pulling out a fistful of colored sand, casting a color spray. Conjuring a vivid fan-shaped spray of clashing colors. How many creatures does it affect? That is is Twitch chat. That is not a roll 20 window. (laughs) Fortunately, slash R is not a recognized command. Uh, Five gnolls. Ooh, they Uh, don't get saving throws, do they? uh, All creatures above the level of the wizard, unless they are six hit die or more, they are struck unconscious for 2d4 rounds. Okay, and are we sure this doesn't hit his horse or him? Uh, it is increasing distance from the caster. So I try to aim it so that it's like into a group of no. That's why I said perpendicular to Greller. So like I, yeah, does that make sense? Um, we don't have a battle map or anything, but like I figure I follow Greller in and then like rotate so mm-hmm. that I cast the color spray. Okay, so you you couldn't hit all the gnolls then. You could hit. Can't hit five. Because he's got he's got them on either side of him. So there's if he's facing forward, he's got one on his left, one on his right. There was there's one on his front left, the one on his front right is dead, and then one on his back right and back left. So he Can I had ride next to him to cast it. Yeah, you could hit three. Easy peasy, but 
Can we get some X's on a piece of paper? Is that too much sure? No, let's get an, some X's on a piece of paper. It's a good idea. Because I feel like with twenty nulls, well, eighteen nulls, I would, I'd like to hit all five. Um, here, let's go to the top of the amulet of Malchus. Malchus. So we have so Greller, and we have Carl, and then we have Noel, 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 Noel. Noel, Noel. Except this one's dead, and you guys are on this road. And where are the other twelve Noels? Like a hundred yards to the north. Oh, oh. Yeah, the six came out from the rest of the fray to to fight you. I did not know that. Might have been wise to save my color spray. Okay. In any case, I will blast uh, these three here. Yeah. Easy peasy. You hit them, and they immediately fall to the ground, unconscious. And I guess we... Oh, they the other the two gnolls go. Right. Uh, before Greller gets his second attack. Um, they swing their axes at Greller, clattering off his armor to no effect. He gets his second attack with his broadsword, which whistles above their heads. Um, and the gnolls begin to fall back kind of you know strategically walking backwards um greller pushes forward they don't get an actual withdrawal or make any significant progress when there is a barking from the other gnolls and this time seven of the larger heavier duty gnolls step forward and make their way towards you um initiative roll it takes a full round to charge the amulet, correct? Yes, but you can charge it as many times as you'd like in a full round. So you could put like three charges in if you needed in a round. As long as they're the same type. And it takes a full round to cast a spell. We'll see. Um, Sorry, it's going to take me a second. I don't have a whole... That's pretty much my combat usefulness. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out a good action. Um, it doesn't... It'll take me a couple of rounds to charge the amulet and throw off another round of magic missiles. And reduce a single null. What's the range on that? Reduce... Uh, five rounds. Five, five yards per level, so... F- 25 yards. Yeah. Um... Cool. That's what I'll do. The leader is still intact? The leader is intact. He's wounded from your missile blast, but he's about 100 yards out right now. Okay. Uh, So I will be casting a reduce. Whoops, sorry. That's fine. Uh, Seven. For your initiative? Yeah. Uh, You beat them by one. How far away? You said they're 100 yards out? There's 100 yards out. The two gnolls that were already in the fray are Mm. backing up um, slowly while seven heavier duty gnolls with stronger-looking armor step forward. Seven. Not the leader. Not the leader. The leader still remains okay. back. They're uh, they're approaching us? All right, so yes. I'm going to pull out my iron powder, prepare to cast my reduced spell on the gnoll. I want to wait. I mean, I, I can't cast it because they're not within range, so I'll, like, if I can, like, time it so that I cast mm-hmm. it as soon as they come within range mm-hmm. on one of the seven. Okay. Um, and Kelgreller probably chops these portals to bits. 
Hopefully. Alright. Uh, Kelgreller gives a, a giddy-up to his horse and attempts to overrun whatever's in front of him. Those gnolls dive out of the way from the horse as he charges towards the heavy-duty gnolls coming towards him. They go to set their pole arms, but do not get it in time. He crashes. Again, he's charging the heavy gnolls? Yes. He crashes <laughs> into their ranks with a sweep of his sword. That is a plus two for charging. Is a hit. That high ground advantage. Although he doesn't really have much of a high ground effect against the gnolls. I, I guess it still works. Um, he hits the first knoll for five points of damage. Uh, um, okay. Alright. Okay, you're... 25, so that sort of fucks up my spell, doesn't it? So now the gnolls aren't going to close... Like, can I... How, I can do a half move or something and cast a spell? Mm -hmm. Or like a gentle horse move? So I can move 75 yards and mm -hmm. cast a spell. Okay. How many yards can I move and cast a spell, actually? Half. Like uh, to... You're on horseback, so I think... I would think... like to move, pause long enough to cast like a one my one casting time spell. I mean, obviously I'm like doing the preparation as I... You know, you're on horseback, so it doesn't take nearly the same amount of effort to do things. You can move your full movement rate and still act on horseback. Okay. I'm going to rule. Okay. So I'll do like a loop, and like with a pause at the apex, if that makes sense. Like within mm -hmm. 25 yards to cast my reduce. Yeah. And then loop back to the three unconscious gnolls. Um, he gets a saving throw versus spell as I hurl a pinch of powdered iron 25 yards i don't think i throw the iron the whole 25 yards i sprinkle some powdered iron as i mutter my curse it vanishes into the air before you as it falls to the ground the knoll that you point at shrinks 50 percent inside from eight feet to four feet you just uh, the other knolls hold back a little bit afraid of what's just happened to them but the ones in front still slash with their axes at Kelgreller. Okay. So I'm parking my horse in front of the three unconscious gnolls. Like they, they pass that in a line, right? Yes. We've got the. Right. Greller's armor class is 17. One of the gnolls scratches him for. Some damage. Ooh, not a lot. Greller takes... How much damage do these gnolls do? Um, D8 plus 2. Well, I rolled the wrong die. Greller takes 3 points of damage. Hey, that's that's nothing to scoff at. I only have 7 HP right now. Yeah. Um, and the, the shrunken one, I am pretty sure, is going to fail his morale check right here. But we got to double check. The shrunken knoll flips out, drops his weapon, and breaks for a field. The three others that haven't been shrunken and didn't get an attack uh, of them, one advances forward, pushing past Kelgreller to chase after you, but you kind of did a, an arc, right? 
so he doesn't quite make it to you, while the other two look warily back at their leader, who barks orders and yells, you know, because he's saliva dripping from his mouth with the ferocity of his orders. Um, give me an initiative roll. Yeah. I dismount from my horse on with the horse between me and the action. Does that make sense? So yes. my, I will be somewhat concealed. Yes. A two. You go first. How many gnolls can I auto-kill in a, in a round? Or auto-attack? Um, I would say one. One around. As many attacks as you get per round. No. Okay. In that case, yeah. I, will just be, I will just be harvesting souls one at a time for the next couple of rounds. Hopefully they don't wake up before it's done. So hopefully, partially obscured by this horse, I pull out my dagger, uh, remove the amulet from my neck, and uh -huh. go from unconscious knoll to unconscious knoll, uh, cutting a hole in its belly and Absorbing the souls, absorbing soul and game. then expending them to gain stats. Yeah, does that take a... So is that two rounds to do... I've got a sore soul expense. No, you find as you try to absorb directly from the knoll into you, it flows right through you, bypassing the amulet altogether. So I can do one, one you can, round. Yeah, you can do a, a one round. Right. And I assume you rolled the 2d4 in the secret. This would uh, be round two. Yes. So there's a possibility that the other two will wake up next round. Yes. Okay, but I gain one point of stats back. Yes. Um, cool. All right. I'm not, yeah. Greller speed, takes... Speed is my main concern, so if someone were to glance over to me, it probably looks pretty twisted. May I mean, I'm putting the gnolls out of their misery, right? Sure, have, sure. Something like that. Uh, Greller takes a slash with his broadsword missing, and his dagger flashes out, catching a knoll in the ear, but doing no permanent damage. The three gnolls before him attack him again. One of them criticals Kelgreller. Uh oh. Uh, for what is that? Six points of damage, which is more than he'd like, but not all that bad for a crit. And he passes his saving throw versus death. Good. I can't um, have Kelgreller getting beheaded. <laughs> that would that would not reflect no well on me. You notice the one knoll as you kind of look up from your work, the first soul harvested, your arms bloody. You see that first brutish knoll, that bigger one that ran past Greller, has gathered the two other guys that Greller rode past and have been mm -hmm. kind of halfway between the two of you, okay. and has rallied them, and that group of three is moving in your direction. They don't get here this round, but they're coming towards you. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other two that were fighting Greller come up to either side of him as well and continue attack. One more hit on Greller. Greller shouts out, Wizard! Assist me! As he takes another six points of damage. Um, and he gets a second attack with his broadsword, which is a hit. And is... is enough to no barely not enough to wipe another knoll um, badly enough to injure a knoll who stumbles backwards towards the main party alright wait Greller went again oh did he have second attack second attack yeah. okay. initiative. Right, initiative for the next round alright I am casting a blink 
And I would, if possible, I'd also like to slap my horse on the ass while I, before I cast it, and like spook it into a charge, hopefully. Sure. But, uh, but isn't your horse going horizontal against the road? You're right. So, and like aiming it would take an action. It would take time. Yeah, you'd have to get up and turn the horse and yada, yada, yada. I'm definitely casting blink. Do we go first or do we go second? Uh, I, would you roll four? Oh yeah, you go first. Can you roll me a two d eight for the timing of your blink? Uh, do, do, it does one. Oh no, you're right. Round? No, it's you. You're, next round, right? I'm yeah, I'm crazy. Um, yeah. blink Spell goes off, and I can't do anything with the horse. I can. I should be able to. Can I move a horse? And you could mount a horse. I'm, I'm dismounted. Right. I can mount. You could mount. But I'm about to blink. I wouldn't mount. I, what, what I want to do is ch uh, head towards Greller to give him some backup. Okay. Um, I was hoping I could send the horse in first as like a char freaked out charging distraction. Mm -hmm. But if that seems unfeasible or like too much time, I'm going to try and juke past the knolls that are coming towards me and get to Greller, leaving my horse behind. Okay. Um, Greller takes a swing, so calling again I for his wizard to help him. Um, both of his weapons miss. Yeah. So I think I'd like jump out. I try to like, I don't know if surprise is the right word, but I try, I'm trying to juke the knoll so that I can push past them. I mean, I go first, so I should, but I only get a half move. Yeah. Get a so I'm going to try and like, yeah, I jump out from like the partial concealment. I mean, like from a crouching behind mm -hmm. the horse and yeah, take off, take off running. Okay. Down the road or through the pastures on either side? Yeah. I'd take cover if I can do like a roundabout route. Okay. You yeah. leap a fence. Um, and try to try to like go out of sight if I can. Like even no, the, the the fences are not thick enough to block line of sight. They're just you know mm -hmm. barriers to keep animals in. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. Okay. Don't know how quick gnolls are. But... Uh, a little slower than humans, despite okay. their stature. But with a half move, they should. But they can't get to me and attack. They can maybe get to me mm -hmm. if they chase me into the field. Okay, so you kind of juke well out into the field into the side. Uh, not well out, but I jump a fence. And right. so they'll have to pursue and like run off at a diagonal. Right. right? Yeah. So I can close with Calgreller next round, but I take, yeah. Okay. But they'll have to act. All right. Those three come chasing after you. Actually, two of the three chase after you. The big brutish one and one of the normal gnolls comes after you. The other remaining gnoll goes towards your horse. Um, Greller gets attacks against him. Miss, miss, hit. How does... Looking like he's, doing. he's not looking too great, actually. Um, he takes another five points of damage, and you can hear the the confident the confidence that used to be in his voice that like assured I will destroy anything in my path is gone, and his cries of "Wizard to my help" is "Wizard, help, help!" <sighs> Initiative, or does he have? He doesn't have attacks at the end of the round, does he? Um, he does not, but there's still two more gnolls, but they clattered their weapons against his shining magic steel armor. Do the two gnolls, do they run all the way to me? They can if they want to, or are they... Um, yes, they do get to you. Okay. Uh, right, uh, I'll roll it. Do you want to roll for Greller, or should I roll for Greller? Because I will now be separate. What you? Oh, your blinking is separate? Ooh. Yeah. Greller's slow. Greller. I'm almost as slow. Yikes. I draw a quarterstaff and swing it menacingly as best I can. I mean, I'm not, I'm like twirling it in a martial fashion at the knolls that are in front of me. Are you going after the 
I'm ne blink? no, I wasn't trying to beat my blink, so okay. I will be going at nine. So the null is probably beat me. So you actually go nine plus. No. So your blink goes at nine, and then you go. I can go with my blink if I want to. But doesn't that mean right. you? No. If you wait for with your the... blink, don't you go at the end of the round? Each round, the spell is in effect. The wizard rolls 2d8 to determine the timing of the blink. The result of the dice roll is used as the wizard's initiative for that round. Oh. Uh, you can... Hold on. It's later in the spell. If the spellcaster holds off his attack until after the blink, the 2d8 delay... Okay, until the blink is added to his normal d10 initiative. Or the caster can try and get it off before. Okay, so I guess I'm... You're going at 19? I'm go No, I'm going at... Oh yeah, nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do the gnolls beat nine? They the gnolls are nine. So I blink as they're going. So, so they get their they attacks. Attack they get their attacks against you. Bastards. Yes. That's not good. Actually. Armor class for you is ten. Ten. One of the gnolls hits you. The other misses. It's the big gnoll that hits you. His axe, pole axe, sinks into you for eight points of damage. I go down. You Can go down. Are... You're unconscious. Can we argue the timing of the blink? Yeah, I only have seven life. Um, let me. Do you have seven life max? No, I have fifteen life max. Okay. Oh, that's right. You're wounded. The day before yesterday. Can you Hold figure out something about the timing of the blink? Yeah, the wizard disappears and instantly reappears ten feet. Blah blah blah. Blink and Only by opponents who win initiative. He didn't ah. win. Tied. He tied. Are able to strike both locations at once. No, no, he tied. All right. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so I blink as he swings where I just was. Good good lawyering. Good lawyering there, Ryan. And I see if with my 19 supernatural genius dimensionalist intelligence, I see an alternate timeline where I just died. And yes, I, I am not suddenly not in that timeline. Yes, I am. Parallel universes got very close for a moment. Yeah. Uh, so you're back. You're... I really, I need, I, I, I need some displacer beast hide. Is what I need. Maybe an armor spell. Four is yeah, directly behind. Yeah, so the poleaxe like comes whirling in an arc. It probably and like as I like blink, it probably like the end of the arc just like curves right in front of where I. Am as I am. you're phasing out of reality, because he could almost hit both. Look, if he had a three reach weapon, if he had like a long spear or something like a pike, yes, he, he probably could have attack me even though i blinked but not it all right greller continues to cry as he charges pushes his horse back in a retreating fashion um he makes his attacks natural one oh. fails the saving throw he greller. drops greller. his dagger which tumbles to the ground mm -hmm. um his bastard his broadsword crits crits hard against one of these gnolls. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 damage. Um, and the gnoll passes its saving throw versus death. The gnoll takes 11 and slumps to the ground, not quite dead. Um, I go. You go. What do After you do? literal brush with death, I take off running. I'm no longer in reach of this yep. knoll, right? 10 feet is yep. me out of reach. I do have an attack. But if I, I don't have, so I, I run, I'm running to Greller. If there is a knoll within melee reach of him, I'll attack it with the quarterstaff. There is. Okay. So I run to his side. 
Um, I want to shout at the gnolls on the way. I don't think it really matters what I say. I don't even know how many of them speak common. What do you... I'm, okay. You're shouting uh, to get their attention? Yeah, just like vague threats. Okay. Flee, um, you filthy dogmen. I'll turn you all into newts. Give me your roll to hit. No. No. Please. Swing and a miss. Um, um, what's the... Just out of curiosity slash amusement, what is the three and a half foot tall mole doing? Or maybe he's like four feet tall? <laughs> you have <laughs> lost sight of him. <laughs> but in the alternate world where you can see him... The mini knoll has backed up to where the others are and has been put to death by the head knoll. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. All right. No. Um, initiative. I am going to try and... I made all of his attacks. Okay. Yeah. I will try to beat the blink. Okay. Right? Then I'm using a D10 with Greller instead of the 2D8. Is that how it works? Yes. I'm using the amulet, by the way. All right. So I am by Greller's side, whirling my quarterstaff, shouting insults at the gnolls. And what are you doing with the amulet? Your mother, your mother was a half orc. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast invisibility with the amulet. Yeah, but didn't, didn't, do we beat the gnolls? So I have a question here. If mm -hmm. you include weapon speed in, if you're not doing group initiative, blink is significantly more useful because these gnolls would then roll d10 plus weapon speed. If they're doing group initiative, they're only rolling a d10, which makes Blink significantly less effective. This is true. Um, yeah, I mean, so this so the spell is more or less powerful depending on whether which optional initiative rule you're using. Which doesn't seem fair. I mean, there may be a way to rebalance the spell. Um, I, I wonder which which initiative rule the whatever wizard of the coast designed the spell. It's got to be for weapon initiative, because otherwise 2d8 is an average of 9 on yeah. a roll, which means that, you know, you're only beating people 1 out of 10 times. Yeah, so in this, if we're doing group initiative, it's better to try and beat your blink. If you're not using group initiative, it depends on your It weapon. seems unfair. I think if we're going to do group initiative, then you should roll 1d8 for your blink. That makes sense to me. That That makes sense to me, too. Should we Why do don't that you... next round or take the six? Let, no, let's just re... Uh, yeah, let's just take the six then. Okay. Okay. Uh, Noel initiative is seven. seven. You guys are five? Five, six, seven. Hey, look at that. Sweet. Um, so I, I'm shouting insults as I pull out my amulet and boop, disappear. You vanish before the Noel's. Um, Greller as well. Greller, you hear him shouting curses. Damn you, Carl! Damn you to hell! Uh, as he pushes his horse back down the road, he came up um, in a retreating fashion. Yeah. Um, that gives some gnolls attacks of opportunity against him. Miss, miss... Or the horse. Uh, Greller's armor class. Miss, miss, miss! Just barely a miss on that last one. It, it clatters against the back of his armor, sending sparks everywhere. Um, his horse pushes down the road away from you and kind of leaves you in the pit of gnolls, more or less. Do any of them swipe wildly at the air, or are they too yeah. baffled to... Uh, they do swipe wildly at the air, but I assume you But I would moved. have moved before yeah. the yeah, yeah. I move, And I'm actually moving towards the... Uh... The dropped dagger. The dropped magic dagger. That's not there. Anul picked it up. You don't know what happened to it, but it's not there. 
Can I see if a null picked if a null picked it up? I want to go to that null. If it like teleported back into Kogrillers, give me a perception check. Uh, perception is twelve. Oops, I'm not. I've been forgetting to roll as Georg. D twenty plus twelve. Nope. No, you have no idea where the dagger went. Damn. Uh, I don't know what I do. We'll see you next round. I. Uh, I guess I run back towards my horse. Uh, are the gnolls? Is the knoll harassing it? Are the other gnolls conscious yet? Uh, the knoll has killed your horse. The fact, <laughs> motherfucker! I blink randomly ahead of myself. No, no, uh, not ahead of myself. Six. As you retreat left. down the road, as I retreat down, I'm an invisibly retreat right. down the road. I blink to my left. Um, is uh, is Greller like gone? I guess he... Uh, he's galloping off. down the road. You don't know how long he's going to keep going. He might gallop all the way back to Misty Rapids. Yeah, I'm um, like I'm running after him while invisible. Okay. Um, are he, the gnolls conscious or unconscious? Uh, oh, God, I haven't been keeping track. It's been two more rounds yeah, since so we last been... talked about it. They're still unconscious. Okay. Um, you hear the surviving gnolls giving shouts and cheers as they clatter their weapons together and beat against their breasts with you know, pull axes. Okay. Uh, initiative, um, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Greller and I go at three. My blink is at seven. Um, so I return to this, to my dead horse okay. and two unconscious gnolls. And is, there, um, is the conscious gnoll still, is the big gnoll still standing next to the horse or is he? It was one of the normal sized gnolls next to the horse. Actually, Greller is galloping past him on this round and makes attack with, as you see, both his weapons that are in his hands as he rides past. Cool. Um, turning or something. Two. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He hits with the sword. Or seven damage and lops the gnoll's head from its shoulders the one that was had was just finished like wrenching his axe out of your horse's throat um, lops that gnoll's head off as he rides down the road um, I run to this two unconscious gnolls uh, stand over them and turn back how far is the closest gnoll to the scene of the horse murder. Um, all the gnolls are kind of well away from you now. They're about a hundred yards. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, they're about yeah, they're about hundred yards back from you. Um, they're all shouting and cheering and raising their weapons. Even the gnolls on the inside right. that you can I barely see. I stop to charge my amulet at the unconscious gnolls, uh, turning. I think turning, turning the face visible of the gnolls yeah. and shouting. Yeah, turning visible. So I I need to draw my blood onto the amulet to do it. Yes. So I like turn to the gnolls and make as if I'm casting a curse. I'm like. So I come visible as I slice my wrist and I... Sh I sh oh, you're, wait, you're char I thought you were charging the amulet with a knoll. Uh, no, I want to charge the spells first, and then I may have to wrestle with groggy gnolls okay. to steal their souls. Okay. But as I'm charging the amulet at that initiative three, so as Gre Greller beheads the knoll, I like rush up there and turn back, and I... Sh a pox upon ye! The amulet glows red as the gems fill up. Uh, Malchus will take all of your souls as I charge one magic missile and one invisibility. Greller pauses his horse, rears it up, you know, oh, breaking the gallop. Out of a little out of control there, huh? 
Yeah. I, uh, the the gallop breaks. He turns to round to face you, and yells, "Wizard!" Yeah, I'm like the. I mean, he's yeah. he's now he's, he's now like, the one retreating. I'm he, I'm between him and the Knolls yes. doing this epic like blood magic. <laughs> uh, he's thirty yards away from you. The Knolls stop their cheering as you appear out of thin air, and the how many of them are left? That one's dead. Those two are badly I wounded. Think. For the four large knolls that remain, uh, start running towards you in like a, a sprint. Shit! 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 shit. <laughs> um, I blink at the uh, at initiative seven. Uh, they can, can they charge? They could charge me if they wanted to. If they if they beat the blink, like do they charge? They do charge. Um, right? Because I am. Oh no! A hundred yards. They can't charge. Right? They can move their full movement. Or can they move double their movement on it? No, they move uh, move one hundred and fifty percent your movement actually. So they might actually be able to reach me if they have a re if they react fast enough. Do they get? Like, yeah, a I don't think they quite. Like, I, I think there's probably a pause and a huh, what, and then a yell and then they come. So I don't think they so can I make think it we to you this just round. Re just roll initiative. Yeah. Um, next round. So you blink. Fuck. <laughs> I blinked at one though. So okay. I'm like, I, I disappear. Oh, they rolled a one too. Are you, but it's that simultaneous. But so simultaneous. I as right. they maybe close where I just was. Right. Um, the gnolls uh, charge at you weapons overhead in a blood curdling yell. Greller shouts for you to get on his horse. Did the, un does he, um, are the unconscious gnolls conscious yet? I mean that. Yes, the one that's kind of just. Where, where did you blink? Forward into your left. Uh, I didn't actually roll. That was the blink timing. Okay. Blink seven. I think that's actually forward into my left. Oh, so left you ahead, left ahead. Do you blink onto the other side of the charging gnolls? Wait. No, for yeah, forward into the left. Yeah, I blink yeah. like past them as they're charging. Maybe like I blink through them. Right. So there he comes charging at you. All of a sudden, you're gone. They don't mm -hmm. see where you are. They don't realize you've blinked to the other side of them. Mm -hmm. And they pause, but then keep moving towards Greller, who yells in your direction again. Damned fool of a wizard, get on the horse! Um, what do you do? You're on the other side of this pack of gnolls. Uh, my plan no, there's not a pack. There's two of them, right? Or is it a whole pack? No, it's it's four that charged at you. Yeah. Um, is it too late to change to unloading a volley of magic missiles? No, go for it. There's four of them, you said? Four of them. Including, including the leader? Uh, the leader is still back in the village. He hasn't come out yet. All right. So I guess I just pepper them with magic missiles from behind. Um, uh, is that one to each? Two. Yeah, one and then one to each. Whoops. So five to the second. Oops. Got to keep at four to the third. And four to the fourth. Okay. So uh, six, four, four, four. None of them die. Six, five, four, four. Right. None of them die, but they all shriek and turn backwards to look at you. You know, now they're stuck between these two forces. A, a teleporting wizard and mm -hmm. a badly wounded knight. You can see, like, blood running down his leg from within I his armor. girdle my loins and just conjure up my most maleficent laugh. <laughs> Flee, fools! Greller takes this as an opportunity to be heroic and charges them from behind, even though he's at very low HP. Um, his horse goes for an overrun. These guys get saving throws to try and dodge. Um, pass, fail, fail, and fail. The horse overruns. How much does an overrun do? It's like D2 damage? Uh, I 
is it 2d2 uh, or i thought a horse got maybe it's just d2 it might be based on the size of the horse do you want me to get my Ooh, combat and tactics yeah it's a combat and tactics race to see who can get it first i don't know if you can actually overrun creatures the same size as you though this might a uh, horse is size large yeah but gnolls are size large Ooh, so maybe you can't actually he, he can at the very least he could uh have his horse kick them right it is a heavy war horse definitely a thing he can do is it under combat options or is it under chapter index overrun mounted charge that's not quite what we want but maybe in the no overrun 22 can overrun with a chariot that's a, i don't think i've ever had a character ride a chariot into battle mm -mm. character can also use his mount to move through enemy figures possibly knocking them down or trampling them and our a line of armored horse uh, armored knights can literally ride down infantrymen although provoke opportunity it has attacks. to be a smaller creature so you can't overrun a knoll okay so he doesn't overrun them then uh, the horse he... gets two D2 kicks. Maybe it's even more than D2 for a heavy war horse. The... Yeah, he brings his horse yeah. in. The horse, the heavy war horse, kicks at um, D8. Holy shit. D8 per hoof? Yeah, D8, that's, D8, and a bite for D3. Like a, a couple hundred damage for or a couple hundred gold for a heavy Oh my war. god, one of these heavy war horses crits one of the gnolls with a kick. Greller, why didn't you use that horse the whole time? <laughs> For 12 points of damage, knocking down one of the gnolls that you had wounded, he swings his bastard, his broadsword, I don't know why I keep saying bastard, with a wild miss, and stabs with a dagger that clatters against the gnoll's thick hide armor that it wears. The three gnolls are stuck between you and Greller. Roll initiative. How long does your blink last? It's five rounds total. I think I blinked three times? Yes. Four times. Four times. So this is the last round of Blink. Yeah. Um, our initiative is nine. Yikes. My Blink is eight. Not good. Not Morale good check? at all. Morale check? It's reasonable. They charged at four. Teleporting wizards. I don't think they've... Attacks from behind. Laugh. Maleficent last laugh? Or... Cackling laugh? Did I... Isn't Maleficent a person? Uh, maybe. Um... Malevolent laugh. Malevolent. There we go. The... Penalty because the enemy is a spellcaster. They probably yes. lost half their numbers. Yes. They... Not half, but a, a quarter of their numbers. Um, they, the gnolls break as Geller comes in and one of his war horse kicks someone. His blades come whistling through the air. The gnolls scatter. Uh, you get one attack of opportunity, I believe. While Greller gets like three for his level. And he's a fighter. Yep think i was adjacent to any oh no i only teleported like 10 feet behind them so i, I yeah they run past me All right greller lashes out with his dagger against three gnolls as a they 15, try and maybe even scatter. more for back attack so i 15 is six damage with a with a quarter staff Ooh, whack you whack one of them I'll it have that does soul. not die Thank you very much it does I'm not magic die missile damage it does not die um, Greller's dagger lashes out, missing one, grazing another, and finding home in a third for not a lot of damage. Um, the gnolls break and start to flee back. Uh, Greller says, Magic! Hit them again! 
I I look to him like like visibly drained and just like shake my head, uh, drawing a dagger and going to the knolls. Actually, I I blink before I before I get to act. Right, it's like, okay. uh, I don't know which direction I blink, but. All right. The heavy gnolls are running, weapons in hand. They're not quite routed. They haven't dropped their gear, but they kind of run back, look over the shoulder, see that you guys aren't chasing, and keep running. They're leaving the humans tied up in the center of town or whatever. I don't know. The, all the gnolls in the center of the village are still there. It's just these heavy gnolls from the front line have retreated back towards the village. There were a few light gnolls, right? Or was it... There were a few light gnolls back here. Uh, they have since retreated as well. Okay. So as um, the so... the lines fall back, you kind of step out of combat. So I, I just yeah, I like panting. I like shook my head at Greller, and then I casually go to a unconscious knoll, the one that hope looks the most alive, mm-hmm. and check his pulse. Uh, it is faint. Okay, then I yeah, then I withdrawing the amulet from my neck and the dagger from my sheath, I. Do my best to make it look like I'm putting it, putting him out of its misery, but I'm clearly there's a there's no yes, yeah there is there like a crazy like video game esque visual effect as I harvest a soul. There or? are bead like little motes of light that appear around you, kind of like blink in and out of existence, and then gather closer and surround your arm and the amulet, which glows brightly as you do this. There is no mistaking what you are doing. Yeah, I feed it straight into my okay, into my stats. Um, as the gnolls retreat, you get a, a pretty good view of what's going on. That stack of seven heavy-duty bodyguards has mm-hmm. been reduced pretty heavily. It looks like you just drained one of them right now, um, but you see five of the others. Three of them are badly wounded, um, you know, getting bandaging themselves right now how many have we actually i'm like looking around how many bodies are there on the ground there's like only a couple actually we killed like four five there were a couple that were unconscious one three were unconscious and then died you've killed four and then one of the 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 one that you reduced was killed by his own men for cowardice and then two ran after being knocked unconscious but i guess it rallied Right. right. Um, um, I guess now, I mean, we're out of combat. I'm going to check all the bodies for souls and if they're... Okay, well, so the other bodies are a little bit closer to where the gnolls are, to, to the village itself. Um, okay, so then I guess I, I finish the one that was near us and then look back to Greller. <sighs> he looks at you breathing heavily and says, Magic, can you heal me? I shake my head panting. No, but I know a good doctor. Uh, I look to the gnolls in town. Uh, how many? God. I actually cast my magic missile, huh? So I, that's drained from my amulet. Yeah, I'm pretty. I, I don't think another charge would be wise. How far off is the center of town? Is it still a ways away? It's about a tenth of a mile right now. So five hundred feet. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. I looked to my God. The, the streets got to just be flooded with blood. There's like a horse died here, and there's a couple of moles strewn about. Yes. So uh, let's and just call whole... it 180 yards for for use. Is that is that the whole town? 
I say, like pointing to the. Can we? Do we have a good view of the town square? Or yeah, it's it's not very big. It's How like many two dozen do buildings. Rounded up. Like, I guess men, women, and children all just in a. In you a... can't. The, a lot of them are hidden behind the buildings. You only really have this narrow view of the street to see what's going on. It Humans looks like. Lined up. Um, the line has stopped, and they've all kind of been corralled into a, a circle, only some of which you can see. It looks like the gnolls have them at pike end, or at stick end, um, watching them. The head knoll, the biggest, nastiest one of the bunch, walks forward, hand kind of over his chest where the magic missiles hit him, uh, raises his pike and points it at you and cackles insidiously. You can barely hear his voice over the, the distance. Um, he walks back in, drags a woman forward into the streets, and just executes her before you. I stand up and start cursing at him in like some guttural tongue. Mm-hmm. I don't know what scup- what language has the dirtiest curse. Hobgoblin is it hobgoblin or ogre? I think it's hobgoblin. Hobgoblins are the best cursers. Yeah, so I mutter some hobgoblin curse banishing his mother to the depths of hell as I hurl my quarterstaff on the ground, pull out Carl and stride confidently towards him, shedding my blood on the ground, charging the amulet. And he walks blade. towards you. So it takes me two minutes to do it, to get to, to charge the amulet and then cast a magic missile. Okay. So I'm not like, I'm like, wa- I'm walking at like several steps per round. Right. It's a, it's a slow yeah. walk as the two of you come towards one another. Um, I'm he... hoping we don't actually get towards one another. <laughs> so maybe I change my course of action if he like breaks into a jog or anything. No, no, no. He walks towards you just as slowly as you walk towards him. Uh, he's got a big, nasty halberd in his hand. Um, and it's a, a slow pace. Greller doesn't say anything and just watches from back there. None of his other troops move forward. It's just you and the big knoll. Your blinking has stopped. Um, not if I cast blink again <laughs> <laughs> um, so you start at 180 yards you guys are both walking so Hold you're on. doing your movement rate in yards per round I'm prob- I no. don't walk like, I take a few confident steps towards him bleed myself as I see him like walking towards me in response. Okay. I don't know if in response to the insults yeah he, he walks towards you at a normal Five movement feet. rate okay. um, so Which actually he makes yeah, he makes 90 yards that round. So while you're like walking towards him and bleeding yourself and charging the magic missile, he moves most of the way towards you. Your step's a little bit slower than his. Initiative it is, then. Initiative it is. five on that next round. He rolls a seven. All right. So I point five fingers straight ahead at him. For 16 points of damage. It's five streaks of light. Close the 90 yards in the blink of an eye. They smack him across the torso. He takes a step back, steadies himself on his halberd, shakes it off, takes a few steps forward, and collapses in a heap. The cheering of the gnolls I take a few steps forward, like raising my magic dagger confidently into the air, uh, shouting like just a string of insults and a language. Maybe I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just like grunting at them, letting the, the rest of the gnolls cheering stops. They kind of exchange glances. How, so there's 90 yards between them. I start walking towards the body of the leader, actually. Okay. That's, uh, that's the remaining gnolls... The confidence works. The remaining gnolls... 
exchange glances and begin to back up. They grab a few humans with them and drag them away as they flee to the hills slowly. You know, they're not turning tail and running, but they're strategically withdrawing, taking whatever humans they can grab in their hands. Yeah. I stop by the Null leader, checking his vitals as I do. Um, it's been one round, so he's at negatives, but not dead, dead. Yeah. So I think I take his body, like, by, do they, the Nulls don't have hair, really. I they mean, have hair or, everywhere. Okay. So I grab, like, a fistful of hair on his head. Mm-hmm. He's, how, he's, like, eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. So I can, eight like, barely, I'm, like, yanking and moving, I'm drained back to eight strength again. So I'm, like, yanking his body awkwardly to, like, prop his head just a foot or two off the ground in the direction of the Nulls. Maybe they don't <laughs> even look back as they're making their tactical retreat. Um, but if they did, they'd see me slit his throat with my with Carl, and as he's bleeding out, shove the amulet into his neck. All right, you are so. Actually, I think I was making an effort to not get blood. I don't. At least it crossed my mind to like, how can I keep blood off my robes? If you know this, if there's one, this is the most legitimate opportunity I've had to get blood on my robes. This is like a state 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 sanctioned null slaughter. Mm-hmm. I'll relish in this opportunity. Greller follows up behind you once you finish draining the knoll, hops off, and kneels down next to the knoll and starts hacking at it with his dagger. Just hacking at the neck with it. Uh, slowly ripping I it apart. Huskily, I said, there's nothing left. I, I want to mount its head, he says, as he takes his dagger and slowly I makes his way through like, the throat. That the blood spatter and then like look up probably suddenly self-consciously to the throng of people in the town square before us uh, the ta- the people in town square are running in your direction just kind of <laughs> terrified uh are they more it's terrified a, of us or the gnolls it's probably of the gnolls i think they they're pretty happy with you um the sight of a, a grown knight not using his broadsword to cut the Noel's head off, but like getting in there, like put the broadsword on the ground, Noel head in one hand, dagger like... in the other, like taking his time to really slowly hack through the neck, through all that muscle and break the necks, the, the, the bone and the spine. It takes a minute or two, a couple minutes to really rip um, the head from the body. Are there any Noel's worth pursuing or have they like by the time? No, they they've made a nice strategic withdrawal and are vanished, you know, in as a group moving back into the hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are probably a few gnolls who still have a pulse on the ground. If you want to hurry up and harvest more souls, I would. I wasn't. Where are they? Like, I look around the battle. Like, you've drained three. There's another two gnolls lying about. Uh, yeah, there's there's two more gnolls that you haven't harvested lying on the ground. Okay. I make to look like I, I mean maybe it, yeah, it's probably pretty obvious that I'm a fucking blood mage at this point but yeah. <laughs> i make to look i i in my imagination i'm like i'm cleaning yeah finishing the job sl- you know slaying the dead maybe it'd be worth keeping one alive to figure out where they, where uh, they stay but we'll see i'll go to one of the last two that i haven't inspected and check a pulse there's barely a pulse it's faint still a good soul inside still a good soul Oh, I crossed that threshold from the 8 to 9 to the 10 to 11 strength range for the first time in weeks, and I feel my muscles engorge with blood. Oh. Um, by the time you get to the other knoll, it's it's gone. Maybe it was dead already. This is the one that was executed for cowardice, the, the reduced knoll who has mm-hmm. died reduced, and his body has enlarged itself afterwards. Uh, I don't think, I think he's still reduced. It lasts like 25 minutes. Okay, so yeah, it's the, it's the mini knoll the four foot knoll <laughs> <laughs> i shout across the battlefield 
probably inappropriately jovially, you want this one? And I like hold up the half knoll. Uh, Greller rides his horse that he's remounted over towards you, gives a good laugh, uh, and just sticks it with a dagger just for fun. Just kind of... Um, um, he seems to what? be completely ignoring all the people who are like gathering at his sides and tugging on his clothes. And they are—are are they doing the same to me? I'm—I don't have a horse. No, no, no one is anywhere near you. No one is near you at all. Um, there's a lot of my, looks. How red are my robes? You've got like blood on your face from where you like wiped your brow with your like sopping hands. You just. You're a mess. You've drained three souls from Knowles, and not necessarily in pretty ways. And you had your amulet raised, and blood would like run down your arm and splash on your clothes. It's running down your face currently. You are a bloody mess. But the battle I'm is over. I'm going to date in a few hours. <laughs> the, right. um, the battle is over. The people yeah. are very happy to be freed. Um, they give you thanks. And... Mostly they, they talk to Kel Greller. They know who he is by name and by sight. Mm-hmm. Um, they thank him. They plead with him to hunt down every last knoll and slay it. And you get about a dozen volunteers to join up with the uh, Misty Rapids army. That's a good um, deal. Which Greller says there's no army, but you can swear your allegiance to Baron Song and become one of his knights or one of his footmen if you so desire. Three people volunteer for that task. The others just want to go hunt gnolls and break off into their own group to talk plans, which you have a feeling will never really come to anything about knoll hunting. Brave talk of young men who've never risked anything. I think Greller offers you a seat on his horse. How far? How long? It's, it was only a mile. It's a couple miles back. Whatever. You could walk it if you want. He offers you a seat. It's your choice to take it. Nah, I, yeah. I say that's that's fine. Uh, my heart's still throbbing. I could use a a nice calm walk back to, back to Misty Rapids. He walks his horse slowly as the two of you make your way back to Misty Rapids. Oh, so he does travel with me? Yeah. Um, I think it probably complete silence unless Greller breaks the silence. He's not a man of many words. Okay. All right. Why don't we go to our break? Um, and we'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye. Why, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. So, you and Kel Greller pull into town. <laughs> do you, what do the priests do at the West Gate when we show up looking like this? It's and been a long, silent walk, and it's you get greeted. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's just been more of a long walk in your mind. Mm-hmm. The priests come out ready to douse you guys with water and say the holy prayers over you, but they stop when they see the blood-drenched wizard walking beside the uh, knight yeah. who's got blood like leaking out of his armor and running down his leg. Yeah. I think I remember to tuck the amulet of Malchus into my robe at the last minute. Hmm. The clergy members is it, stop. How many of them? And is and it, a, a dozen. Particular interest to me is Mother Olman with them. So a dozen clergymen run out 
in their long white robes, buckets of water in hand, and they just kind of stop and watch. Mother Ullman comes behind them, you know, a minute later. You know, the the matriarch of this group slowly walking out. She sees her men haven't started cleansing the the people coming I, in. I I look to her face, hoping that I'll get to relish in her shock in just a second, but maybe she begins maybe to speak up happen. saying Cleanse the And kind of just stops. Greller stops his horse. Kind of seems very, you know, routine. He just stops his horse at the spot where the people normally get to their washing. Mm-hmm. No one approaches him. No one washes his horse. No one looks at you. Mother Ullman hurries herself up and pushes her way between the men. So Greller actually stops. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last time we went through this gate, he rode right on through, and no one stopped, and no one said anything. Mm-hmm. This time he stops. I guess I like I was. Pl- I think I was probably all set to just like walk on through casually, let them clear my path, and avoid he the Jesus freaks. Um, the the Nadina freaks. Mm-hmm. So I probably walk a few steps past his horse and like look, like what? Why? He stopped. I like, look up to Greller and look to. Like, I mean, because I was looking at. Um, the priestess, the high priestess. Right. When you look at Greller, you see that he's watching the high priestess and following her with yeah, his eyes. So I look to him. And he's got her. a bit of a like sadistic smile on his face. I like. He almost seems to be enjoying myself. showing her like the carnage that the two of you have. <laughs> there's something. There's something a little twisted about the way he smiles as he watches her walk up to you guys. How old is Mother Omen? She's pretty old. She is. Okay. So, yeah. Um, she's in her 80s. You roughly, you think you've heard the number 84 thrown out somewhere? Okay. So, um, yeah. But clearly her and Greller have a history. Mm-hmm. She stops, <clears throat> or she pushes between the other clergymen and looks to the two of you and says, May Nadinus bless us. What has happened to you? The normal sounds of the village carry on in your background. Carts are being pulled around. People are doing, going about their daily work as this ancient woman in her religious fervor are just looking at you in kind of horror. Is she referring to... Is she talking to Greller? Or? Sounds like she's talking to both of you. Uh-huh. I, there's probably a pause of a couple of seconds, so I guess I will respond if mm-hmm. he doesn't. He doesn't respond in the first few seconds. It's not us you need to worry about, I say. As I move to keep walking through, like, I'm, I'm trying to, I guess I looked back to Greller as I, like, take another step. Like, we like I, I guess he's not a PC, so I can't do the eye moves. <laughs> able. I want to know, I'm curious, like, if she's passing out free healing, I might be persuaded, if that's what Greller's trying to get out of her. But if it's just going to be a gloat fest, I will probably just keep walking. So I, I wait a second, I guess, to see if she responds, if he responds. He waits like 10 seconds mm-hmm. and then says, the unholy ones that need cleansing have left. We have driven them back. Now, if you are done wasting our time, we have real work to do. None of this yeah. childish play at gods. 
Yeah, I perk, I perk up with this. With I, I don't say anything, but sort of like, I, yeah, what he said. And mm-hmm. I like, I would go to like under normal circumstances, I would go to like poof my little dress shirt that I have on underneath my court robes. Mm-hmm. But it is not a white dress shirt anymore. It is it is soaked red, and I just it's still wet. And I think I turned to walk back to my house. She turns beet red and sputters at him, um, and he just kind of edges his horse forward and walk goes past her. I think the two of you separate without even saying any words to one another. He heads back yeah. towards the Mott and Bailey. Yeah, you I head back know towards your house. Like a nod of acknowledgement, or just he? Yeah. No, you guys just go your separate ways. Okay, I head back to my. Do I have a bathtub? I Mm-mm. hope I have a bathtub. Oh, God. All right, I go home. I need a rope replacement. I don't have a rope in my house, do I? That's that's not a random thing that I might have lying around. Sorry, yeah. I ain't got time for this shit. I I do my errands just looking like looking like hell. So I stride into the general store to, I guess yeah, to buy some rope, buy a new set of robes. You don't even like go to wash off in the river. You come like. Dried oh, blood all over you. Work. No, because I want something to change. I guess I've got to change it. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. All right. This is like my inner dialogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have a, my spare set of like engineer clothes and trousers. Oh, but I, the shirt is now soaked with blood. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You I've change your clothes. Trousers. Yeah. I think I, I just ditched the shirt. I can. We can have a shirtless montage with with emaciated Georg. Who's now plumping up a little bit more now that he's regaining his strength? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your stats at? Are you at full uh, stats? No, I'm down one strength and down one willpower. Have you and ever I... been at full stats since you got the amulet? Pretty much no, more or less no. I don't even have it fully charged right now. It doesn't have a magic missile in it. Okay, but you do have an invis and a true. Scene. I have an invis and a true scene. Okay. Well, I guess yeah. I head to the river and wash myself and my my robe, change into my trousers. Marjorie comes down to meet you at the river. Hopefully, like the blood is like washed most deeply downstream at this point. It looks like she's also recently cleaned up. She's wearing clean clothes. Her it's no longer the tattered things that she had on before. It's no longer caked in mud. Mm -hmm. And. Maybe it's just compared to the carnage you saw earlier. Maybe you're now that she's finally clean, you're getting a good look at her. But you are, you know, you do a you do a double take. You're she's more attractive than you had initially given her credit for. Are you on a to scale of three to sixteen, with an average of ten and a half and a standard deviation of three? Why does it max out at sixteen? Three to eighteen. Three to eighteen with an average of ten and a half and a standard deviation of three. She is a sixteen. Okay, double take. Double take deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, she. What's what's her intelligence? That's what really tickles Georg's fancy. That be my secret wizard. <laughs> um, you'll have to discover her intelligence through role playing. Through standardized testing. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> but she comes from a poor community. She's not had a, a countess. <laughs> Um, have the tutors growing up that I did? No. Okay. Okay. So she looks to you kind of with this 
blank, like what just happened? I think, look, I think I mean I don't have any fresh wounds. I didn't actually the I the only wound I took in the battle was like psychological, as I like wrenched apart the fabric of space and time to blink away from that axe that was supposed to kill me. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna take I'm a hit? Out of no, I'm I'm at seven out of fifteen. I think Georg's a battle scarred veteran. How did that happen? Hmm. Now that I'm shirtless, I got I got. You got holes and slashes. Yeah, like places where the doctor stitched me up. Mm -hmm. She looks at you and goes... Yeah, I said one word. Knowles. Jesus. May the mother bless us. I would self-consciously throw a shirt on, but I've got nothing. My robe is like... So are you down here like rinsing out your clothes? I think like in the I river? was, but it's like it's a futile effort. Like right. this 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 gray robe is just like brown mostly, probably brown and red. And... You don't you don't know what to do with it. Um... <laughs> I'm mostly gonna I'm gonna go buy a new one. Basically, she she takes your robe that you're trying to wash in the river from your hands <laughs> and like goes to put a hand on your forehead to like take your temperature. She starts just like looking at you, you know, like checking your throat and gives you kind of a once over goes. You got a you got a healing proficiency, miss. Carl, I think you should go lay down. Here, le- leave this to me. Go go lay down. You look like you you look like you need a moment to yourself. I shrug and head back to the house. Yeah. What time of day is it? It's probably just afternoon. The sun is pretty high in the sky. It's been a rough morning for you. I think Georg just walks down the street shirtless to the general store to get a new robe, unless she's <laughs> no. on the way. She, she, no, she doesn't. Do I take my way. equipment. I guess I leave my robe with her and like my shirt. <laughs> I just leave her to do the laundry. I don't mean to leave her to do the laundry. <laughs> she volunteered to clean your fancy special emblem uh embroidered I robes i think as i'm walking away i turn back and i'm like just cut the patch out it's not worth it and then like <laughs> go on my way. okay um yeah so I'll, I'll buy a new robe i'll buy my rope and i will uh get to studying i guess for a few hours before meeting Mar- marjorie again yeah. um, um is there a general store in town Should we there is that? yes um, yeah. Is it on the map? Can we go back to the Mystery Let's Rapids take map? a look at the map. Um, where is it? Here we go. Badfish. Uh, that is not on the map, but the general store is um, over Maybe here. more than one. Okay. No. All right. Well, then I take a walk down the street. Okay. So I probably was down by the river. Oops, I can't can't ping unless I go whatever, like down by the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet Marjorie would have seen me like walk through this field back to the street at like a straight at that angle. Okay. But she's not the boss of me. So I go to the general store. Maybe people recognize me, maybe they don't. Um, I've like thrown, I mean, I've got like a belt over my shoulder. So I guess it's not that unusual, right? I don't know what the modesty or the, what the standards are like in this day and age, but a town full of bumpkins like this. You look out of place because you are supposed to be the, the arc wizard here. Do they actually recognize 
recognize me by face? I guess yeah. I've been living here for long enough. Okay. You've been here living here for a month or so. Not um, quite, because I haven't paid a, paid a bill yet. Right, but um, it's it's approaching a month. <laughs> All right. So I just said, okay. And I ignore the stairs or the whatever. Oh, the amulet. Yeah, the amulet is in plain view. Like, yes, I, I think it's like... Yeah, I'm just like now realizing this. I guess Marjorie probably saw it. Mm -hmm. I tuck it under like the belt of my like shoulder of like my backpack, like the strap, my back. So like, so you've got like a necklace that's tucked under the. Yeah, I don't. Have a, I, I like go to my iron, and then I realized I cast my reduce spell on the on the knolls. So it's just like I've I've clearly got some bling. Mm -hmm. um, no one really asks you any questions. You buy some new clothes. Can I buy a black robe? Is that something that's just on stock, or do I need to get that custom tailored? Um, like I had, yeah. Yes, they have a black robe on in stock right now. What's your height and weight? 5'10", 165-ish. Perfect, it fits you like a glove. But not actually like a glove, because that'd be way too tight for a robe. You know, it fits is you it, like a... Is it cotton? What's, what's this made out of? They only have cotton. No synthetic fibers here. I'll invent them. <laughs> and rope, I can get 25 feet of silken rope. Yes, you can for normal prices. That's something you buy. You don't. That just doesn't get factored into your right, expenses. Let's look at the rope prices. Silk rope is 10 GP for 50 feet. So that makes silk rope. I missed that. You said 5 GP for 25 feet okay. of silk rope, right? Oh, was I supposed to double check that? No, no. Did you want silk or hemp? Silk. Yeah. 5 GP for 25 feet. All right. I forked that up. The robe is free. <laughs> um, yeah. No, the robe is fine. You will just fold that into your monthly costs. Okay. <clears throat> so I guess I'll delete that gray robe with blue trims from the character sheet. No more. Why don't you give us a description of of Carl now, in case anyone out there has an art project they want to start on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's still... I don't know. If, you were, if you've been following the whole time, I mean, it's still recognizable as Georg, but he's lost a lot of weight since the beginning of the campaign. Still 5'10". Um, reason, I'm still, like, sturdily built, but most of his paunch is gone. He's He's gaunt probably, there was probably a six-pack abs there may almost if i can get charged back up to my 11 strength maybe there's a six-pack abs mm -hmm. but that wouldn't be in the fan art now would it mm -hmm. now i'm wearing black robes um my tussled brown hair is like slicked back wet and actually darker i've been sprinkling a lot of iron about it's it's now black and the once scruffy boy is a clean shaven and harrowed man okay right now my eyes are probably pretty sunken and i'm sure. looking rather rather gaunt um, and i've got the usual wizardly assortment of equipment backpack and belt pouches and staff and blade and piles of books at home okay um you have some time now is there anything you're just going to go back and study? Is there anything you're going to do? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll put in my due this afternoon and then okay. head to the first falls in that evening. Sure. Uh, uh, what are you? What spell are you studying? studying? Uh, clairvoyance. Okay. 
what is your chance to learn? Uh, my base chance to learn with the amulet is 95 minus 15 because it's out of my specialty. Mm -hmm. is that correct. So 80%. Okay. And it takes 3d2 days. Yes, indeed. So at least three days. But... Right. Okay. Um, so at the end of the... Should I just roll your chance to learn? Should you roll it and then you roll the 3d2? I think it, I think you should... Well... I don't think... I thought you wanted to set up that I don't know how long it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I'll roll your chance I think to I think you tell me when I finish, and then I'll roll the percent chance. Does that make sense? So, like, roll the percent chance at the... You put the time in whether you can learn it or not. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. The, no, the time was is spent copying it. So do you know up front whether... Because like, you wouldn't waste the pages if the spell... If you can't write the spell That's down. That's true. Right? But like I still... Th I, I think what we're doing is it takes you the time to learn it as... That is, it is like it should take the time to learn it. And... But I'm just thinking if I were actually copying it into my spell book rather than just learning to use the, the, the notes that... Um, what's his base had? I probably still need to go through the motions of like jotting down, like like tracing out the runes, like mm -hmm. probably with a pen and then ultimately translating that to like my somatic components if there are any. All right, so this is how... We're going to do it kind of like how we were doing it before. I'm going to roll your chance to learn, and then I will roll how long it goes. And then at the end of... Then I'll tell you when you've learned it, which could be all the way up to six days. Or if you fail, then you'll just go to six days, and at the end of the six days, you won't have been able to study it. Okay. Um, and then we'll just... We'll alter the copying rules, because I think the learning is the more important. Copying should probably be a little bit swifter. Yeah. I think that's the, the house rule I want to roll with. So I'll roll to see if you can learn 80% chance. 80% chance, yes. Mm, interesting. Mm, mm, very sorry. interesting. Okay. Cool. Um, so let me write down on the calendar when you learn or fail. Oh, let's get these damn divination spells out of the way, Boar. So I can get to the fun stuff. Lightning bolts and flying dimensionalists. Okay. Um, so the rest of that day passes pretty uneventfully. You study. Um, your robes never show back I, up. But you'll I, see Marjorie I later. Yeah. I stopped by my surgeon for... I guess I saw him yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I actually... Yeah, I probably pulled some stitches in combat. Yeah. Or tore some stitches or whatever. Opened, reopened some wounds. But... Your surgeon um, gives you just like a heavy sigh and says that he'll come around, you know, he'll tend to you now and he'll come back tomorrow morning to make sure that, you know, you haven't pulled anything in your sleep. Mm -hmm. um, and the rest of that day passes uneventfully. You, How, what is what does the Amulet of Malchus look like? I mean, like we've seen the picture, but like, can I get a size maybe? And like, how bright? Like, are, when the gems are charged, do they glow? You said they don't, right? No, they just look like rubies. And when they're not charged, they're like clear. Uh, yes, they're like diamonds or quartz. Okay. Um, let's and about give what it. size is it? That central gem is going to be fucking huge. Like this is this is some like, like yeah. I mean, it, like, this, this, that's like a five. That that's like a max GP 
value gem in the center. Like that's like a five thousand. Yeah, the the whole thing is about the circumference of a fist. You know, it's so it's about yay big around. The gem in the middle is pretty big. It's you know like um, an inch by an inch, maybe. And the whole thing is maybe four inches across and. No, I guess from corner to corner, the one in the middle is like two inches across from corner to corner. Um, yeah, so some fucking bling. It's a, yeah, it's a big freaking gem. Embroidered, I think this is made out of gold as well. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's, you know. But there's, there's no holy symbol on it. it. It just looks like a, a, a um, beautiful necklace or do, it doesn't No, look there like are anything. carvings and engravings and just kind of markings around the... The, out, the outer ring of it in between the different gems that are sparkled really? sprinkled there. Have I been able to make head or tails head or tails of them in my course of time with the amulet? Like, do I, I would I would at least have looked at them long enough to know if they're in a language I would recognize, or if they're in a language, or if they're magic runes, um, or if they're like in part of the enchantment. They they have the sure. symbol of Malchus on them. Which I don't think we have Mixed written down what it is. That's like what it is. No, there's like one there and one there and one there, and then there's like decorative shit around it that don't doesn't really mean anything, but it looks kind of cool. Hmm. Um, like, you know, things. Okay. Do we want to hold off on establishing what the symbol of Malchus is? Yeah, because I haven't figured that out yet. So we're just gonna. Say you know what it is, and we don't need to know what it is. Um, Maybe it's so chaotic and twisting and evil that I can't even get it to sit still in my mind long enough to visualize. The symbol of Malchus looks different to each person in the world. Because he's so chaotic. That would require way too much enchantment or something. Um, Anyway, you meet up with Marjorie later that night at um, the bait and tackle. (sighs) Did you mean to make that innuendo at some point in time? Who's the who's the bait? Who's the fish here? Uh, no, there was no innuendo intended. Who's fishing for who? All right, do we want to go back to the? Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. You head back to the bait and tackle, and you're sitting there for maybe half an hour before Marjorie shows up. Okay. Um. So I probably I probably have Randall's book with me actually. Mm-hmm. And I'm like reading it while I sip on a beer. Yeah. And take. I think I hold off on dinner to see what Marjorie's doing. Sure. Uh, uh, as usual, I'm, I probably got a booth to myself and people are keeping their birth. Or was there enough of a rumor going around that they have come to me and they're like, what happened? Did you really kill Knowles? The tavern's just, the tavern's just starting to get crowded by the time that Marjorie comes in. So far, no one has spoken to you. Okay. Uh, but you've definitely gotten some looks from people in the area. All right. All right. I quickly like shove my book, slide my book back into the bag, and look mm-hmm. up to Marjorie. I like. I don't have an etiquette proficiency, so I probably like fumble as I like try to like do something gentlemanly and like stand and pull the chair out for her. And I don't know. I maybe she's like like not used to. Yeah, she's she's not no. She wouldn't be used to such treatment. So it's just sort of like a. Just because she's Maybe not she a noble doesn't mean that people aren't, you know, courteous. 
plebs aren't, you know, jerks through and through. Then I guess I'm as smooth as I meant it to be. Yeah, you pull, pull the chair out for her. Pull the chair out. She sits down with a bit of a smile. Is there a barmaid? I forgot what this. What's what's the bait and tackle like again? It is the nicer of the taverns in town. Oh, perfect. I'd, uh, I'd pick this place for a reason. It's got like a. Does it have windows overlooking the river? It does. Yes. What about windows looking to the west? Can you see the sunset at this hour, or is or does it not have windows on that side of the building? Um, the doors on the right side, so there are windows to the left. There's windows to the right. Um, the bar itself is against the the southern wall. So you've got like yeah, you've got windows on the what? There's no wall, is there? On the city? No, no, like oh, the southern wall of the building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the bar is on the southern side of the the building. The kitchen's on the southern side of the building. Um, are we showing the map to everyone? Yeah. Here we go. I I can see the map. You can see the map. <laughs> so yeah, there's windows on the north side, the east side, and the west side. The bar is to the south side, and so is the kitchen. And this gives you a great view of the river and the waterfalls down nearby. Um, you know, it's a quite a lovely place. The air blows through the the tavern, and on really misty days, actually, the entire tavern gets flooded with mist, which gives it a really cool effect to it. Um, You've seen during the daytime when the bar is more or less closed, the owner fishing off of the back balcony or the, the porch overlooking the river, uh, trying to fish from there. Not always all that successfully. Um, anyhow, Marjorie sits down after you pull the chair out for her and says, So, I was going to ask you a favor, but I think maybe you've got something to tell me? Uh... I'm afraid I'm not sure what what you mean. Can I get you something to drink? I like. Is there are there barmaids in this establishment or bar? Um, yes, this one has waiters, bar bar boys, bar boys, nice. bar boys. Yeah, I flagged down a bar boy and like looked to Marjorie. I guess I flagged him down without even waiting to hear if she wanted a drink. Yeah, she wants. Um, she wants some drinks. Apple teeny, please. Uh, no, just a standard ale. Ale. Uh, so she asks, well, you know, blood all over everything? It's a mess in the Tether Wilds. Have you heard of gnolls before? She nods. Big, tall, furry, hyena-like men. <sighs> they We don't really get them in the Thornwood very much, just occasionally. Definitely nowhere near Thornwood itself. Didn't I, like, get ambushed by gnolls just out of the Thornwood Gates the other day? Or was that further out of town? That was on the road, but it was in the forest. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, I kind of like to change the subject, but I don't know that Do I you say, say that to her? I don't know. I don't say that. Oh, okay. like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to talk to her about the, the gnolls and the, the shit that just went down, unless no? she unless she probes. Uh, I What... What's? Uh, I know. I let her make small talk. Does she ask any questions? But she kind of no, like, just very gently probes around the question, like, "So what happened?" Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah I'll tell her what happened. I guess well, okay. in general terms. But, yeah, Knowles attacked one of the outlying villages west west of here. Greller and I went to drive them off, clean up the mess. Hmm. 
I was like, a, yeah, I stopped myself before like telling her they like lined up the town and right made off with hostages. I'm just like we she, we drove them off. The just villages you, are safe for now. Just you and and this knight against how many gnolls? Twenty. You must be a powerful sorcerer to. And he must be a powerful knight to fight off so many. Gnolls are are large creatures, right? (laughs) (laughs) Not if I have anything to say about that. No, we cut them down to size. I see. It was a a close thing, though. Got a little dicey out there for a second. Have you eaten? I, like, gaze out wistfully. She shakes her head. This place has the best chowder. Do they have good chowder? Sure, I don't know yeah, that. great chowder. All right. If they pronounce it chowder, I, I, I smell, and I think I can smell some fresh baked bread. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Flag down the waiter again. Far more um, using just to like, like, yeah, get some dinner, and I use this to segue to the conversation. To... Sure. So you mentioned a favor. Well. I I know you I don't really you know I don't have any position to ask anything of you or and I don't you have no reason to help me with anything but I was hoping you could help me get revenge for my sister's death uh, Yes for her murder we we don't know that yet. She was shot with a crossbow. There... She's dead. Well, there's there's no two ways about you, that. You may be disappointed to hear that Lady Red Shields on the lamb. She's been, well, she's been stripped of her of her titles. I, I guess I sort of look around self consciously because that's probably not common knowledge at this point. And I like. Oh, are there booths? You know, like, what is the setup like? Would someone have overheard that? Or they could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like lean in closer, mm-hmm. realizing this. There's, there's a bounty on her head. What? What do you mean escaped? She's not. She's fled the city, as far as I can gather. Fled from you. Fled from who? What? What is she running from? Politics can be complicated. Don't uh, talk down to me. You're <laughs> spicy. How old is she? Would I? Do I have a guess as to like? Ooh, like is she? I don't think I have to. Like, Georg's like a teenager. She's definitely older. Than She's him. older than Georg. Georg's, Georg's like nineteen, right? Georg is still seventeen. Oh my God, Georg's such a little. I mean, I, yeah. Hey, I am. I am gonna minimax this wizard Helen back. The more years I have to, I don't know. <laughs> to if you cast, were... could cast permanency spells, <laughs> the better wizard I can be. Well, if you started at older ages, you would have got bonuses to int and whiz. Yeah, crotchety. With I, my con is low enough that I do wonder if I can use the amulet to reverse aging. We'll see. We'll see what ga- what eighty year old Georg comes up with if he gets to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we don't really have an age for Marjorie yet. 
You don't need to know. I mean, I'm I'm not like I'm not looking at a birth certificate. I'm looking at a <laughs> visage. Like Georg probably does not look 17. I mean, he still looks like he still looks childish if you look close. But like she is probably in her late 20s then. Okay. So, um, fled. So. Politics. Stri- Did you say stripped of her lands and titles? <clears throat> I. That's what. That's what I hear. She kind of just looks at the table, stunned. You weren't the only one she wronged. I like. I think I. I take her hand if she's not like. And I'm like. I'm sorry for your loss, but. Mm. You weren't the only one that that she that she wronged. I I do not know where we can find your revenge, but if I hear anything of Lady Redshield, I will I'll let you know. She nods. I I'm I will be looking I will be looking for her, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, yeah, I I've let her in. What? Yeah, what what of the um, her people, her her servants? I imagine they're with her. I I don't think fled means fled in secrecy. She probably retreated tactically in force, or rallied with her troops in the in Thornwood somewhere, on some estate. Who knows? I, I think like Georg's mind suddenly starts going like a hundred miles a minute. He used mm-hmm. that like extra nine, the, the extra like six int points that he doesn't <laughs> need to have a regular conversation or to... like cranking away, like at the logic of where Lady Redshield may or may not be. Okay. But yeah. She nods and kind of sits quietly. Your food arrives. She doesn't really make much conversation. Um, you guys have a, some meals and some drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't, she kind of just picks at her food a little bit. She eats some of the chowder. She eats some of the bread. She seems very distracted and excuses yeah, herself unusually early. Okay. At some point, I would have asked if there was something else bothering her. It's just a lot to to comprehend. Yeah. Here, I was hoping to, you know, what run off with some wizard and on a heroic quest to get your revenge, or well, when you say it like that, it sounds stupid. But I was hoping to employ a friend to help. I hope friend's not too strong a word to to, to help right an injustice in the world. And I had psyched myself up to 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 do something. And now I don't know what to do. I, I just, felt like I had a purpose before. Your sister wouldn't want you throwing your life away so foolishly. think maybe I need to go lie down now. She gets, sits up. Morning, morning stay- takes time. If you need anything, anything, just ask. I like As she get- is leaving, she stops and turns back to you and raises an eyebrow and goes, anything? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And I like take a step forward and like looking yeah. at our people listening like we like she's like moved towards the door yeah like she was getting up from her seat yeah. as so i don't maybe i wasn't gonna actually leave i think i like stood uh, up from the chair like politely and she was yeah, right. so she you say of anything. course and she yeah, gives you a slight nod 
says thank you and walks out. I hope I didn't just like make some magical pact that I wasn't aware of. Could she <laughs> She's be a, a demon. Wizard? Can I she... roll to guess what her intelligence might be based on that conversation we just had? Ooh. Int versus versus int to I don't even know how that would work. Um I could roll her an intelligent. If you were to try her for something, if you were to give her like a puzzle to work yeah. on, I would roll her an intelligence check and tell you the total if you could beat it, her total. All right, that's that's cool and good to know. Yeah. All right. After she, yeah, I like yeah, smile at her as she walks out the door or whatever, as kindly as I can, and then I sit back down and get back to reading. She ate dinner, right? She kind of picked at her dinner. She didn't really finish it. If you're hungry, there's a you know an extra two thirds of a dinner for you. No, I would have eaten mine though. And I sit back down and study until it's time for bed, and then I retire. Okay. You retire, and the day passes. Um. So now we are. I don't think you have. What is your current plan? Do you have anything? Do you have a, a plan for the foreseeable future? I think I. I mean, I need to heal and study. So maybe we would fast travel. I mean, if you're trying... You... Well, I can I can fast travel for a while until something pops up. But if you if you don't have any plans, we can kind of just skip yeah. ahead in I mean, time. I have things... To, I think the only things to do would be to fix my leaky roof and um, study and heal. Sure. I don't um, think I have any scheme. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to do anything until I'm in better shape. Yeah, you can contract with some peasants to fix your roof to come and thatch it up properly. Uh, you can said get, you wanted like to. A, can we get a stonemason to do a, or whoever it would be to do a to do a like a tiling? A tile roof is that a thing? Is that a technology that exists? Uh, it does, but it's going to take a lot more time because they would have to bake the tiles, make the tiles, bake the tiles. You know, prep the roof. It, it would be a project. It would probably take a month yeah. or so. Another project that I was thinking was to get a metal staff because that's way more badass mm. than a wooden quarter staff. And I am a blacksmith. And there is a semi-functional forge that I got set up at the keep. Yeah. So, I mean, these are things that I may think about depending on how much downtime I get without being surprised with quests or angry letters from my you know, hate mail from my many admirers. <laughs> Let's take a look. So, do we want to take it one day at a time, or um, you... let me just read some of my notes for a moment, and I'll have an idea. Um, mm. Okay, so we can pass. Uh, we can skip ahead three days. Okay. So, well, well, yeah, okay. All right. Um, so in those three, I guess I won't have reached spell memorization, but I can add HP, which will be nice. Is there any research I was doing? I'm, I've got that cipher that I'm working on, but okay. I'm also I'm devoting eight hours a day to my spell book. So like, so I'm not the full time. I mean, if it's yeah. a simple one, or if I could, in. Including this night that you're sleeping right now. You get three nights of sleep, and then we'll hop in back into game. Three nights equals nine HP? Uh, except no, because you fought that first night. So two nights? Yeah, two nights of healing. Okay, um, six HP, which brings me to 13 out of sure. 15, Or is it 12 out of 
you know, 13 out of 15. So that means you've just, you've been getting bed rest all day. You've had your meals yeah, brought like to sitting. you and... <laughs> can I do that? Yeah. You're, you're Ark Carl. There's, you can have like meals a, brought to you. I don't have a message spell or like a whisper or anything. So like I, there's, is there a, um, is there like an eat 24 or like a, can I go to dominoes.com and build a pizza? No, you just stick your head out the window and yell at the nearest <laughs> really? child running by. Hey, I'm hungry. Hey, hey, peasants. Hey. And you shout until someone comes along. Well, basically you poke your head out the window. You see a youth walking by and you go, you. Go get me some ribs. Here's a coin. You know, and the kid goes and brings you some ribs. That's pretty That's awesome. All right. The good old days when you could just use child labor as it walked by in the streets. I can use comprehend languages to decipher language. Or decipher written language. Ooh, you can. It's, it's touch. So either one speaking creature or written object. Ah. What does comprehend languages say about ciphers? Um... It does not necessarily impart the understanding of the material. Makes sense. It doesn't enable me to speak or write. Uh, magical writing cannot be read other than to know it is magical. Spell is often useful when deciphering treasure maps. What does that mean? Can be foiled by certain wording. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't specifically say. I don't think it would decipher a cipher. But I think it would tell me if it were a cipher. Like, I think it, it would tell me that it is not a natural language. It would tell me if it were magical. It would um, all right, so deciphering you, treasure maps. I don't know how that... You cast Comprehend Languages on this paper. Mm-hmm. You get back that it is not magical mm-hmm. uh, whatsoever. And that's it. It's non-magical writing. Okay, but it's so it's incomprehensible. I mean, it's it's a cipher, basically, is what this verifies, right? It it's non-magical writing. It's it, comprehend languages does not translate anything for you, but you get the fact that this is not. There's no secrets here to unlock. It's just it is what it is. Interesting, but it's not important enough for you to have written it down for me, correct? Um, you mean like I haven't created like you the... Ha- I mean, it's not like a cipher that out of character I'm supposed to be working on. It's like a something for Georg to play with in character. Yeah. And it's not magic, and it's and it's not any... I mean, it's it's runes that... Not runes, what about like an alphabet that I recognize. It's the common alphabet, or is it yeah. a... Yeah. Right, common alphabet. But... And this was on the body of the halfling. Yes. Um, what do I want to... Need a fourth level one spell. Got reduce, detect magic, color spray, spider climb. Or read an otherwise incomprehensible Better. written message. That sounds like to me like it could break a cipher. Such as writing in another language. That's only I, an example. I mean it depends how I mean I think it's I see I mean it's not explicitly stated in the spell. It's up to the DM's discretion, I would say. It, so it depends how you want to play out the cipher in terms of in game terms. It does not reveal messages concealed in otherwise normal text. Like if you, so, you know, so if someone has a, a letter, but if you're supposed to look at the first word of every sentence, it doesn't yeah, yeah, reveal yeah. that message. Um, the reverse of the spell confuse languages cancels a comprehend language spell. Or renders writing or a creature's speech incomprehensible. Um, 
So I, I think you get back that this is not a cipher and this is not magical. It's just gibberish. There's no information contained within, as far as I can gather. It's not a cipher and it's not magical. Mm-hmm. So you are free to draw your conclusions. I spend a few, like, I turn it upside down and, like, look at it in a mirror. I don't have a mirror, but I'm probably smart enough to, like, try and mirror it in my head or, like, read it backwards or, I mean, I play word games with it a few minutes every morning, like, I as I'm drinking my morning co coffee or whatever, whatever. We probably, do we have coffee in, in this day and age? Sure, yeah. Coffee comes from Ethiopia. It existed in the from, old world. It comes from Akuba, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. A Cuban coffee. Um. Yeah, right. so you, as I'm you, drinking my morning coffee, I like use I look at the cipher like I would a word game or a puzzle or something. So, but give me yeah. an intelligence check. Oh. Try and oh wait, did I did I break something? Oh, I broke something. Woo, woo. Is it down or something? No, no, no. I I demaximized the zoom window, which then kind of showed blackness for our faces. <laughs> I only roll a twenty three on my int check. No, you can't figure it out. I'll give you an int check no. every day. Okay, so that you rolls. play with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you've got three days. So give me three, two more in checks. Thirty-seven and thirty-one. Uh, no, you get nothing with either of those. Okay. Okay. So I either need will need to devote more time. I mean, it's not a, it's not a ten minute in the morning with my coffee activity. <laughs> yeah. Do I? What if I crit it? Maybe if I crit it. In any case, that's what I'm playing with. In the well, morning. if someone that rolls a thirty-seven can't make it. <laughs> a crit for you would be a 39, and that would be, yeah. you know, that would have to have been written by a super genius if it was, if you needed a 39 to, to pass. Fine, a super, Maybe super genius. Super, super genius? Uh, a super Carl, basically. All right. Okay. Um... Anything else that I want? I don't. I don't think there's anything. So I've memorized, reduced, detect magic, color spray, feather fall, spider climb, two rope tricks, knock, two blinks. Um, I'm studying spells. I'm. Do I? I don't. I think I'm going to leave the magic missile out of the amulet because I kind of like being at ten strength. Huh. Um. Anyway, those few days yeah. pass. The the actual so I my big plan I think once I'm fully healed if nothing interrupts me which it probably will is I need to hunt some displacer and displace beasts. I've had that. I'm so mad that that isn't a deep pocket spell. I I took the gamble. I was like, okay, fifty or whatever GP to do a custom magic robe to cast deep pockets on or displace or be slethered to get a displaced self. And I have yet to get the displaced self, but I could have totally had my deep pockets. Mm. It's been sitting uselessly in my spell book for levels and levels and levels. And it's such a good defensive spell. Like that would help so much in combat. It so makes the first attack miss and then gives you yeah. like a plus 40 race to otherwise. Something like that. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, anyway, um, but, a few days yeah. pass, yeah. and then you are summoned to Baron Song's Keep. Um, you've seen Marjorie a little bit in those few days, but she's mostly been working at the inn. Okay. Um, I, if you haven't I, gone out of your way to see her, you could just kind of like you know see her in the streets, and you guys wave to each other occasionally, sort of thing. Yeah, does she seem like she's doing okay? She seems busy. 
you know, preoccupied with work. Um, All right. Looks I mean, like the I, innkeeper I, is working her pretty hard. Uh, okay. I mean, if I see anything there that pisses me off, let me know. But I think I leave her to herself. And I mean, I extended a extended an offer of whatever she needed, which we'll see if she takes me up on. See what sorts of craziness I get dragged into. I guess it wouldn't be a secret mission into Thornwood at this point. Anywho, you make your way to Oh, Lord I cannot afford a new horse. So I think I walk <laughs> to Lord's to Lord Song's keep unless renting a horse is an option. And with my reputation, I can probably not rent a horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, no horse renting for you. Okay, so I this time I will have to walk. Right. Songs. You make it to Baron Song's Mott and Bailey, where he resides. This is okay. Three days later, three mornings later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Baron Song is there. Kel mm-hmm. Greller stands beside him. I look at Kel Greller for a second. As I'm like walking in, his magic armor shines even in the dim light here. His sword and dagger hang from either hip. Um, Spatial expression. Stern, mm-hmm. gruff. Okay. He doesn't show any bit of affection. Um, Baron Song, I hope you have been well. Very well. I have heard of your exploits with our handy knight here. I smile and I look to Greller and then back to the Baron. He look, He just kind of looks at you for a little while, kind of uncomfortably, like he's sure judging what, you. What Greller said that... I am a careful man. Carl, I pick my allies carefully, and I do not trust people easily. Wise, wise rules to live by. I have heard a detailed account of your liberation of our village. I look to Greller, like narrow my eyes for a second, and then back to Lord Song. And does anything? And I am most pleased with your results, sir. Oh, what? Pleased? Why? I. Of course. I mean, there were a few casualties, but villagers. And I shrug. There will be more villagers. The important thing is the gnolls have been stopped. For now, there will be more gnolls. They, knew... breed, fa- they breed faster than than yes. our women do, anyways. God, they are pests. around this guy turns me into a into a sleaze ball. <laughs> they are pests, <laughs> but for now, it seems their leadership has been destroyed. Or at least the leadership of a tribe. 
I don't know if this will buy us more time or paint a larger target on our back. I don't think gnolls are organized enough to come at come at Misty Rapids or your keep in force. My thinking. No. Exactly. No, this should this should keep the beasts at bay for a time at least. Which is why I have a new project for you. I hope you have had time to learn of our ways here. There are many noble families that live within the barony. Few of them live here in town. Some others live outside of town. One who has many dwellings is a Lady Dysek. Does that name ring a bell? In fact, it does. She has an estate here in town in town not on not in the east she has many estates but her primary residence is here in town there was a he pauses an agreement she and I came to many years ago um, you see our dear ranger, Liz, he says with a little bit of disdain in his voice, comes from one of her territories. And in order to bring Liz, our dear ranger, into my fold instead of hers, I traded her a seemingly useless plot of land. This plot of land, it appears, was not so useless after all. She has played me. There was something there that she has uncovered. She has had men digging since she acquired the land. It has been a lower priority. But I am curious as to what she found. What is it that she values so much she would trade away a ranger with a magic net. Yes. This isn't the first time I've heard such rumors. Oh? Yeah. Does not surprise me. A learned man such as yourself must know many things. Precisely... I don't know if I have anything to add, but I've heard the bit about the digging. Yes. An excavation like that does not go unnoticed. Yes. There is most definitely something there. I would task you with finding out what is there, but the caveat. Do not do anything to harm the relationship between Lady Dysek and myself. There are cards yet to be played. And I would not like to damage the playing field beforehand. I see. So we shan't bring the noise. I'll have to leave Sir Greller at home this time. <laughs> this yeah. is certainly no task for our powerful knight. Very well. Um, 
when would you like me to undertake this investigation? The sooner the better. If she manages to unearth whatever it is she's digging for, it may be gone from our grasp. I'll get on it right away. Good. I, I bow deeply and back out of the room. And Carl. <clears throat> yes, my lord. Keep that amulet hidden. I don't think Mother Ullman would like it very much. I pause, hand on the doorknob, and look to him. Do you know what it is? And I look to Greller and then back to him. Greller puffs up and says, I recognize the sign. Signs. Do I recognize the signs? I've got a religion proficiency. Like, do I You recognize, can... you know, the symbols of Malchus around it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I nod to Lord Song. It has remained hidden thus far. It won't come out again unless we are in mortal danger. He nods slowly. You serve me well, Carl. I don't uh. smile. I hope I don't smile. I <laughs> Maybe I, yeah. yeah. All right. Smell as I'm walking back to my. Oh, there's no horse to pick up. Nope. I'm walking on out. How did, did Kel? Did Kel Crystal give me a smirk when I showed up to the gates without a horse this time, or did she not even care? Uh, she gave you a good, you know, up and down, mm -hmm. open the doors. Because now I've got. Really I probably put everything. the patch black on on my black robes, right? Did oh yeah, a few days later. Sorry, we skipped over that. Um, mm -hmm. The next day, you found your robes folded on your doorstep. Cleaned. So you didn't deliver them in person. I messed up and I don't know what I did. <laughs> a look into the mind of a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this meeting would have been, I would be in my gray robes with the yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you depart. So why don't we take our break? And when we come back, we'll see what Carl the Horse Slayer has to do. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys on the side of a break. Bye-bye, everyone. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, Georg what do you do? The long, long walk to town. It's two miles. Not so long, kind of nice it's, walk back to town. Yeah, it, it's a trek, you know? It's a nice trek. Mm -hmm. uh, so Lady Dice, he's mentioned Lady Dysak has an estate in town. Yeah, I don't does. see why I would start there. I feel like I would want to start at this excavation site. He, we didn't role play it out, but he did tell you what property and roughly where that property could be found. And Which, the one that he sold to her or the one that he... The one that he was, traded to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a, a village. Mm -hmm. um, a village named Garnish. How far outside of Misty Rapids? How far out of Misty Rapids? Let's take a look at the at the map and see how far out of Misty Rapids it is. Doop -a -doop -a -doop. 
Um, it is right around here. So it's like eight miles out of town. So I could do, what time of day did I meet with? Um, morning. It seems like you so often maybe get... I head straight from, I, maybe I don't go back to Misty Rapids. I, I think I head straight from Kelgreller's estate to that village. Uh, probably along the, the road is probably fastest, correct? Yeah. So you'd go through town and then out. Yeah. Or do I go through town? Yeah, because the, the Mont and Bailey is off of town. The road, it's off the road. you got to go to town to get to the road. Or I guess you could cut through the wilderness, but, you know, mm-hmm. one way or the other, you are you make it to the road and start heading in the direction of Garnish. Yeah. How many days till that jeweler is done? I like maybe swing by his shop on the way out of town to see if he's away. Uh, Two days, well. Has he left Today's yet? the 23rd. Yeah, he's gone. Today's oh, yeah. the 23rd. He's supposed to be back on the 26th. Okay, so his shop is closed, so, or does, is there someone else? Closed. Closed. Okay. I um, pe- it looks like it's legitimately closed, though, right? Like, it's... I mean, I'm I not, mean what, what's like, the difference between a legitimately like, closed... Does and... it look like it's closed for, closed down for, for a week, or does it look like he left town? Is the only thing I was concerned about. Doors shut and locked, and there's a sign hanging in front of it that says closed. Okay. There's no windows to look in, like, there's... Are there no. where, there's not wares on display in windows or anything like that? No, 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 no. Okay. I knocked the door down! No, okay. I walk <laughs> along the road. Down. Right. Um, it's an eight-mile trek, which you can do, uh, no problem. It takes a third of your day to get there. Mm-hmm. And it's off the road, so, you know, eventually you come to a sign that says Garnish this way. Uh, and it's got, like, a little symbol next to it that you've seen on many posts for the illiterate people to read that, you know, this symbol means garnish. And there's finally a, a sign, you know, just a little boop garnish this way. Okay. All right. So I head into garnish. Do I see any people on the road? Uh, no. Uh, walking down the main road, you pass a few people. Um, looks um, like farmers pulling wagons of material going this way and that. Okay. Um, I think at some point when there's no one in sight, I just reach out and touch the amulet and turn invisible. All right. You are invisible. Last mark 24 hours or last Last until hours? you sleep. Till you fall unconscious. So if you power, like, if you don't sleep for five days, you can be invisible for five days. But whenever it is that you go to sleep, your invisibility breaks. Okay. All right. So I walk into Garnish, being careful not to accidentally bump into anyone. All right. Um, Garnish is an empty, deserted sort of place. As you come into the village, you notice that the buildings are dilapidated and fallen apart. Some of them are burned out, but it looks like it was burned out years ago. There's trees growing in places in where some of the old houses would be. The village is a total wreck. It's just totally useless. Uh, Except you notice a lot of activity near some tents that have been put up. On the south side of town, you're coming in from the north, so it's on the the other side of town, through the town square, out kind of... It looks like it would be in between a couple of fields. Okay. So I walk through the town square towards this little tent. I'm, town square is the pretty empty. There's a, there's a mangy dog who's lying in the sun, kind of just basking in it. Um, and as you get closer to this area, you see that there's a bunch of tents set up, like large pavilion tents. Uh, you see what looks to be 15 or 
20 people that you can see, peasants, working with shovels and wheelbarrows, and they seem to be digging underneath a very large tree. It's kind of like almost like they're digging a mine or a, a tunnel or a shaft of some sorts under this large, large tree. Also near them, um, but you know, giving a good distance from them, surrounding them, we should say, are military folks. You see a couple of armed guards with the colors of the Dysek family and the Dysek sigil on their clothing and uh, armor. I probably don't recognize this sigil, but I piece it together and mm -hmm. note it now. Is there anything yeah. you'd like to... Um, no, it's like a shield facing upward with the sun over it. Mm -hmm. um, how many I, like I quickly like count swords or whatever as I'm it looks like sneaking into this camp it looks like there are 10 armed men and 20 peasants but then there's peasants going down peasants coming up so 20 visible maybe a few more others so it's like a collection of tents like yeah how many, how many tents like eight tents mm-hmm um, you can see that you know there's uh, one of them is clearly a cooking tent of sorts, and that there are people making food in it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, you see some of these guards have dogs with them. Ooh, nice puppy! I give the dogs a really wide berth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, security is not super tight. The guards are stationed in groups of two around the area and kind of like a, you know in the cardinal direction. Does he have a dog, or is it just like commonplace for? guards to have pet war dogs or whatever these things are uh, two of the sets of guards have dogs okay so i i don't know if there's yeah i, I sneak into the camp away from the dogs if that's mm -hmm. possible that's fine it's easy to do you're invisible um, go to the center i'm still trying to be quiet and i like make sure i don't have bad body odor that'll alert the dogs to my presence or something okay try not to fart i don't know what attracts dogs I just had to write down her sigil. Mm -hmm. um, so you get towards where this large pile of dirt is being dumped, uh, and you see the peasants you know, dump the wheelbarrow, then turn around and head back under, uh, back through this wide shaft. It's maybe seven feet tall, uh, five feet wide. It looks like it's big enough for wheelbarrows to pass each other, but just barely. Uh, and it's kind of planked with boards all over the place. There so is, is a, it's a tent. No, no, no. There, it's a mine shaft kind of in the open area. Yeah, there are tents. So it's just totally open, like a pit in the ground. It's not straight down? It's like at an angle? Yeah, it's at an angle. Um, no. I approach the pit and like peek in. Are, is there traffic coming in and out of it? Like, There's a I, lot of traffic coming in so and out I'm, of it. So I'm like taking care not to get bumped into as yeah. I approach this pit. Yeah. Maybe from like the back. So I'm like above it. Like if that makes sense. So, like mm -hmm. the traffic would be going the other side right and i like look in and, like see if there's any carts coming in or going out yeah there's carts coming in and out pretty frequently actually um and after observing it for a few moments a two men walk out one of them is dressed in the same sort of colors that the soldiers are he's got a long sword at his side and he's got a piece of paper in his hand the one next to him is carrying a lantern is dressed um, like a slave so i'm thinking i'm like above the above this entrance so i'm looking down on these people as they're walking up does that make sense okay so you want to be above where the there's, whole, yeah. there's like a pit at an angle coming up that way so the carts go so yeah in if the, the shaft forward. comes down here you're standing yeah, like over here looking down at the entrance and yeah i'm standing yeah. up up here well, yeah. 
Right. I get okay. you. <laughs> well, I think we're on the same page here. Um, I, what I would like to do, if I can quickly try and glance at the paper and catch like a title or any letters or words on it. If that's, I mean, I'm Give sure me a perception check. Pass. See if you can catch anything. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I, as I watch these men pass, I try and glance at what he has in his hand, a 24. It looks like uh, blueprints or okay, um, the nice. layout of a building of some sorts. Kind of looks like a temple at first glance. So I, I see like a big circle in, drawn on the paper with like the whatever. Yeah, there's like a big square and a circle in it. Yeah, and zo- there's some zombies come from this hole. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's drawn to the center. It's and... a little confusing. You only get a, a quick glance at it. And you okay. can overhear their conversation. The the armored man, the, the one with the heavy trappings, says, um, we're going to need more wood. I don't know if we can... If the if continued excavation will be supported by the existing structure, make sure to send more men to bring us lumber. I don't know. That door is pretty thick. We might need a battering ram down there. See if one will fit down the existing shaft. If not, we'll need to expand it again. We need to get this done quickly. Um, the person yeah, who's holding no. the lantern Fult takes the paper, rolls it up, shoves it in his belt blows out the lantern and heads off to one area while the man in armor with the trappings gets out of the way of the, the people moving stuff back and forth and stands with his hands on his hips and watches them for a few minutes. And then heads off to what looks to be maybe a command tent. It's got a big table in the middle of it with some stuff on it. I guess I'll follow him into the command tent for now. But Georg knows what he needs to do. He'll probably wait until after dark, though. Okay. Till things calm down in the camp. All right. The, so I, in was, the camp, am I able to follow him into the command tent, or is there mm-hmm. traffic in in and out of there as well? No, there's no traffic. The command tent is a little. It's smaller than most of the other tents, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And it has a big table. It's got a lantern hanging from uh, a beam that supports the tent, but the lantern's not lit. There's no tables, or there's a big table, but no chairs or anything else. There's some wine and some fruit and some bread on the table. He starts eating it and, excuse me, leans over the, the table inspecting the papers. It looks like there is a, a map of the town. It looks fairly fresh. Misty Rapids? No, of the village okay. of okay. Garnish. Yeah. Uh, a map of the village looks fairly new, you know, definitely within the last year-ish. You know, it's a nice, clean, new map. Uh, and there's a circle drawn around where this mine is beginning. Actually, it looks like the circle is drawn around where the tree is, really. Wait, what tree? The, the, the mine shaft is going underneath a large tree. Okay. Sorry. Like a, a big oak tree. Is... Okay. Yeah, it's How a big, tall? big tree. Uh, maybe 60 feet tall, but it's also like 70 feet wide. It like okay. branches out more than it goes up. So an old tree. Yeah. Um, and so there's a circle drawn around the tree, and he kind of looks at the map once more, sits on the table, pours himself a drink. And Can I read any writing on the map? Are there any notes? Yeah, there's notes about what, you know, this building used to be, you know, blacksmith. Mm-hmm. But nothing farmhouse, indicating farmhouse. What, what the tree is. Um, their word temple is written next to the tree. Okay, so they're excavating probably an old temple. wonder what they're expecting to find inside. Um, 
So I'm going to wait till nightfall and not break my invisibility. Um, so I think I'll just sort of loot around the camp and try not, and priority number one is not bump into anyone and reveal my position. I'm a little curious to where they're getting their lumber. So maybe that's something I'll go wander off and look at. Like they've got to be like crossing the, oh, I get crossing the road or something. Or are there trees scattered? There are other trees here and there. There's small trees that are growing up in amongst the houses. Okay. So they Um, can go nearby to get woods here. Yeah. When you start investigating the lumber situation, you find that there are some people that go out and log trees and they're splitting an existing one right now. And, Mm-hmm. You overhear that same person who went off to talk to lumber people talking about, you know, we need to up this, pull a couple men from the mines, make sure we get enough wood. We don't want another collapse on our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and generally you get the impression that there is some sort of big excavation going on, but I think that's pretty apparent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll hang around the camp. Um, I don't know if I pick up anything interesting. Maybe I like hang out in the oak tree, invisible and wait for nightfall slash things to calm down. Like if I would feel comfortable sneaking into the mine without, I'd probably, I mean, yeah, I'd probably wind up waiting until like close to sunset. If the men yeah. ever like the men break for lunch, yeah. they eat when it oh, gets so is there like a 100% lunch. I don't think I want to do a lunch break. Yeah. The operation here is small. So everyone breaks for lunch together, mm-hmm. including the guards um, Actually, and then everyone goes back to work. I'll, t- I'll in lunch. I think during the lunch, like as soon, if there's like an obvious lunch break, I don't know if there's like a bell or like they, people start shouting, "Lunch uh, is ready!" Or yeah, whatever. the cook says, "Lunch is ready," and then peasants go down, and then all the peasants come back up. Okay. As uh, okay, so as like it seems like the last of the peasants come up, I will dash down into the into the mine shaft. Okay. There are tor- there are lanterns already hanging in the mine shaft that light your way. It looks like they didn't bother putting them out when they left for lunch. Sweet. I jog, try and make, try and do this quickly. Um, do I descend down? I got, obviously. Is it straight yes. down? Is it curve? Uh, it's kind of just straight. Um, and then it, it goes straight. So for maybe 150 feet, and you feel like you've, give me an intelligence check. But you've got 19 inch, so I don't. I could roll an engineering check or something, which may give me some penalty. Oh, <laughs> oh God, it's beautiful. Um, you get the impression that you're maybe 15 feet below the surface, or that the the top of the cave is maybe 15 feet below the surface. Occasionally, you see roots sticking in and dangling down, but they look like they've been hacked off. So this is this is soil, and there's like whatever you'd call them, like supports built up to yeah. There's the mine shaft with beams on either side with um, rafters going overhead, and it looks like pretty decent workmanship from the sound of it. Yeah, it's or, not bad. You've seen better. Okay. You know, it, it's pretty hasty, but still stable. Um, okay. There are signs of collapse. You know, things have collapsed and since been rebuilt around it. Just like beams that are bending in the areas where the beams are not bent at all. You know, probably no dirt above them. Um, so 150 feet down? And 150 feet what? forward, you know, like 15, 20 feet down. Uh, and you come to a stone wall. Actually, before you get to the stone wall, the shaft goes forward and then opens to either side, and there are torch, uh, the lanterns stuck, like, hanging from roots um, in the ceiling, and you see a wall of a temple before you, or what you presume to be a temple. It's like it's a just stone, stone wall? Big stone wall. There's some columns coming down. The columns and this part of the wall are actually lost in the dirt. The dirt doesn't excavate all the way above the temple. It just kind of excavates the first 
seven feet or so. How old would I guess this would, this is? Do I have any? I guess I've probably got no context. Or... You're from another. You're from another continent. Would you I know, put my you've... hand on the cold stone, my invisible hand. It's cold and dirty. And then I circle around. So it sounds like they excavated a ring around the temple. They didn't even get all ring all the way around. They got in, and then they went to the sides. It looks like they're still cutting out to the sides. So they um, have, have they, or have they not made it to the front door? They have they made it to the front door. And then the other, or maybe I find the front door on the first yeah. try. No, you find the front door. It's in this area. It looks like they knew exactly where to excavate. The shaft comes in maybe a little bit to the right of the door. Um, mm-hmm. And the door is this large set of double brass doors there are, as I said before, the, there are some columns in front of everything mm-hmm. that are not fully excavated down or up. So it's just kind of like weird marble columns that, you know, go disappear into wood above you and dirt below you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like maybe there were steps leading down from the temple, but the steps are still covered up by dirt. They haven't bothered to excavate that far down. There's big double brass doors before you. Oops, sorry. Um, I want to look, well, I mean, obviously this is, does it look like there's been any attempt to break these doors down or dis- disassemble them or? Uh, you see some scuff marks on one of the doors. Mm-hmm. But no, no success. Yeah. Uh, I have just the, just the spell for this. Although I'm invisible and there's a whole crew of burly miners and their guards just upstairs. So I'll probably wait. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll take my take at least 10, 20 minutes down here and like inspect the area for anything I may have missed. Any any markings on the door, magical runes. No, it looks like a normal Probably big religi- bronze I do door. See religious symbols. I yeah, do. but it's the same sort of religious symbols that you would see on any building. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more decorative. And the size of the bronze doors and the fact that they look like they're solid bronze when you give them a little bit of a tap mm-hmm. indicates that they're a little bit wealthier. You know, this was probably from... This was probably a significant temple once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I take a... Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Unless I spot anything else, I head up after about 20 minutes. Sure. In case the men come back from lunch. Yeah, you inspect the area, you get a pretty good feel for what you're looking at, and then head back out. Uh, You make it out before the men have finished lunch. They are all sitting around, chatting with each other. The guards in one area, the peasants in another. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like there's a pretty significant class difference going on here. Um, And after a little bit, the men get back to work. Um, I think I'll probably leave the camp, like, while they're on lunch, maybe, and, like, go stand couple hundred yards away or whatever mm-hmm. and hang out until they wrap up for the day i'll probably take my own lunch um yeah yep okay and just watch the camp maybe uh, i find a hill nearby that's got a vantage or or is this on the top of the hill no, you can find a hill nearby. Okay. Um, 
and get a nice good view of it and just hang out up there. Alright. Um, when do you just wait till nightfall? Yeah, or whenever they wrap up for the day. I mean, if they clock Yeah, they wrap that. up maybe an hour before the sun goes down. They get food. They build a, a campfire, and everyone sits around it. Where uh, is the campfire? In, um, if you came, if you're coming north through the village, mm-hmm. kind of like down the road through the village, the tree is at the other side of the village. The campfire is on the other side of the tree, which is on the other. So you would go like road, village, mine shaft, tree, campfire. Okay. So they all leave the camp. Like on, they just like abandon. Oh, uh, like the camp is built in kind of I mean, that, in and around the tree area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they know there's not. Are there guards guarding the mine shaft, or is that not even something they consider? To like, who's going to come in and steal their... Like, if thieves come and break the door open, probably makes their job easier. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> no one guarding the, the right, mine cool. shaft. So when they go to make their campfire, I head down into the mine shaft. Okay, you head down. Um, you. You come to the big doors. Uh, actually, no, It's the lanterns are out. They do not leave them lit. They're still here. They're just unlit. I take one with me and, like, trace my way into the depths with my quarterstaff like a blind mm-hmm. man before lighting it at the bottom. Sure. You have flint and steel? Of... I do have flint and steel. He says yeah. double checking. Yeah? Yep, cool. Okay. So I light a lantern in front of the bronze door. It lights up you can light the other lanterns if you'd like as well to give yourself better light or you can leave just the uh, one i think i use just the leave just the one sitting on the ground while i get to work all right i'm gonna break my invisibility i will start with a detect magic Ooh. it lasts for a total of 10 rounds but first i'm gonna check this door to make sure it's not warded or anything like that okay i mean so unless it's hidden i will detect any magic i the door is thick and is going to be thick enough one foot or more thickness of solid metal oh wait a stone wall of one foot or more or a solid metal of one inch yeah so it's going to block anything inside but if there's wards on the door i should be able to pick them up um you do detect a an aura of magic from the door. I've got a 50% chance to recognize the type of magic. Uh, it is alteration magic. But what isn't, it you know? mean anything. Uh, I feel pretty safe knocking the door down. But you never know. Let me check the range on knock. Just about anything can be alteration magic, except for, like, explosive traps. Those are going to be, like, evocation or maybe conjuring. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Protection would be transmutation. Yeah. Um, No, not transmutation. Abjuration would be protection spells. Mm -hmm. So alteration is pretty safe bet that it's something... Probably not a trap, fingers crossed. I mean, like, it's not, like, over overwhelming or anything? Uh, no, it is faint. Knock's range is 60 yards, but I probably need line of sight, or do I not? Yes, you need line of sight. You need okay. to be able to see the thing you were knocking. So I back up, like, down the hallway at, like, an oblique angle? Mm-hmm. 
Take a deep breath. How far away can I get from the door? And still see it? Yeah, like down there. Because I think the door, like it's, like it's the, probably like a few feet to a dirt wall, but I can get at like an oblique angle, like a maybe 10 feet down the hallway and like still see. The yeah, you you can get like 30 feet from the door, maybe 40 okay. feet for at best. Okay. okay, cool. So I'll get as far away as I can. I think the lantern is still on the floor in front of the door. Yes. Well, here goes nothing. I clutch my staff nervously. I don't even need somatic components, but I do tap my staff on the ground anyways mm-hmm. and say knock, knock, knock and blow the door down. There is a... Let's hope it doesn't make too much of a racket. There's a... As the hinges squeal open and the doors open before you. How long does... So it doesn't make a huge boom. It's more of a squeal. Um, One turn is how long knock would last if that was wizard lock. No, it does sound like a large force hits it. There's kind of like a boom. Uh, You're not sure if that noise could be heard from upstairs or not. You're pretty far underground and the tunnel exits the opposite direction. I don't stop to worry about it. I step towards the doors, picking up the lantern and gazing in with my magical detection. Was the ma- the magic was from the door, right? And it's still there. Yes. Or has it been disabled by my knock spell? Um, it is there, but more faint than it was before. Okay, so I think it was a wizard lock or something along those lines. Yes. Uh, as you step in to get a better look of the door. Billowing black clouds roll out towards you that I, are I, encased I, I, in yeah, an aura of necromancy. Okay, I'm I'm trying to avoid even getting like the it actually extends out of the out of the temple. Not quite. Okay. Not quite. Um, you just you start to get around to the point where you can see through the doors a little bit, and you mm-hmm. see these kind of like roiling black clouds that the light is being cast upon. What have I done? Um, Do you go I, closer I, or walk away? No, 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 no. I don't walk away. If it's not if it's not coming out, I don't walk away. I mean, we're talking matter of seconds here. You immediately see yeah. these weird black shapes. I think I back up a few feet, but if it seems like it's not advancing, I'm going to stop and try and identify a source. If it is advancing, I'm getting out of there. You don't so quite I, see it. Judgment yet. call that I don't get to. Man, maybe we roll initiative. Yeah. If this is like a I think death charging me. I think we should roll initiative because you pause to see what happens. So give me a D 10 plus initiative. Um, I don't even, I guess I'll just do a plus three, right? I can't even think what action to declare. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to detect magic on the source of this. Right. The, Black roiling clouds spill out further and further, exiting the temple. And from as it comes out, you can see that this is a a mass of black kind of shadows that spill out of each other that form up into a pillar with two large arms that reach out, red glowing eyes opening, and basically the red outline of the inside of a skull shining out before you. Wiry strands of blackness extend from around the head, and the creature turns its skull to face you and reaches its arm out. Is it too late to run? 
it moves in your direction. Armor class. Ten. Oh, it reaches out a hand and cold fingers almost touch you as it reaches and you can almost feel its hunger for your life. Jesus Christ, I forgot what these things are called. I don't remember what if they have an energy drain or what sort of nasty business they've got. I've got no amulet charges. I mean, so all I can, I had, didn't start casting a spell. So all I can do this round is strike out uselessly with my quarterstaff, uh, lamp clattering uselessly to the floor as I do so. Um, missing. Your quarterstaff misses. Um, I'm casting a spell this next round. I don't think color spray does anything to undead, does it? All right, I'm going for a blink. Blink. And that doesn't even... Jesus. Casting time one. There's no way to... God, I don't know how to... Oh, I can just withdraw, right? You could do a withdraw to prevent an opportunity attacks, but you could only move one-third your movement rate. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Or you can take an attack, attack of opportunity. I cast my blink, but it's at the probably at the end of the round. And blink ties go to the blinker. Um, that's what we determined. Not actually. I don't think I blink the first round, right? Oh, that's right. Okay. Right. right. That's not. A, right. So you're casting blink at nine. That eight was your attack roll. Okay. The creature goes first. The wraith reaches out for you. <sighs> These rolls. What do wraiths do? Do they just hit hard, or do they... I can't even... It's cold fingers touch you, and you feel five points of life just evaporate from you. Give me a... Permanent, isn't it? Give me a saving throw versus spell. Or give give me a saving throw versus death. I think that's more appropriate. My spell's better. Um, I need to roll a 14 or higher. 17. You feel your very heart and soul gripped. He says five points of damage. Yes, you feel your very heart and soul gripped by cold as this hand reaches in and it, like tries to pull something out of you, but it doesn't quite leave you. My blink fizzles, correct? Um, or, I think so. Yeah, it's it not. Did, it, it hit me and dealt damage, right? It it deals damage. Yes. Yeah. Initiative. I escape how does i escape um i think i need to provoke an opportunity attack and run roll me initiative trick got a spider i've got a color spray that's not gonna do it yeah i think i'm i'm running withdraw 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 one third of 120 is 40 yards i could get to the surface Mm -hmm. i think that's what i do Okay. Can I even do that when the spell is interrupted or not? Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. It reaches out for you again. It's chill fingers extending into the negative energy plane. You duck and weave, scrambling to get backwards as its hands move forward. It looks like it's clawing against the earth walls to pull itself forward, but its arms just pass through them. It says nothing, but you can feel it hungry for your life. I withdraw to the surface. Does it follow me as I back up? Yes. Leaving the... 
Okay. It's you soon are plunged into darkness, except for the glowing red holes where its There's... eyes, nose, and mouth should be. But by the end of the round, I've scrambled to the surface. This thing follows after you. I reach. It's lit by starlight. Is there a moon out? Um. Yes, the full moon was yesterday. Okay. So I do. So I do eventually back into light by the end of that, mm-hmm. that terrifying minute. As you break out to the field, you can hear the laughter coming from the camp as the guards and poor, poor soldiers work. God, blink won't. What do you do? Initiative again. We're yeah, rolling initiative again. I'm debating whether to try another round at blink. I could reduce the wraith. Let me double check color spray really quick to see if it's got any chance of doing anything here, but I highly doubt it. It's probably more than six hit die. It doesn't specifically say undead or not affected. Creatures, all creatures, blind or unseen creatures are not affected. I don't think I'm gonna risk it. Does a blink give me a better chance of escaping? What do you do? I know you're thinking, but Georg's in a in a panic. Yeah. yeah. God. Georg. I don't even know what happens if I lose these HP. I, I turn and run, provoking the opportunity attack. You just bolt? Yeah. Okay. Um, roll me initiative, please. Uh, oh, you're right. I thought I pressed enter. Seven. Okay, you go first. You turn, you run. I, hopefully, I think I back and run. So I think the you, you, with, attack the or... creature went before you last turn. You withdrew. Okay. I so think you I... are a little bit of ahead of it as you're withdrawing out of this tunnel. So I shouldn't take an yeah, I don't I think it provokes round. an OA. It attacked and then I withdrew. So right. I'm, yeah. So, so I'm, I mean, it, it followed you, but I don't think it provoked, you provoke an OA when you flee at this point. Wait. Where do you run? Uh, back towards the road, north. Um, All right. You just bolt north. I bolt. I hope it's. I don't know. The survival instinct in me hopes that it smells the souls that are closer than I am by the end of that run and just descends upon the poor, poor men around that campfire. But we'll see. I I think I look back. I mean, I look back over my shoulder that round. Is it pursuing me or is it? Let's find out. Let's make a morale check. See if it can be pulled away from you by the smell of warm bodies. So many warm bodies. So many warm bodies. No. Souls. You look back and you see nothing but blackness. Um, I think I'm. I mean, I'm trying to run. I'm like, I'm breaking out into a run. I'm, I'm terrified. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Fuck this shit. It's pretty quiet um, as you flee. I don't know if we want to. Like, maybe I probably do a double move that round, right? I probably jog, yeah, cutting down my defenses, run, and try to break away from it. All right. So you flee, okay. and as you run, all you can hear is that like pounding of your own blood in your heart in your ears the feet of the sound of your feet as you swish through the grass and then you start to hear the most blood curdling cries you've ever heard in your life coming from behind you you make it to the road I like slow eventually. yeah yeah i get to the road heart pounding look back into the tether wilds to the south can i still hear screams no they've stopped or that you're out of range. But you're you're free and clear. I walk back to Misty Rapids. 
And I think Heart on that heavy. note, uh, unless you've got time to do another hour, Ryan. I could be persuaded. Well, then why don't we take a break, and we'll come back with a fifth hour of Dyson with Death. See you guys on the other side. Ooh, lucky us. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Georg, what do you do? You make it to the road, the screams of the dying behind you, long lost. The thought crosses my mind to go back and search the temple, but I have a feeling that that wraith will guard whatever it's set to guard. I don't, I don't know the specifics of this undead creature, but I can put two and two together. Now, I think in the in the darkness or in the twilight, I start the two plus hour walk back to Misty Rapids. Okay. There's an almost full moon out that gives you plenty of light to walk by in this open we, area. We brief Neil and I briefly talked about this during the break about how I whether I could have killed that if things had gone differently. I, I really don't have enough combat potential, I don't think, to you know, this is getting a little out of character metagaming, but Maybe you do, know, maybe you don't. For, interprets it yeah but i'm not sure how i would even go about battling a creature from the negative material plane no idea how many hit points it has or what its bonus to hit is maybe it just got really unlucky with two of misses maybe maybe not maybe it's lower level Hmm. anyway every time there's a rustle in the shadow or a shadow crosses your path i think you get a little spooked but the journey back is not very eventful i oh, i guess i've got to pass through town to get to the keep correct like is there a yeah. road to the keep south out of town or something yeah so the there's a road a trail really to the keep mm-hmm. from town okay um you walk through town you hear the people singing as they come out of the taverns and passing you on the road jovial and happy having no idea what horrors yeah. you just unleashed I'm in a bit of a fog, rubbing my I'm I'm not even sure what horrors I just unleashed. I don't know if that creature will stay and guard the temple, or if it's... I think I'm going to... to... to the keep. Okay. Tell Lord Song what, I, what I've learned. By the time you get to the keep, it's well past the time any reasonable person is asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, Kel Crystal isn't knocked. even guarding the gate. There is a, a just a footman on duty. Mm-hmm. A foot soldier on duty, a watchman, one might call him. He looks down and goes, "Who goes there?" Waving a torch from the the wall what to get a better it? view of you. Well after midnight. Okay, I look up at him from underneath my gray hood and shout back, "Ark, Carl, uh, rouse the Baron if he's not already awake. It's urgent." And I like knock my staff against yeah. the. Is it a wooden mm-hmm. wooden gate? Yeah. Do he we comes... have a Do we have a moat? No. Hmm. Uh, he comes down and opens is it the a palisade wall, or is it stone? Palisade. Ooh. Yeah. And it's just like a, is it like a or is it a gate? It's a gate. Yeah. He comes down and opens the the gate for you, lets you in as he does. So he gives you a good look up and down. Um, I, I think I've got my hood over my head and I'm like squinting in the lantern. Okay. He tells you to go wake the Baron yourself. He's got to watch the gate. Uh, right. In I a respectful had, tone. Yeah, I have no idea where the Baron's bedchamber is. I head to the Great Hall first, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
is if it's dark, I'll light myself a. I mean, it's like unseeable dark. I'll light myself a candle, but otherwise, I think I'm. Yeah, it's really dark once you're inside. There's all. No, I'm pretty spooked. I think I've had a torch. How long do torches last? Half hour. Only half hour, huh? Yeah. How long do candles last? Um, ten minutes per inch. God, how many do we have candles like six inches? Yeah. All right, so I've probably been burning candles. Well, it's hard to walk with a candle. You know, blows out pretty easy. Um, then maybe I think I'm just hanging out in the dark. Then the keep is quiet. You don't know where the Baron is. You don't really see anyone on duty. I think maybe now more than ever it sinks in how small the Baron's forces are. That they've got one man on watch at night, and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's not even anyone walking around. You don't see any servants. You don't. It's so strange. Yeah. Everywhere else you've been, there've been you know enough people to really fortify a, a place, and you, you wouldn't just be able to walk into a building and not have anyone take notice. But this place is empty. It's desolate. Mm-hmm. So do I? I have no idea where his bedchamber is. Is there a second story? Uh, no, you did visit him in his bedroom once. Okay. Once upon a time. Okay. Out of character then. It's upstairs. Yeah, I vaguely recall it. But you. All right. So I guess I head up the stairs. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it wasn't his bedchamber. Maybe it was a war room. But you met him upstairs in a different room with Kel Greller once. Okay. Um. Anyway, you you search around and eventually. You're gonna at some point. You're just gonna have to start knocking on doors because it was a war room, not a not a bedroom. Yeah, I guess I pick a door and knock. I try pick the most like auspicious door. If there's like one a bigger. What, there's a double door. If there's a door <laughs> at the end of a hallway. I don't know. I start somewhere. All right. Knock, knock on it with my staff. Uh, hey, look at that. Uh, you actually find his room on the first shot. Lucky Georg. Uh, yeah, you find this door Is there kind a better of... way to, to just refer to a baron? Your your baron? Your, I kept, your, I said my liege? My liege? Okay, my liege. I kept saying my lord, and you said that, and you corrected me. So. Oh. Or I didn't keep saying, that's what I get to. Maybe, um, yeah. I mean, it would be weird to call him Lord Song. Yeah, okay. It would. You'd call him Baron Song, but you could call him my lord or my liege. Okay. Or you wouldn't use my grace, but you could use okay. yeah, my eminence if you really wanted to be fancy. Okay, so then I, I probably was committing a faux pas or whatever mm-hmm. when I said Lord Song earlier. Yeah. In character, I probably still said it. But anyways, I knock on the door, which I guess by chance happens to be him. Yeah. Right. Uh, my liege, uh, I, are, you, are you awake? The door opens. You see a half-dressed Baron Song standing before you with a long sword in his what? hand. What do his nightclothes look like? Um, kind of like long white robes, like a, a nightgown, basically. He's got a long sword. What? How does the Lord Song look in his nightclothes? Is he a, is he a stout man? Like does he does he look scary within the in the night with his long sword and white robes? Or um... after the things that I've seen tonight, does he suddenly look a whole lot more mortal? He's more fragile. He's short and stout. He's like five six and one hundred fifty five pounds. Okay, 
So um, he hoists the long sword like a baseball bat. <laughs> no, he's got it pointed towards okay. you. Mm-hmm. He takes a moment to recognize your face and says, Carl, why do you I... rouse me from my chambers at this hour? He takes a few steps back, puts the long sword down on the table. I've just come from the dice, the dissect farm. Your, your farm, and I look like side to side. I, we we need to. It, we can we can we can he, we speak? He walks uh, across the hall to the room on the other, uh, yeah, or down the I'm hall a little bit, and pounds on a door. I'm visibly like flabbergasted. Yeah. I'm probably like bone white. I'm still like I think I've got my hood on. I'm probably like maybe shivering even. I mean I'm yeah. I'm I yeah. I passed my save, which I guess is a house rule. If yes. this were to happen on hardcore heroes, that would uh, be a level drain right there. That would be a level drain right there, but yeah. yeah. House house rules work in favor of the players sometimes. Yeah, level drain like... without save is brutal. It's so brutal. I um, anyway, he walks down the this the hallway a little bit and pounds on a door and calls for Kel Greller, who steps out. Um, Greller is wearing nothing, uh, <laughs> but has his sword in hand. Okay. I s- Alright. I guess I walk towards the two men. Uh, is there like a... Do we go to the war room? Do we go downstairs? What is? No. The, you guys are just standing in the hallway. Um, I... The... Lady... The, the Lady Dysek is excavating a a temple was a, excavating a temple uh in your former lands it was buried beneath the earth yes i say was because it's it's done i finished the job this night and i'm not sure if it was the right thing to do speak clearly what did you find? I don't Gold? know what I saw. Riches? Death. Bodies? No. Worse. Something... Something not quite dead. At least not all the way. Something from another plane. I, I do not know what I... With Lady Dysek and I have unleashed upon the world, but this is out of my depths. Out of your depths? He says angrily. What do you mean, out of your depths? This was a temple. I... I, This is... Do you have a cleric we can talk to? I know not what was locked behind those brass doors, but I think I will regret opening them. And I, I think I'm getting more clear having talked about this and suddenly realizing how maybe it was rash to wake the Baron in the middle of the night. What's he walks down a hall, uh, pounds on a door, some servants come out, kind of surprised. Yes, my lord? And he says, grab a horse, head into town, find Father Rolnat, and bring him here immediately. I don't care what he protests. Put him on the horse himself and you can walk back. Hurry! Go! The the peasant, or the servant goes inside, grabs a heavy cloak and runs outside, still in its night clothes, grabs some shoes. At some point, I like as the guy's running out the door, mm-hmm. I like yeah, offer some more information. 
I, I don't think Dissect knew what was down there. At least not entirely. Probably assumed there was treasure. Hell, probably still is. What level of treasure are we speaking? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't look past the... Past the... What's the portal? The... The Baron orders the other servants that were in that room to get some food, get some drink, light the, get a fire going in the hearth of the war room, light the lanterns in there, prep it for use. Um, and he leads the two of you back to his chambers where he dresses while you, you know, explain further details. Just fucking Greller dress? Yeah, Greller goes in. Well, Greller listens to mm -hmm. this conversation. The Lord dresses. Then he and you stand in the hallway while Greller goes in and dresses. So that way everyone's always part of the conversation. And by the time you guys meet back up in the war room, the peasants have prepped it. It's got a, a fire going in the hearth. There's lanterns hanging around. Um, some carpets have been brought in to keep your feet warm. Uh, and you can hear noise downstairs in what you presume to be a kitchen. Well, says Kelgreller, you do not guard a temple with something from the nether world unless there is something to guard there. Very valuable. Maybe. Do these. I mean, you bury hundreds and hundreds of people beneath the earth, beneath your city, for generations. And then forget about it. I mean, maybe from time to time, one of these one of these souls gets angry. Maybe these things just happen. I think that if well, why would Lady Dissect be di digging there if there was nothing of value? Do you suspect she would unleash this creature into the world of her own volition? No. Does she seek fair. to control it for her own use? Is that's... this a power grab? Again, that's a question for a priest. <clears throat> Our... Did you know there was a temple there? He shakes his head. As far as no. I was concerned, it was a useless, ruined village destroyed by gnolls ages ago. No. Out there in the, in the plains, on the border of the Tetherwild, buried beneath the monstrous oak tree was a temple 15 feet beneath the earth that's got to be hundreds thousands of years old how Unless long someone have you, buried have it people been building temples in these in these hills you are not from these lands so you may not know but we've been living people have lived on this continent for thousands of years is it not possible continues the baron that the temple was buried intentionally? Buried to seal away this great evil? I saw no markings on the door to indicate, hey, don't open, we locked away something evil, or mm. something <laughs> would leave behind as a courtesy when you do such things. Astute observation. Although, I scratched my... Maybe I was hasty to open that door 
a little too curious, you see. Hmm. I figured time was of the essence. We ought to... It will seem to all outsiders as if Lady Dysek opened this tomb. And... But her men... I don't know if any will survive to tell the tale. The world will know that something horrible was unleashed on this night. Not if all her men die, says Kelgreller, kind of coldly. You're right. And maybe this wraith won't even won't even leave the temple. Maybe it will stay there and guard it. I look is there a window that I can like look out mm-hmm. suspiciously? You see the planes before you. The window looks west instead of east, so it's not quite as useful, but you see like little spots of light that from various villages way out in the fields. Um, some time passes while you guys chat. Peasants bring up some uh, stew from yesterday that was just left down there. Um, it's been heated up. And after an hour, maybe a little less than an hour, Father Ralnat arrives, bundled in warm robes, uh, hastily thrown together. He comes into the war room, looking about very concerned, like, and says, uh, My liege, why why have you summoned me at this hour? What, what, what is the situation? Uh, and he kind of looks to you to explain things, which I you know, presume you do. We don't have to roleplay the entire you explaining again to a third per- to another yeah, person. Yeah, and I'll probably go into more detail into what the thing looked like. Mm-hmm. Know, like a, a necromantic power billowing smoke with a, with a human visage the priest looks concerned two piercing red eyes it reached me it touched me and tore and rend my soul do i have a visible wound from the attack or was it just like psychological hp um there was no marking on the outside of you yeah so it's not like there's like a I don't have like a withered spot of skin. It's like no. it just like sapped at my life force or something. Yeah. Some fucked up shit. Yeah. I try and express that in a, in a more eloquent way. <laughs> the, the good father. He nods, listens very carefully, uh, and concludes that this, this creature is a dark entity from the negative material plane. That, that is just fancy speak for an undead wraith. They are rare. Only great and malevolent spirits that have passed away in anger resurrect themselves as wraiths. So they raise themselves. They aren't raised intentionally. Sometimes. Usually they're raised themselves. That doesn't mean a powerful I, cleric. I I, so I guess I jumped right into this conversation without gauging um, the Baron Song's, like, I don't know. Like, at this point, I guess I pause and try and gauge whether this like, Baron Song seems to trust this priest, or is he just, like, the first cleric he could find? Like, the Probably not Mother Roman, but... I mean, yeah, he's got two clerics cleric? to pull from. So. Is he a cleric or is he a priest? He's a cleric, yeah. Okay. So I guess, I mean, I, I didn't tell him the details of, like, where I saw the rain. I mean, yeah, I guess we sort of just jumped into, like... Right, you say, I saw this thing, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And he starts talking about wraiths and 
They're mm-hmm. usually undead, them, uh, summon themselves, but they could be summoned by other creatures, or powerful wizards or clerics could even could you dominate them and control them themselves. Could you turn such a creature? It has been done. I don't know if that's within my power to do so. Uh, I'm telling you that a that a wraith stalks the plains to the east. I look to Lord Song, the Baron Song, for a second, uh, and I mean, I guess I'm trying to gauge permission to like how much I should tell this guy without asking. Maybe I should have talked about this before he showed up, but I guess I didn't think of it. So, Baron Song also you, didn't say anything yeah. before he showed up. If that helps you with your decision, okay. yeah. If Baron, I mean, I guess I give a pause for someone to break in. No one breaks not, in. I'm gonna tell, uh, tell the priest or ask the priest. Uh, did you know of a temple buried in the Tether Wilds? And do I know the what was the name of the ga- gavel? Uh, Garnish. Garnish <laughs> in in the tether wilds, just outside of Garnish. Buried. Garnish. That name sounds familiar. Perhaps an ancient temple. The world is very old, and we humans have such a short memory. We can barely remember the events of our own lives, let alone things that happened generations past. There could very well be numerous temples or entire cities buried out in the tether wilds. Probably not cities. This generation, in this time, tonight, that temple just spat a wraith out into the plains. So... I... The mother empowers us to push back these forces of evil. Are you... Are you confident? I look to his... Uh, to his bosom. Does he have the interlocked rings of the mother? He does. Hanging around his neck. Mm-hmm. Are his like studded at the center? His are not studded at the center. No ones are studded at the center other than other than Friar Morton Bixby's. It's it's the shield for structural integrity. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. Are you confident in? In these abilities, or I am confident we if we this? do not, if we do nothing, the people will suffer. And he kind of gives a look to Baron Song, that's maybe a little bit accusatory, when he says the people will suffer. <clears throat> Baron Song drums his fingers on the table. This is. This is on Dysec land. Perhaps she can sort it out. Or we can wait and see. Maybe maybe this wraith will just stay in the temple. I look hopefully to the to the priest. Father, says Baron Song, until such time as this wraith manor is cleared up. I want you here with me. I will need my advisors close at hand. I will have a servant make up a quarters for you here. He looks to you. You as well. 
I will need my advisors and my might close at hand. Um, he steps out, calls for a, pe- uh, a servant. I don't know why I call the servants peasants. They're not peasants, they're servants. <laughs> it's a different class entirely. Tells him to make up a couple of rooms for you guys and has him show Father Rolnat to his quarters. Uh, once Father Rolnat is out of speaking range, he turns to the two of you and says, If this creature leaves the temple and starts killing people that leaves the temple wide open for the taking. Is this me and and Kelgreller and oh. Baron Song? Not the not father. Not father Rolnat. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure. That leaves the temple wide open for the taking. I On have the other the hand same, I have the same thought. If this wraith stays there And we clear it out. There will be no question as to who the contents of the temple belong to. I believe even the most cowardly legal scholars would back us on that. Either way, I want you, he says, pointing at you, Georg, and Father Rolnat to go there. As soon as you are ready and destroy this spirit and bring back the wealth of that temple. I can send men and wheelbarrows if you believe there's too much to carry in your hands. <sighs> Pressure's on. I don't even... I probably do have my spell books. I said... Maybe I said I left it at home, but I'm like counting up the weight on my character sheet, and it's all pretty reasonable. Okay. I'm trying to see if Ram- Ramdal's spellbook was not included. That's the one that I'm studying. Let me do my. Actually, my weight allowance is back up is up to forty with ten strength, so I think I'm back to carrying around everything that I've got. I don't know that we established. I mean, we didn't rediscuss this since the last time I declared that I was not carrying spellbooks. Right. Well. So whatever. If okay. not, you can I, go back and get them. I don't think they're you can. Okay. I don't think it's critical to the plot whether you have them here or not. Because if you need them by the morning, you well, can send a peasant like to ba- get them for you. It sounded you. like the Baron was going to make me stay by his side and hold his hand all night. Yeah, but you can send someone to you get your stuff for you. You've got a hole in your roof that they can climb through if you need be. <laughs> your spell books are not well protected right now. <laughs> You're making me sad. Yeah, I think that's probably what happens. I like send someone home to climb, or send one of the servants to go climb in the roof, and I like give them super specific instructions. Be careful with it. Don't you dare open it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. God, that poor servant that has to climb them through the, <laughs> the middle of the night. It's got like bring a torch. <laughs> accidentally out. sets fire to the rest of your house. <laughs> Climbing out is the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> Can he climb out? I don't. I have windows you could climb out of, right? That like just latch normally or something. Um. Yeah, you didn't wizard lock your windows, did you? Um. Not yet, but I would eventually. If I had had more downtime, I would wizard lock my windows. I'll do that next time, once I get a roof, my roof fixed. Okay. Um. So yeah, you get a peasant to bring uh, a servant to bring back your stuff. Um, and I guess I sleep at the keep that night. Yes. Um, 
Is it like a slumber? Or do they? Do I get some sleep, or did? Does... Uh, yeah, you could get some sleep. Okay. In like the war room, or is there a spare bedroom? Are there two spare bedrooms? There are no. multiple spare bedrooms. Uh, there's actually you're surprised by the number of spare bedrooms here. This keep looks like it can hold quite a few guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and if some of these rooms were converted to barracks, you could mm-hmm. actually have quite the the force here. It's just really underpopulated. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I immediately get some sleep. If I can find a room with no windows, is that a thing that I could do? Um, no. <laughs> okay. But you can, you know, pull a blanket over your head and sleep in or whatever. <laughs> I was more thinking I'm afraid of rates. Oh, <laughs> I go to sleep and okay. we'll memorize some spells the next day. Um... Forgot to ask the priest how to kill a freaking wraith, but I guess I'll get a chance to that. I'm just trying to think what spells I can even use that would matter. I'll rememorize knock, which I cast. Um, I th- before bed I will burn a rope trick to swap it out for. Ooh, I was gonna do wizard lock. I think I'll do past life instead. Okay. That could be fun. Uh, rememorize another blink. Oh, I should have asked for, can I ask for heals before bed or do I not see the father again? Uh, you could have found him and asked him to heal you. Yeah. I'll like, it, it would have been, and- I would have juiced. I would have been like, I'm feeling so faint. The creature just, just clawed at my bones with its it- negative material hands. It touched you. It touched me. It touched my soul. Dear God. He mumbles some words, and uh, warmth flows through you as you gain 5 HP. I could feel him beckoning me towards Falumbra. It was horrible, Father. Hold me, hold me tight. <laughs> Don't worry. The, uh, the divine arts are the truest form of magic. They will protect us all. I think that's the first magical healing Georg's talk. I don't know. Managed to beg his way into. What does it feel like to be cured by the light of Martha? It's a cold warmth, if that makes sense. Like it icy does... hot. Hmm? Like icy hot. Yeah, kind of like icy hot. I guess icy I've never. Hot. I don't know what icy hot's like, so I don't. I don't... Oh, sure. It's like I don't. I don't even. Yeah. It's like a warmth that flows through you and kind of like sends a shiver through you at the same time. And there's a, a nice soft blue light that's accompanied by it. Um, mm. feels oddly pleasant. I've never been like hospitalized such to have an like an IV drip of like, painkillers, but the, that's based on the descriptions I've heard in like literature or whatever. That's that's what it sounds like you just described. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, the morphine. Mom, mother's morphine. I'm almost to full, actually. Hmm. Wait, how did that happen? Something went wrong. Um, you should have just the damage that you took should have been undone. Five, yeah. Am I back to thirteen? I didn't start that battle at thirteen, did I? How did I? I I screwed up my maths, and now it says I have thirteen out of fifteen. Maybe I didn't screw up my maths, but 
because uh, you were at seven, and then you got another. Yeah, no, you got you went from seven to ten to thirteen, and then you got drained five, and you got added five. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Thirteen out of fifteen. All right. I didn't realize I was so high in HP. Okay. Um, I like that added in HP. Yeah. Should I just harvest some magic missiles from my own from my own stats and go fight this thing? It's your call. Invisibility. I think if I recharge the invisibility, I get a dex penalty. God, Georg, living your life on the edge. It's that time in the show where we both do bookkeeping. Oh no, I can do seven. I can go invisible. I don't think invisibility helps with undead though, does it? I think that's something you don't know. Hmm. Nah, I'll drain down. I'll add to charge two magic missiles. God, I need so many freaking souls. I'm so weak, so weak in will, and in my and in my body. But I got two magic missiles. I can maybe fight a wraith. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> All right, so it's the next morning? Yes. Or is that just like a batch of attack rolls against poor innocent villagers in the night as they get torn to pieces by the <laughs> I don't, they didn't stand a chance. They don't get attack rolls, they just die. Right. Um, so I think in the morning I meet up with the father? Yes. The priest? Yes. He's a cleric? He's a, a right? cleric. Yeah, he so so uh, mother and father are for male and female clerics, and sister and brother are for female and male priests, or oh, okay. other things. Mm. Um, yeah, so you wake up. Everyone is gathered downstairs eating food. The soldiers on duty are all whispering about what happened in the night. Um, word has spread of this thing Carl saw. You're not sure how they heard. You know, you you didn't tell anyone directly. Maybe someone else told someone. Maybe they just were listening at the door. Had to have been the servants. You know. Someone heard and rumors spread. This is just like us passing through town on our way east. Uh, Are you headed? I was going to say we're still in, in the keep right now. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I thought. I mean. I mean. Are we taking breakfast or what? Do you? Yeah, you're taking breakfast with everyone and the keep. Okay. Um, but I think I'm eager to grab the priest and head back to the excavation site and see what's going on. Okay. Unless like something is happening at the keep. Nope. Nope. Um. But it would be. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to be expecting the need to leave anytime soon. He's really? munching and you know talking with the the servants about the ways of the gods, and seems maybe a little disconnected from the reality of what's happening here. <laughs> um, I, so what does he say when I said like I guess I wait for him to, like I'm patient while he finishes his breakfast or whatever. I mean I, I don't know if he had to pray for spells in the morning, but maybe I came down while they were already partway through breakfast. Mm-hmm. I would have had to spend time yeah 
I don't know what it was, maybe close to an hour. I'm not sure how many spells I had. One, two, one, two. Yeah, it was probably it was an hour, an hour or so. Okay. So I wait for him to finish his breakfast and then I'm like, uh, Father, when, when would you like to go and see the temple? He kind of stops, scratches his chin and goes... Stop? How many people are around at this point? Oh, um, it looks like most of the soldiers that work here, you see the three fresh recruits that you have, that you brought over. They're sitting at like the far end of the table, well away from everyone else. There seems to be some sort of hazing ritual going on where they have to sit over there in their underwear <laughs> having breakfast. Oh. <laughs> um, no one seems to mind. Uh-huh. The father says, we... I, I have something for just this occasion. I was hoping we would never need this, but come with me to my temple. Uh, I, I need to gather my weapon. God, it's been so long since I've used it. And into scroll. I hope it doesn't come to this. Um, we, we can go today. Are you finished? I look look to our plates. See, he's not quite finished, but he nods okay, and yeah, gets up. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, it's more of a symbolic. Yeah, yeah. There's what's the yeah, point in finishing my food? Did he ride here on a horse, or did he walk here? He arrived time? here on horseback. Um, horseback that was taken from the keep. So, okay, so we'll be walking back to town. It sounds like you're both going to be walking back to town. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at some point, I ask him. So. What can harm these wraiths? Magic. Magic weapons. Some say silver has an effect on them, but I I think that's a misnomer. I think that's people confusing werewolves and vampires and undead all together in one. It's... Yes. You are a... A wizard of means, right? You have the power to bring down one of these things if I can slow it or stop it. I exhale deeply. I don't know. I've never seen anything like this, but I have... I have magic. He nods. Um... Okay, I'm just noting spells for him right now. Uh, let me get his spells. I, should, I need to try really hard to keep this uh, cleric of Martha from spotting my amulet. Actually... I don't know. What do you think? Martha and Malchus. They've got a kid together, don't they? Or is that like... They have many children together. Yes. Oh. So is there like an order? Like, is is Malchus her second husband? No, no, there's not really... It's not a marriage sort of situation. You know, the... They're just just fucking like everyone else. Well, it's also not like a, we had sex and we produced this child. It's more of... These gods are the product... 
think of like the sub gods as like the products of two eras like where where the um elemental plane of fire meets the elemental plane of water you've mm -hmm. got like mist in between and that mist is created by these two sort things like so platonic ideal ideas sort of yeah situation. kind of so like when martha <laughs> bumped up against malchus they produced ephra and chiss and this and that mm -hmm. you know uh, yeah martha deals more in the domain of life uh order and chaos are both well within the domain of life, life you know so she yeah, reaches life, out to both of life them is, life can be quite chaotic okay yeah we'll see we'll see so we head back to his temple he heads back to his temple or so to get back unless he's like a fat dude or something um or no he's tall Actually, and... i i will be in god i'm gonna be encumbered aren't i yes with all if i if they brought all of my books which i I wouldn't have needed the scrolls. So I guess they would have just left the one book. Okay, I think I'm still in the clear. All right, so I guess at this yeah. point, it becomes important to know note what you leave behind. Yeah, well, I think I just had them get me uh, Ramdell's spell books so that yeah. I could rememorize. I actually would have just needed my own. Oh, we passed in the right. night. Or is Knock in... Where the fuck are these spells? I think. Yeah, knock is in. Okay, so it's not rambles that I needed. I needed the scrolls, so I would have had to send. In any case, Randall's spellbook was not with me. I, I think I leave all of the spellbooks at that at my house when I get there. I was just trying to figure out if I was encumbered walking back to it, and I wasn't because I wouldn't have. I would have just sent for the scrolls in my okay. spellbook. Um, you notice when you're at the temple and Father Rolnak comes out, he has tucked a flail into his belt that goes across his robes. Mm -hmm. Now he's in his like normal robes. Uh, the flail ha is made out of some green metal. It doesn't look like oxidized copper. It looks like something else. It's got a deeper tint to it. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the haft Hello. is made out of bronze, but the, the head is made out of some sort of green metal and the links of the chain are made of that green metal and it clamps onto the bronze with that same green metal. Is, is the father an old man? He's late 40s, early 50s. 6'3", 168 pounds. Oh, so tall and lanky. Very lanky. Very kind of gaunt, almost, you could call him. And a scroll? Do I see him grab a scroll, or does he just come out of his... Uh, you see it kind of, like, tucked into his robes. Now, he wouldn't have gone into his chambers. He would have gone into his... Um, storage room. Into right. Storage. Well, he went into the chambers to get dressed, and then he went into the storage I'm room. I'm actually and... looking at the stonework of the temple while he's getting his stuff. I don't think I'll get anything out of it, because I don't actually have those relevant proficiencies, but maybe from a storytelling <laughs> perspective, it would matter. Like, does this look similar in construction to the temple that I saw out in buried beneath the plains or uh it's hard to tell this the stone here is so much cleaner the stone there is really really i mean it's been buried for god knows how many hundreds of years and then people just like shovel dirt away from the walls so it's just dirty stone you didn't you never got a good look at the stonework um okay. this temple doesn't have the columns out front though yeah. so there's at least that difference and this temple also doesn't have the steps leading up to it oh there are steps leading i didn't yeah, well, the other one had, like, columns that looked like they went down, and you could... Okay. There was, like, the top two steps were uncovered, but the rest were buried. Okay. So... Uh, are the doors big and brass? 
Nope, that's a single wooden door. Mm-hmm. Now the so there's differences. There's strong differences. Um, the stonework itself cannot be told, as you you don't have a good look at the other stonework. Okay. All right. All right. So if he's ready, I guess we head east along the road as soon as we can. All right. You go um, east. Uh, there... Along the way with way too many questions about fighting undead. So can these creatures see like we do? Would they be affected by... Well... By what? Visual attacks. Visual magics. Can they see? Are they... They see in a different sort of way. They are attached to the negative material plane. They do not really... It is my understanding that these creatures see as well in the night as they do in the day, that it is something else that gives them their sight. They can mm-hmm. see through the hearts of men. I I don't know Colors if you could blind them. It is an interesting question, and one I wish not to test. Yeah. Le- leave the testings of undead functionality to younger men with... <laughs> braver hearts my hmm. he probably does he not realize how young i am all i really have got is those magic missiles so i hope he just nails his turn undead and we can call it a day i guess even the best you can hope with the turn undead is to chase it into a corner yeah getting rid of it's uh okay um, so, I think that's about. I mean, yeah. Okay. You I, guys... I bug him the way there. I think I'm right. nervous and trying to learn, but we takes what two <laughs> hours or something to walk. Yeah, a couple of hours. Um, you're walking like three miles per hour, so a little over two hours to get there. And then turn off the road, go down the trail, get to the village. He asks you along the way. How it is that you came to find this temple buried under this area? What what were you doing here? Did you excavate it yourself? No. The lady's... Lady Dysak has been digging here for some time. And she employed you to inspect her findings? Something like that. I, I came to came to finish the job. And oh, look, flags! I think there's other people here. He says as oh, he picks shit. up the pace and I starts look, running. I look to the flags and run after. And they're them. like off in the distance, you know, okay. barely at the edge of view. All right, I, um, I keep up with them. Then the flags are just the flags on the tents from the last okay. time you were here. <laughs> I'm he, like, that's that's, you, the, that's the work camp. I say as we like. Jogging closer. Do you catch up to him or do you let him yeah. run across yeah. it first? No, I, catch up. I catch up okay. to him. Um, uh, he comes to a stop as he realizes what's going on and there's just bodies lying everywhere. Are they, like, but they're not like, they're not bloody, right? They're just like, no. like pale or? They're completely pale. Like they're pale and their skin is pulled tight against them as if they've had all the moisture drained from them. They look like mummified creatures almost. 
And there's no soul left. <laughs> no, no. They're they're scattered all over the place in weird places and angles. And there's dead animals as well. He looks about in horror and goes and looks back to you and just you didn't tell me there were casualties. I didn't I didn't stay to watch. Do you blame me? It looks like they were eating when it descended on them. He says, like noting that some guy's right next to a platter of food. God Gods be with us. This is looks about it looks so peaceful. I it was does this oak tree have any significance to you? It's I look around like scanning the plains. Is it the largest tree that I can see? Yeah. I think it marks the site of this temple. Come, the entrance is over here, and I like lead him away. Like, yeah. We You lead him back down. Yeah. Is the the shaft is wide enough for us both to go, correct? Mm-hmm. All the lights in it light. are out still. But um, I only lit the one lantern, so they right. should be full lanterns. Yep, yep. There are plenty of lanterns so in here that you can I light. light it. Okay. Um, you, did you have a lantern hanging on your staff? Is that this character or is that, that a different was, character? That was Fenric. That, was Fenric. that seems okay. in line with this guy. I would do that again if it weren't, uh, if it wasn't something I already did. <laughs> this character is the engineer. But anyways. Right. Um, he had, we had established that it wouldn't be affected by normal weapons, right? Yeah, that's what it seems to so be. I, yeah, I guess my staff is not going to do me much, much good. I'm holding the lantern. Uh, he, as you guys walk down in the lantern light, he mumbles something about that lantern not being bright enough. Um, is I look around, it's it's plenty. I mean, it's... I mean, it's, it gives plenty of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you... Tell if it's still here, I say, as we descend the... He closes his eyes and the shaft. concentrates and shakes his head, and I, I can't feel anything. Does that? Does he take a minute to actually cast a spell, or was that just him closing his eyes and having a moment? You didn't detect any <laughs> spellcraft going on. <laughs> All right, so we descend the okay. mine shaft. You come back to that same corner, and you see the doors are shut once more. Mm-hmm. I approach the doors and shine the light upon them. He looks and runs his hand over the bronze doors. I like step back and like let With, him think. within. I nod slowly. I may need to open it again. If you'd... I don't think it would have gone back in. Do you? I think it's out. The these creatures, these wraiths, do not. They, they abhor the sun. Hmm. They abhor Loomis and Martha's blessings. They they prefer the dark. With they prefer the areas of Vorasi and Malchus. If one can produce a bright enough light, a light equivalent to the sun, you can sometimes drive them back with it. I have not learned that spell yet. Um, no. Mm. We only have oil. Do you have such a light? He shakes his head. It's beyond my grasp. 
wonder if my color, if they're afraid of light, why would my color spray do anything? Do you want to find out? Not particularly. I'll probably just stand somewhere that the father can't see and hurl bolts of Malchus at it. Shall I knock? I say, approaching the door. <laughs> I don't think it answers to a knock, but you can open the door. Um, I tried. I guess I try to open the door normally. It's definitely shut. <clears throat> knock, knock, knock. Do you while you're standing before it? Yeah, I cast a knock spell. Okay. You actually, cast it's just verbal. Spell. I don't even need to actually knock. Do you knock though? I cast the spell knock. But do you knock? Uh, I think on the door. So. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a like dramatic tap, effect. And like as I'm like gong gong, the doors, you know, the loud gongs uh, echo throughout the chamber as the doors squeak open on their hinges, and the roiling mass of black that bubbles up from the ground, the red skull, or I step back behind the father, moves <laughs> very quickly from well behind the doors, almost as if it's waiting for you. Uh, you guys roll initiative. I'll roll their initiatives. You roll yours. Oh, I'm doing it independently? Yes, independently. Don't like that die. Thank you. Uh-oh. Ooh, I am not quick on my feet. Twelve. The father gives a bit of a cry as the wraith descends towards him, reaching out a ghastly Ooh. hand Is, for his Did neck. I get behind the father? Yes. Am I just going to level drain our, our, the only town priest that's on our side? The wraith reaches his throat. Its hand closes around his neck. And you see a little bit of life drain away from the father. Oh. Um, and you hear him cry and just kind of like shiver. A, a patch of hair in the back of his head goes stark white. Shit. All right. Um, the father goes before me, I assume? Yes. Hold on. Oh, God. <laughs> level drain <Did> success. <laughs> I just level drained your NPC. You just level drained your own NPC. He might have a, depending on what his level is, he may have a way to reverse it. Or he may just be permanently lower level. Um, his spell is interrupted, and as he fumbles, as he like stumbles back and reaches into his uh, cloak and starts to pull out this scroll and stops and says. Gaor or Carl, distract it! I need a moment. Um, it's your turn. His spell was interrupted. Yeah, I was. So am I just behind him still, or do I need to back up further? You can back up further. He's like taken a hit and kind of fallen back a little bit and scrambling along the ground trying to get away. I think I, I think we've like scrambled forward. Side yeah, like back to back. I want to be just behind him so that he he's not looking to me. Is he? No, his eyes are I, transfixed on the I monstrosity hand, before like, him. In, into my robes clutching the amulet and I point my fingers spread wide at the at the wraith and shoot five magic missiles at it. Give me a damage roll. Ooh, money shot. Oh! Whoa! <laughs> if you ever needed a 23 damage on that, now Two is the time. Max. That was nice. You don't get rolls like that very often, boys. Alright, you spatter the wraith with magic missiles. Thing. I think I just pissed it off. And as they hit them, you see like vapor just kind of evaporates off of him and the cloud that was this tall, tall wraith 
is slightly smaller. The wraith kind of shrinks down in size, its big glowing red eyes staring at you hauntingly. Initiative. Is turn undead a one round, a full round action? A full round action. Oh my god. God, I should have got him. I should have had him. I wasn't expect. I thought it would still be out of the. Okay. What are you doing? I roll a seven. I think I've got to do the same thing again. I feel like such a coward for like relying on the amulet for the whole battle. But it's the only direct damage I have. I could do things like blink, but it seems like the father is the one that. And occurring in the character's turn in the initiative order, thus the undead may get a chance. Okay, okay so you, you roll okay. for initiative. All right. And cool. you, okay, yeah, there's an, an initiative, right? It may even have a special initiative modifier above and beyond the. Um, is but, it not just a three? Is it something different? I don't know. Standard modifiers to initiative. <laughs> Here we go. Netney says he was he was joking when he said the session should go on for nine hours. <laughs> um, right. Innate spell-like ability is what I expect turn on dead is like. It's oh, not. Okay. Yeah, so it's okay. three for initiative. Um, what did you get? Uh, seven? Seven. You yeah. go first. Okay, so I think hopefully the father is still facing the creature fumbling with his holy symbol. Mm-hmm. Will I reach for... A- my unholy symbol and shoot off another volley of missiles. Give thanks it. For, thanks for tanking, Father. Only 17 this time, bringing us to 40 total damage. 17. I need to 17 learn. is more than enough. The missiles scatter against the wraith and it evaporates before you, I, disappearing I entirely. Shove the amulet quickly back beneath my robes. It's too late. The father is looking at you with eyes and mouth agape in utter horror. Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. Carl! What? What is that? Desperate times, father. No. He reaches for his mace and pulls it out. Ah, fuck. Okay. Um, alright, I cast the spell then. Alright, roll initiative. Um... I'm casting blank. Seriously? Oh, God. Does he do well? No, he rolled a 10 on his initiative plus flail. Okay. Well, I think either way, I'm, um, okay, I'm, I roll an 8, so my blink goes off, but it doesn't start until next round, right? Right. Flail. Footman's flail. Speed Ooh, factor 6. Okay. Um, can I escape the or he takes I... a step forward. Cast color spray, swinging his flail. Yeah, like I, there's, I mean, I'm backing up. I'm like scrambling, like trying to get a good defensive position. But I don't boom, know. the flail crashes into you. Fucker. Back, devil. Back, demon. I knew there was something about you that I did not like. He cries as the flail hits you for four points of damage. Mother, think reason. I just saved your life. You unleashed this demon upon the world. You are the one. Sorry, say, say the damage again. Four. Four. You are the evil here. 
Mother, give me the strength to defeat this beast, he says. Okay, so at initiative two, I cast a color spray. Okay, hold on, what spells did you mem? And then at initiative eight, my blink okay. goes off. You cast color spray at initiative two? What? Yeah. Damn. I rolled a one. <laughs> um, if he is... If he is... Hit dies are less than or equal to... Less than or equal to what? All creatures above the hit die of the caster or of sixth level or six hit die. So if he's level six... God. If he's level... All those... Color spray is above, so broken. So, all those above... Yeah, if he's level six... He doesn't even get a save. He just falls unconscious. If he's lower than level six. Mm-hmm. All right. He falls unconscious before you. And I harvest the priest's soul? That's not where I saw this going. God damn it, father. Do you I harvest mean, his soul? I, Do you yeah, reach out that I'm... shining dagger? Tainted black with blood. I've got two rounds to come to grips with this. Actually, I... Why, Father? I didn't want to do this. If only you'd seen reason. I will charge the amulet with one invisibility. I don't think I can... I'll charge with one invisibility and one magic missile. And drain. And then, yeah. And then turn upon the Father and try and come up with a way to make it... be able to blame it on the wraith. Is there any remains of the wraith? Is there like a skull? It's as if it never existed. Oh my god. I am the wraith. Um. God. How do I... I'm gonna take... I'm gonna pause for a second and think about this. Um, All right, I'm just going to count in real time as in-game time until you say you harvest the wraith. Because I know how long he's unconscious for, so yeah. I should have started it a while ago. Well, I have two rounds at least. I mean, so I, the first round was harvesting my... Or not harvesting. Uh, charging my amulet. Charisma. So you're just standing over this body. Not sure of what to do. Like I, he's, if I let him live, he's just going to be a dumb, dumb, dumbass. Given me no other choice. There's no, there's no way to, if I put the, what if I put the amulet in his mouth? I think, yeah. You try it. Oh my god! Does he look? He does he look like he got hit by a wraith? His hair went white, but I. Oh god! Oh, and there's all the bodies upstairs. Yeah, I try. I try it. I try to place it like on his tongue. What happens if I harvest the soul of a priest of Martha? <laughs> I guess we're about to find out. Nothing happens. When Nothing I happens it on, on the tongue. tongue. Wanted to have. I thought I had a priest buddy on my side. No, is he wearing like robes or something? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
I split his robes and split his belly and harvest his soul. Do I get zapped by Martha? No. Do I get double dose of souls because nope. he's a he's a holy man? Nope. Nope. I just get my stats back. Yep. <sighs> Father Holman. <laughs> you notice rolling out of his robes as you open them is a scroll. Uh, looks like a magic scroll. Uh, okay. It is clearly a scroll of pro- um, protection from undead. Mm. Should have cast it, dumbass. Although I guess that wouldn't have. Scroll of protection from undead and a magic flail. I guess. We'll probably bring that back to Baron's song. Are there other priests at the temple that will... All right, we'll worry about the, the aftermath next session. So you tuck the, the flail somewhere? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Where do you put it? Um, oh, you're right. It might be holy. Um, I think I tuck it uh, in my belt. Okay. So there's a robe between the amulet of Martha and the flail. In fact, I'm probably about to cast the detect magic. Maybe even a true seeing. I could have cast a true seeing. If I was smart, I would have cast true seeing, recharged true seeing, and gotten the stat points back for free. Mm -hmm. But I I fucked up. I'm still new to this soul harvesting game. It's okay. That's all he had on him? Um, He had his flail, his scroll. He had... We have all this prepared ahead of time. Um, you find a pouch, and when you open it up, there's just some weird dust in there. There's some clothes and his holy symbol of Martha. Okay. I head into the temple. Time is ticking. I've got like five minutes to scour this place. Before? Before the knock spell wears off. Mm-hmm. And I, no, I'm not, I can't even risk that because uh, maybe I could blink back through the door. All right, but you walk no way in, out and I don't even have my spellbook to memorize. <laughs> you walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cold down here. Maybe, maybe it's not more cold than it was on the other side. Maybe it's just your imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't definitely doesn't look like any of the temples you've seen around these days. It's a single open room um, with a door, a small door, on the other end of the hall. There is a single statue in the center of the room. And as you approach it, you recognize Malchus. Almost like he put this here for me. Maybe I should use that true seeing. Um, I look for. I've got. I guess I go back to the lantern. I've still. I've always had the lantern. Yeah, you can bring the lantern with, with you on me. Um, and I look for writing for epic loot. You said there's another door on the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, as you shine the lantern around, you see cobwebs everywhere. You see uh, it's kind of a thin layer of dust covering everything. It looks surprisingly sparse. There's little alcoves all around, which you presume might have once held statues to other gods, but they're small. They're really small, like um, like the size of a desk lamp. Small. Mm-hmm. you know, No more than a foot and a half high. So maybe small statues to other gods, and here's this you know, six-foot statue of Malchus before you, kind of in the center of the room. Mm-hmm. I cast a detect magic. Um, the statue in the center of the room is magical. Uh-huh. Any 
Um, the amulet, not the amulet. Um, the flail at your side is magical. Mm-hmm. The you, did you pick up the scroll? I put yeah, I pocketed the scroll. It's a magic scroll. Yeah, that. Yeah. All right, anything mad? Uh, just the statue, and then there's a door. Is the door locked? I approach, approach the other door. Um, as you approach, you are able to see more clearly that it's made of wood and it's mostly rotted away. Okay. Uh, it seems like... to be locked, but you can reach to the other side and. Mm-hmm. You know, you could probably kick it down if you wanted, but it's still shut and partially rotted. I quickly head into this back room. Okay. Illuminating the way before me. In the back room, covered in a thin layer of dust, are tre- treasures. Many, many treasures. How many treasures? You find on a stone table just a pile of coins enough coins to hide a dragon under some people might say but really not but really not maybe a baby dragon i don't know it's on the order of like five thousand coins somewhat evenly split between silver and gold dang um you also see tucked into the the stack of coins there are there are two vials of things i do have a detect magic active by the way um then you detect a magic shield sticking out from kind of like the coins are resting mostly on the shield or partially on the shield part of the shield sticking out you Mm -hmm. detect two potions um you see a scroll that radiates magic as well Um, and the potions are magical as well yes dang epic loots pulling out my word document hold on a second um, and as you kind of shift the coins about to see what else is in here, you come across a uh, gem-encrusted bracer. Is that magical? No. No? Just just an art object or something? Yes. Um, a golden scepter. Should I be writing these down? Um, I'm writing them down right now. We can probably deal with it offline or whatever. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think, I mean, unless there's, unless like a wrench gets thrown in the works, I will probably turn over the material wealth to Lord Song and not try to trick him. But the magic items I will take more careful note of and probably, probably just nab them and maybe tell him about them later, depending on what they are. Okay. So there's a gem encrusted bracer, a golden scepter, and two platinum cups. Okay. Um, In terms of art objects, plus 5,000 coins roughly scattered about plus two Mm -hmm. potions and a magical shield and a magic scroll. Mm -hmm. Um, And you are just one man. No, that's why I'm I'm taking the magical items and I'm leaving the wealth behind. Okay. So... Come on, computer. Are you taking the shield as well? Yeah. Okay. I'll grab the shield. God, why is word so slow? Temple of Malchus. Not Malchus. Lutes. All right. Um, for now, I'm going to grab Magic Shield. Magic Scroll. Two potions. Mm-hmm. Are they the same or different? No, very different. In fact, one of them is definitely... It's like in a glass vial, which is unusual. Usually potions are in ceramic vials or something. This one's in a glass vial. And it's got mm-hmm. this like bubbly blue stuff going through it that continues to bubble. Um, and the other mm-hmm. is more similar to like a, a test tube, also made out of gl- uh, glass. 
and inside it is this kind of reddish orange fluctuating color and it looks less like a a potion and more like some sort of oil Mm -hmm. Um, both of them are stopped with uh, a glass stopper that somehow just seals in quite nice you you expected fingernails on the chalkboard sound if you try and pull the stopper out All right, so the shield, scrolls, and potions are the only magic I detect, aside from the statue. I leave the loot where it is, and I want because I want to get out of here before the knock expires. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the knock unexpires, maybe I'll rethink things. But I take one last look at the statue, I guess, as I leave. Does it? It looks like Malchus. I don't even know what that looks like. Is that like a? It's a human with like um, eyebrows and spiky hair. A tall know. man. With uh, a long, not a, not a long beard, kind of like almost like a Leonidas esque beard, mm-hmm. and short cropped hair, uh, and kind of wild eyes that are a little bit too wide open, like uncomfortably wide open <laughs> eyes mm-hmm. that seem to follow you. Which clearly they're not. Like they're clearly looking at the same spot. Maybe it's just the wraith. Maybe, maybe it's just the fact that you drained a priest. Yeah. Speaking of, I drag the father's corpse back to the surface. What do you do with it once you break to the surface? I take a moment to like pause and look at like the. He's clear. Like I, he's got now got like a his robes torn open and like a hole in his gut and blood everywhere. You know, some of his entrails came out when you like to put your fist in and pull it out. You know, things come out with it. I I think I just pull him up into the camp. Mm-hmm. I tried. I mean, like I set I set him a little aside from the rest of the bodies, but he's. I mean, he he clearly died differently, but he's now with. I leave him with the uh, with the rest of the carnage, and I probably put like a sheet over him or something. Maybe it's something respectful. If it's not convenient, then I don't even worry about it and start the long walk back to town even longer because I am uh, encumbered with all this magic loot. Okay. God. And I guess that's probably a good spot to wrap up. Um, do we want to get back to town uh, first? Yeah, I, I have a, just a few little things I'd like to wrap up on. Um, yeah. So what do you do when you get back to town? I think I go straight to the keep. Okay. You make your way to the keep. Um, there are scouts looking for you coming. The doors are open by the time you get there. And Baron Song, Kel Greller, all the men at arms, all the servants have gathered outside. The servants are kind of farther back, but everyone is gathered I'm not, around. Like, I'm clearly like carrying a shield mm-hmm. and a flail. Yes. What's what's on the shield? Um, it has a red border. It's like a kite shield. It's got mm-hmm. a red border around the edges. And it has a large hammer emblazoned on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made out of copper, which doesn't seem to have been oxidized, although you know many years have passed, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the backing where you put your arm through is some sort of unusual leather. Def- definitely not cow leather. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some other hide of some animal. Maybe displacer beast hide. Who knows? 
I I think I would know if it was displaced or beast hide, right? Would I recognize it as a spell? As a spell component, or is that not something that's innate? I don't think that's innate. But I have to cast conjure spell component and see if it teleports out of the, <laughs> into my hand. Um, I don't know how you would tell. You might have to just like get some displacer beast hide and look at the two side beside. I don't think you've ever seen displacer beast hide. It's yeah. probably not. It's just probably some other form of hide, but it could be. You never know. Lord, right. Di- uh, not dissect. Lord Song steps forward and says, "Father Rolnat." I shake my head and like hand him the butt of the father's flail. He takes it, tucks it into his own belt. (laughs) The wraith is gone, dispelled from this plane. There is, there is treasure that I could not carry. And I like how much he says, raising an eyebrow at you. I like look around self-consciously to like the servants stuff that are the around servants us. are a little bit farther away. The men at arms are kind of close. It's really just him, Kel Crystal, and Kel Geller, Greller, who are all kind of a couple up. a couple thousand coins, silver and gold, and some finery, gem encrusted knickknacks. He nods. And no. gives Kel Greller a nod. Kel Greller whistles, and a couple of servants, you know, get some wheelbarrows and start, or start attaching a, a cart to an oxen, and he mounts up. Um, and just while you're still like explaining on, what's I, going on, did these... the door ever shut after the knock spell expired? So it, it did like, not. once the wraith is dead, it seems like it just stays open. Yeah. Okay. Um, it seems like they've already they're prepared for this expedition, and <laughs> Kel Greller immediately starts leading the servants. Who are pulling carts Shit. that are drawn by oxen? There's, there's a lot of bodies. I say, should I look to like those are just like peasants going with Calgrela, right? Yeah, the servant class, but you know, normal civilians. I are these men you can trust? I the wraith killed them. No, what's to trust? I mean, these, these servants. The they will bring the wealth back intact. I shake my head. Some things cannot be unseen. He puts his hand on your shoulder and says, unusually loudly, loud, definitely loud enough that the servants can hear you. Mm-hmm. You have righted a great wrong of Lady Dysek. <laughs> she unleashed a horrid beast upon our lands. And Father Ralnat gave his life to right her wrongs. I'm not solemn. Well done, Ark Carl. <laughs> oh, God. All right. At some point, I'll tell him that the, I, I mean, the shield is magical. Um, and I, I don't know. He just he takes it. He takes it or if yeah. he take it. He doesn't even offer to let you keep it. He's just, oh, thank you. Sets it down yeah, next to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, too, should be rewarded with some of this. Say... Ten percent. I'm nod. Well done. Seems seems fair. <laughs> not even, but whatever. Okay. I I'm not particular. I guess 
I guess maybe I should be more concerned with money because it can fund wizardly endeavors, but I don't think Georg is particularly concerned with money. I don't tell him about the magic scroll or the potions. Do you tell him about the statue of Malchus or anything else? He he asks for a description, like what what was it like and yada, yada, yada. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I tell him about it. Yeah, there's a visage of of Malchus in there at the centerpiece of this temple. Um, I, I do not know who built it or why Lady Dysak would strive to uncover it. He asks you to stay and hang out with him and sup, you know, wait, come, wait for everyone to come back. We'll throw a feast tonight. We've done well. You know, this is an event to be celebrated. Um, And you can just spend the rest of your day in study, learning your spells. Um, That night, or that later that afternoon, when the others come back, um, they come back with a slightly different story. Kel Greller is talking about the giant statue of Verasi in the center of the temple. And apparently some of the servants who were there saw Martha or saw Reluna or saw Rule. <laughs> and everyone's coming back with a slight, not everyone, but a lot of people saw a different statue standing in the middle. And the reason they're they so late is because else. they were arguing over can't you see? It's clearly look. These, these are her bosom. This is no, no, no. That's a sword, you know. And there's like people are a little bit freaked out over the statue that appears differently to different people. I wish I had sorted that out before revealing that I saw it as Malchus. But I think uh, Aaron's song doesn't. Well, there is a feast that night. It's uh, it's openly discussed that yes, Greller saw Verasi. Uh, no. But that that was mentioned person. from him <laughs> to you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. In you know. Confidence. Yeah. He wasn't engaging in an argument. With you him. don't hear other people talking about it, about him saying that. But you get the impression that he came in and said, wow, what a statue of Rossi. And other mm-hmm. pre- people started saying otherwise, and then he just kind of shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting point, and probably something that is intentionally not being discussed in front of you or or Kel Greller, or any of these other people. Um, it's definitely a weird thing. Uh, th- you guys feast that night. It's wonderful. They slaughter new sheep. Everyone eats delicious food. Um, and as everyone's been drinking and kind of freely carrying on and celebrating the death of Father Rolnat <laughs> in a horrible, horrible way, at some point, Greller catches you aside, maybe when you're getting up to use the privy or something. And he levels you with his look. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there when I said I saw Malchus. So nope, he... nope, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And he says, I saw what happened to those gnolls. And then oh, walks God. away. Uh-uh. <laughs> and on that note, why don't we end this week's session of Dicing with Death? Um, experience experience we'll be playing again on the 7th I believe because Ryan has a big conference to go to maybe on the 7th you looked no oh yeah, yeah I'll definitely be back by okay. then I'll be back like now I'll be gone like Monday through Friday okay so. we'll play by the 7th if not sooner let's dole out some experience um, yeah. let's use our handy dandy calculator um to get the proper experience. None of this old second edition bullcrap. Uh, what is that? 
At least I don't have to split experience with Father Relnat, am I right? Yeah. Five, AC 16, hit bonus five, number of attacks one, damage is low, intelligence is very, oh, it's still normal. Um, energy drain, undead, fly, minor regeneration. <laughs> oh, um, praise Malchus. Plus one weapons only. Um, no magic resistance. Okay. All right, so that is... I probably could have got away without even showing Wood Song the shield. Probably, but what would you do with the shield? Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's... But when I have a henchman one day, maybe I'd want to give him a shield. That's true. 3,000 for the Wraith. Um... Now, here's the question. Father Rollnat started as level four and was level three when you <laughs> killed think, him. So I think you I only get level get, three experience. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Split it with the Wraith. And, and yeah. Um, plus, you did the Knolls way oh, earlier in the session. Feels like forever yeah. ago. A long night. Um, you defeated a whole pack of Knolls, but there's that Knoll leader. Um, but Greller so was there to help. Yeah. Let's give you that for the Knolls. Plus, the Null quest in general has finally been completed. Scare off the Nulls for a good while. You dug up all the Dissect treasure and finished that whole Dissect quest line there. Oh, and I cast a bunch of spells. That's worth that. I think the spell XP is going to be insignificant compared to everything else. But you can figure it out. If you can figure out how many, how many levels of spells you cast in combat. <laughs> I need to start keeping track of this during the session. Um... Has to reduce some nice colors there. Your relationship with Kel Greller has developed and turned very interesting, I think. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it yet, but that's definitely an interesting point that I am excited to see how it goes. Mm -hmm. I didn't get um, to cast past life on the Wraith Corpse. Um, there's at least a couple hundred experience, right? Is it worth adding up? I'm, I'm lazy. So lazy. Two blanks is 300. That can't seem right. I can't have added that up right. 3,000 plus 2,000. I think it's like, it's at least 400. I don't get experience for the magic missiles, guys. Do I get experience for the knocks? Those are problems, right? Yeah, those are, pretty, those are good. Knock. Yeah. So 500. I don't think Detect Magic does anything for me. It's 50 XP per spell level. Right. Yeah, so I'm at 500. Now let's just call it 500. Whatever. 500 experience for spell levels? Yeah. Plus 7,050 for everything else brings you to 7,550 times 1.1. 1. 1. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry, that's not everything. Um, there's one. I didn't put in any role playing experience for that. Okay. At this point, I'm leveling up, so it's not. 
Okay. And I should get a new spell. Times, level, right? Are we doing Yeah, that? times, uh, you get 10% bonus for high int. Yeah. So all said and done, you get a ridiculous amount of experience for today's session. I killed a wraith. You killed a wraith. And, and yeah, oh, I should have split the null experience a little bit. Yeah. Hold on, let me subtract yeah. some of that. Um, all right, let's bring that down to, let's just make it an even 1,100 then. 11,000. 11,000, an even 11,000 after your 10% and everything. Bringing me to 45, 567, and leveling me to level six. There is no experience for the spell book. You didn't get a spell book today. Yeah, I haven't learned a spell yet. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah, so we'll end after the that night of festivities. Mm -hmm. I will uh, roll a d4 for HP. One derp. Derp -a derp -a derp. Bring me to sixteen max HP. The, the um, stolen spellbook was last session, guys, and he doesn't get experience for stealing. I well, do have a proficiency yeah. in daggers now which is pretty cool. I can start using Carl in combat. And I think that's about it. I mean, I should get a new spell, which maybe, which I think I would like to be deep pockets if you're amenable to that. You told us to remind you to give him experience for taking the spell book last time. Did I not give you experience for giving him a spell book? Unless you guys were talking about it during like a campaign planning session. I don't remember. I don't know. Story. Whatever. It's eleven hundred is enough for him today. Yeah, eleven thousand. Eleven thousand is enough. Spells, not as I get the spell. Yeah. Right. All right. It's time to wrap it up. It's been a long session. It's been a very long session, and we got shenanigans in like eleven hours from now. Not even mm -hmm. ten and a half hours. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll um, unfortunately be bowing out to get ready for my travels. That's fine. You've got have fun. I think Morton is heading to the capital to help Borsch track down his wife mm. or maybe tracing after Borsch. Maybe Borsch doesn't want more with him. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. All right. So thanks for watching guys. Thanks for playing Ryan. Today was fantastic. Yeah. yeah this is a fun session. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, sh a lot of shit, shit that can't be unseen yeah. or unimagined. Or I feel like, I feel like we tied up a lot of loose ends today, or at least, you know, tied them up enough yeah. that they can be pushed out of the way and mm -hmm. have plenty of room for the story going forward. Yeah. All Join, right. Yeah. Join us next time for some this placer beast hunting. Ooh, more, you, more political intrigue. You might be strong enough to finally get yourself a displacer beast. All right. Take care, everybody. Good night. Goodbye. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.